TP. If Tank Man came back today, if we knew who Tank Man was, and if he came to America, to Wall Street, he would be. I want to thank her. Please take your seats. Let's let's relax and enjoy ourselves. Trade, Huawei, all of it, on Global Media, with my co-host, the one, the only Miles Quack, Stephen K. Bannon, Miles Quack. Today, what happened in Osaka? By the Himalaya Society, the Himalaya Organization, to actually confront, combat, and eventually take down the CCP. This Upper East Side of New York, Midtown Manhattan. It's an obscenity. It's an obscenity that they've been able to steal that money from the Chinese. Today is about recklessness, inaccountability. The Chinese Communist Party and the senior leadership of the CCP have acted financially recklessly. Just look the other way. You can't look the other way any longer. Communist Party for a thousand years in China, it's the biggest threat to humanity. 
包括全世界同学们这个爱好的群体，一定要相信我的话，黑点即将到，一定要做好。黑点来不到中国，到过这个黑点即将到，我们站在这个起跑的，我们每个人都想发展。首先，让我感谢，这是我们可以说中华人民共和国啊，被共产党被绑架以来，唯一的一次中国人站在了美国国际讲坛上反共产党，第一次一个中国人来为中国人民争取自由、法治、民主，第一次中国人公开的以法律行动，利用使用美国的自由的法律和民主制度，来反对共产党的独裁统治。第一次在美国这个整个这个纽约自由的舞台上，为更多的中国人争取我们的安全的、有信仰的一个法治的未来，这就是看到这么多的利益集团和这么多的人，我们将要发出法院调查令。我们通过这些行动，我们可以看到，我们今天所有的这些名单里面包含的人都是极为敏感的。接下来关于海航的故事将发展的非常、非常的可怕，值得大家期待。我当我讲完这些的时候，我必须要给战友们说，所有还有今天来往的朋友们讲，我们之所以能站在这里，就是因为美国有半农先生的人，因为有下面这些媒体，还有我支持我的战友们。大家想一想，我郭文贵。如果去了其他国家，我的结局是什么？不是把我锯掉了，是直接把我放到机器里变成火腿肠了，锅是火腿肠。而且在座的很多华人朋友，你们根本没有机会站在这个舞台上，因为共产党七十年来都是成功的，他的恐吓、他的蓝金黄、他的威胁，让我们失去了尊严、失去了安全、失去了发声的自由和权利。我们感恩美国。我们感恩西方的媒体朋友们与我们一起寻求真相、寻求正义。共产党对西方的威胁，绝对不是我在这里能说能形容的。接下来用我们的行动来证明给所有的全人民看，共产党是世界上最大的毒瘤。共产党一天待在中国，它都是人类最大的威胁。你们的到来，给我更多的勇气，让我继续奋斗下去。郭文贵总是有一句话，我们老家伙身先养骨先拿线，我要用事实行动证明给你们。谢谢你们到来，万分感激，谢谢新中国联邦宣言序言：我们因爆料革命凝聚在一起，消灭中共是正义的需要。我要再次告诉大家，黑暗绝对还没有到了最黑的时候，它更不是黎明前的黑暗。我们还要在黑暗中走很长很长时间。
concerned to alert the world of exactly what was going on in Wuhan lab and in Hubei province. And when the whole world was, uh, the WHO and the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, was denying anything that was going on. It was Miles Rowe and G News and GTV that were really putting the word out there exactly what was happening. If you look at Miles' track record during this entire, uh, this entire uh, play, to me, he's always been head of the curve by, you know, three or four months at least. So, you know, Miles is one of a number of voices. And, and Miles is very, very focused on this about this, about the vaccine. But remember, Miles was talking about the vaccine back in the spring of 2020. He was warning about the CCP already having some kind of uh, a vaccine that nobody should take, uh, etc. So he's been warning about this for over a year, maybe a year and a half. This is that's not something he came up with the other day. Uh, Chinese Shangsu through, you know, hundreds, if not thousands, of the best and the brightest of the Chinese people are either missing, imprisoned, they've had their assets stripped, or they've mysteriously committed suicide, or just fallen off 40-story buildings. And what uh, Miles Guo has committed to, since he's enjoying the, the freedoms of of the Democratic West is to establish a $100 million fund immediately, which would be called the Rule of Law Fund. 
and its purpose will be to work with the victims' families to gather more information and also to begin to proceed in whatever venue possible legal remedies for these victims so the people in China the live stream that are watching uh, I think Miles Guo and the people associated with Miles are making a commitment you are not alone you're not going to be forgotten and that this is the beginning of a process在一个猪圈里不允许发生我们要问班农先生和我站在这里要成立一个基金会不被他们强奸到国际上折腾七十七个国家受到我们所有的发的信息希望能给战友们能不能使用
。在这个期间，我们大量的要成为一个战友，唯一在关键时候能能弄到药，能弄到口罩，能弄到急需救命用品的一个唯一信子平台。这是法治社会、法治基金，我们 GTV 基媒体必须要干的事。青蒿素，青蒿素葵片，你们要吃。我还告诉大家啊。只要青蒿素系列的、屠呦呦发明系列都管用，都管用啊！真正的啊，如果得上这病的，非常关键的就是我们的屠呦呦的。进入到九月一号，人类将这个灾难面前，有更多的好消息会到来。我们真的创造历史。好，呃，战友们好，大家好，欢迎收看今天幺幺二零发布会及法治基金法治社会成立三周年纪念日大直播。呃，今天由我们为大家来主持今天的这个直播节目。那、呃、我是主持人长脑哥。大家好，战友们好，我是主持人 Q 妹。啊，大家好，我是主持人小新。啊，大家好，我是主持人青藤。好的啊，谢谢。呃，那我们知道今天是幺幺二零三周年，呃，过去幺幺零，呃，像这样的日子其实有很多，但是呢，幺幺零在我们爆料革命当中有一个非常关键的日子，就是，呃，第一个就是这个当时的海航王建，因为爆料革命，我们现在爆料的时候是从海航开始。
啊，以及和当天我们宣布成立这个法治金法治社会，在整个爆料革命当中，尤其是协助援助呃一些战友也好，或者说一些被迫害的人士、墙内的一些人士，起到非常关键的作用。当然，这也是我们整个爆料革命新中国联邦发展的一个基石基金。所以这，这今天是整个这两项这个主题活动的三周年的日子。嗯、我们今天隆重的来呃组织这么一个大直播。也给大家来呃带领大家一起来回忆这三周年以来，呃文慧先带领我们这么多的战友啊、呃，在一路走过来经历了什么，也改变了什么。这个我相信大家所有的战友，所有的这个呃，包括墙内的或者是墙外的很多啊、呃，包括西方人士也在看。其实我们很惭愧的是，这个幺幺零三周年还是还不是我们这个战友提出来，还是昨天文慧先也提出来，对，提出来这个说这个要回顾一下。那因为实际上呢，也是我们过去这样的日子太多了，每天都在经历，每天都在更新，在在改变自己的这个思维，所以很荣幸今天跟大家一起来这个也一起来参与这个活动。当然，我个人也可以跟大家分享一下，为什么这个日子对我也很重要。就三年以前幺幺年，我记得我当时还在墙内，因为呃一些生意的事情回去看这个直播，还是偷偷的翻墙在看啊。当然更没有露脸，也不可能露脸。但到今天，我们就可以非常自信了。啊，非常勇敢，毫无畏畏惧的站在这边跟大家来一起来分享，呃，这个就是我个人的一个变化。当然，再加上我们整个过程当中，这个爆料革命系机系列投资等等的一系列，给我们带来了很多物质上、精神上的财富，所以对我们来说，每个人都非常重要。嗯、呃，那么后面我们再另外几位主持人再分享一下。嗯，呃，当年幺幺二零的时候，我也是在墙内啊那会儿看到这个直播，真是非常震撼。我第一次看到有一个华人站在国际舞台为中国人发声，就是很明确的说我要推翻共产党。这个真的是你不知道，当时在墙内的人恨共产党的那些人，就是我我们是从小就是特别特别憎恨这个体制。当听到这个声音的时候，就觉得哇，我我一定要跟随啊！就是说那个时候，就是我们能够去听，都觉得是非常非常大的勇气，都都需要一些勇气。再到后来听了这个郭先生的这些一系列的直播之后，我我走出来，我走到台前和做义工和所有的这些战友在一起。今天站在这个地方，真的这个经历非常的不可思议。希望待会儿有时间跟大家一起来分享吧。嗯，小新啊，好，谢谢 Q 妹姐啊。我呢，就是三年前，其实我妈妈是啊八月份去世的，然后我十月份那时候也来来到美国就继续工作，然后那时候呢就觉得特别孤独，因为每天下班以后就是。报那时候还是看路德访谈，我还记得那时候啊、呃，大卫哥还有就是对这个王健死一个分析啊、呃，然后那时候就觉得非常孤独，因为没有人呢可以分享这个就是这个爆料革命，然后新那时候也还没有新中国联邦，对，然后现在就是像到今天三年以后，我可以站在这里和一帮就是这个新中国联邦人，然后还穿着这个 G Fashion， 然后我就觉得非常的不可思议，就是时间真的可以改变很多，然后这三年里，然后有 GTV， 我们有 Get， 有 G News， 有我们自己的发声平台，然后世界也变了大样子，就是病毒，然后还有。疫苗，我觉得真的是时间可以证明很多。嗯，好，谢谢啊。好的，呃，我也是非常激动啊，因为三年前我们还都是一些看客，我跟所有的人一样，我是虽然离纽约很近，但是也不也没有来到现场。那三年以前，呃，我们是租用的别人的场地，还受到中共的威胁，随时可能被取消。今天我们在自己的直播间做这样的一个直播，而且最重要的是，法治基金当初的建立提供了一个金融方面的。
经济方面的一个支持，我们现在又有喜币，所以我们真正的看到了这三年过去的变化和我们新中国联邦所成就的啊，所以我今天非常激动，想跟大家分享更多的。好，谢谢。好，呃。好，谢谢我们三位那个主持人的分享啊。那我们稍后按照节目的流程，我们会先放呃，先呃开始我们今天的新闻访谈、新闻播报节目特别版啊、呃。稍后，然后我们再回来，请出我们的重量嘉宾。好啊、呃，那谢谢大家的收看，大家持续播呃持续观看，我们后面节目呃再回来。瑞卡，你的麦没开，没有声音。呃，我还是听不到你的声音。好的，呃，观众朋友们，大家好，啊、呃，欢迎收看 GTV 新闻访谈节目。今天是11月20日，星期六，现在呢是美东时间早上8点半，啊、呃，我是主持人 Jacob， 那另外一位主持人瑞卡很快就会进来。那首先让我们先来了解一下洗币交易的相关信息。截止播报时间，洗币的实时价格为40整。更多的信息呢，请关注喜马拉雅交易所的实时数据更新。那接下来就是今天的新闻播报。好，我们先来看一组爆料革命的新闻。与法币长期共存，洗币将全球通行。在11月19日的大直播中，顾文贵先生再次强调了洗币在未来金融体系当中的重要地位。郭先生表示，数字货币和法币将长期共存，但洗币具有技术去中心化、责任中心化的优势。必将会战胜其他有缺陷的虚拟币，形成与法币共识局面。最终，洗币将超越法币，在全球范围内流通。郭先生解释，洗币的区块链技术打破了限制货币流通的物理和地域限制。目前呢，任何国家都没有监管数字货币的法律和制度，但洗联储具备世界上最严格的 KYC。能够保证每一笔交易的公开和透明。同时，洗币有许美元作为稳定币，以及 HPay 作为支付系统，完全符合市场的定义。它是根据供需双方的需求，在政府监管下进行基本公平的经济交易行为。另一方面，洗币与法币不同，具有主动信任的特性，因此呢，洗币未来一定会超越法币，在全世界通行。再加上洗联储有能力制定未来数字货币的发行和交易规则，洗币将成就数字货币当中的布雷顿森林系体系。文贵先生谈美国与世界经济。11月19日，文贵先生在直播当中谈到美国经济时，提到了美国人民对经济的三个不允许。首先，美美国人永远接受高于4美元一桶的油价。否则的话，美国政治将会大变。其次，在食物方面
。当面包的当价超过四到五美元的时候，美国社会也将进入到动荡的时期。再者，如果能源，比如天然气和电力的价格涨到历史价百分之一百二十，执政党必将下台。文贵先生对此评论道：“美国当下的经济就像是接种了新冠疫苗，类似人体的脑梗一般。”美国的经济即将面临通胀通缩的境况。穆克先生预测，明年五月份之前，世界经济一定会出现大崩溃，经济将被重新洗牌。随着数字货币的诞生，虚假法币的历史必将结束。紧接着是一条台湾消息：美国国会支持台湾参与国际刑警组织。十一日。美国国会众议员约翰·柯蒂斯表示，七十多位美国两党议员联合致函国务卿布林肯、司法部长加兰德以及国际刑警组织驻华盛顿办事处主任休斯，表明国会支持将台湾纳入国际刑警组织的明确意图。声明提到，台湾在国际刑警组织中的持续缺席，给打击国际犯罪的努力留下了真空。另外，国际刑警组织的红色通缉令制度会被诸如中共和俄罗斯等独裁政权所利用，因此台湾理应具备与美国和其他民主伙伴共事的席位，从而根除国际刑警组织的腐败和滥权。声明强调，拜登政府必须落实国会通过法律的意图，用以抗衡中共的影响力。同时，政府应在国际刑警组织大会之前。推动台湾参与该组织。另据台湾媒体报道，十八名支持台湾的跨党派意大利参众议员最近也致函国际刑警组织，要求让台湾参与组织的运行。下面是一组外文热点：欧盟组建联合部队应对中共。当地时间十一月十五日，欧盟在反长会议上确认，为了在二零二五年前成立一支可达五千人的联合部队。欧盟已经设定了具体的执行蓝图和时间表。欧盟表示，这支联军旨在为北约补充军事力量，并且在减少欧盟对美国依赖的同时，重点为在印太地区应对中共提供更多的可能性。欧盟代表强调，与北约互补意味着欧盟具备建立共同安全和国防政策的雄心，在必要的时候能够单独使用自己的力量。根据欧盟战略指南计划。到2025年，欧盟应发展出一支由海陆空三军组成的，名为“欧盟快速部署能力”的部队。其中呢，还将包括远程军用航空运输、空间通信技术和情报能力等等。另一方面，作为西方战略应对中共军事崛起的一部分，欧盟计划于2023年前将在印太地区开展更多的欧洲海军协调联动、海上军演和巡逻。日本外务大臣表达对港台新疆人权的关切。当地时间十一月十八日，日本新任外务大臣林方正与中共外长王毅进行了首次电话会谈。资料显示，林方正于十一月十日起出任日本外务大臣，并于第二日辞去日中友好议员联盟会长职务。在与王毅的电话会谈中，林方正主要表达了日方对坚哥主导。东中国海及南中国海局势、香港和新疆人权问题的深重担忧。同时，林方正还强调了台湾海峡和平稳定的重要性。林方正还提出
希望中共尽早解除对日本食品的进口限制。分析人士指出，此次会谈反映新任日本政府，即使是知华派的外务大臣，依旧延续前政府对中共的强硬态度，未能如中共期望的那样软弱求和。然后是一则中共疫苗的相关资讯：麦克库罗医生提告医疗期刊公司。十一月十九日，相关媒体报道称，美国心脏科医生。麦克库罗控告艾斯威尔期刊出版社掩盖新冠疫苗真相。据悉，艾斯威尔出版社于今年10月撤稿了一篇题为《新冠疫苗造成心肌炎》的论文。那该论文的作者就是这位麦克库罗医生。医生表示，艾斯威尔期刊原本已经刊登了这篇论文，后来呢，因为 FDA 正在讨论紧急授权5到11岁儿童使用新冠疫苗的问题。那该期刊就撤销了这篇论文。医生认为这是一种违法合约的行为，他将对该期刊公司进行法律诉讼。另外，根据麦克库罗医生称，艾斯威尔要对公众及科学界隐瞒这一重要研究的原因在于，真正的科学其实已经驳斥了这些实验性新冠疫苗所自称的安全性和有效性。医生指出，因注射新冠疫苗导致的心肌炎。通常在注射第二剂辉瑞或莫德纳疫苗后的数天内爆炸性发生。麦克库勒医生强调，艾斯威尔期刊公司拥有全系列的医学期刊，掌控了绝大部分医学论文的发言权，因此该公司对医学论文的不当审查行为涉嫌掩盖有关新冠疫苗信息的真相，而这种审查方式是对科学的戕害。接下来，在1120这个纪念性的日子里，让我们一起对1120新闻发布会做一个回顾。首先是几个1120新闻发布会涉及的关键人物及信息：一、王健，前海南航空董事长，王岐山的白手套，惨死于南法普罗旺斯。早在419断播之时，郭先生已然开始定点爆破海南海空。其后，王岐山败露之下，与海航迅速切割。作为王岐山的白手套，王健在短短几个月内将海航大部分的资产全部转移到盗国贼的私人账户，而海航的优质资产也被转移到总部位于纽约的海南慈航慈善基金会。然而，在资产转移手续亲自完成后，王健的利用价值已经耗尽。2018年7月3日。王健被王岐山的保镖裴楠楠暗杀于法国普罗旺斯。王健惨死后，家人将其钱财一分而尽，无一人为王健的死因查明真相。唯有郭先生在王健死后花费数月，耗斥巨资，顶住盗国贼和法国政府的重重阻力，彻查王健之死。2018年11月20日，郭先生在美国纽约皮尔酒店组织新闻发布会。公开海航的内幕以及王健的死亡真相，这也就是众所周知的1120新闻发布会。好，我们再来看一下海航的另外一个关键人物陈芬。那陈芬呢是海南航空董事长王岐山的白手套，在郭先生开始爆料后，海南航空的盗国计划崩塌，随后呢王健惨死，陈芬将责任全数丢给了王健的错误决策，意图逃脱后续的追责。但是近期，根据中共媒体消息，习近平趁着海航破产重整的过程，一举扫荡
，董事长陈芬的股权被清零，还深陷牢狱之灾。原海航集团总裁陈芬的儿子陈小峰也被免职。集团首席投资长陈芬的侄子陈超同样打包走人。陈芬家族除了被赶出海航之外，其家族名下的房产也被卖掉还债。陈芬位于香港的半山豪宅被接管人招标出售，最终以 3.1 亿港元卖出。陈超投资的香港豪宅也在10月15日被债权人接管。确实，如郭先生所说，任何不干净的钱、来路不明的钱和所谓的快钱，都可能给你带来杀身之祸。第三个是海南航空集团。据郭先生爆料。海航集团体量巨大，涉及中共多个行业。1993年时，海航的市值仅有150万美元，到2017年，其市值已达 1,800 亿美金。2014年至2017年，海航以每天1亿美元的速度发展，完成了67个世界并购，收购了德意志银行 10% 的股权，拥有美国最大的芯片公司以及美国最大的酒店希尔顿。郭先生指出，海航被王岐山家族一手操控，由原来的国有企业转变为完全的私人企业。王岐山的私生子冠军刘成杰是其背后最大的股东，拥有海航 52% 的股权。另外，冠军还是纽约海南慈航基金 100% 的控股人。郭先生419爆料后，冠军和刘成杰将持有的海航集团全部控股权非法捐赠给纽约慈航。那另外呢，海航集团还利用在海外控制的300多家金融机构和上市公司洗钱，涉嫌诈骗美国证监会、香港证监会、中国证监会。同时，海航向美国、欧洲、香港、德国、日本等多家金融机构提供虚假资料和信息，并且大量的转移非法资产和现金。不但如此，王岐山家族还利用私人飞机。在各个国家大量的拉进现金美元、欧元、英镑，甚至还包括金砖、金条以及一些中国的国家级文物和古董，藏匿在美国、欧洲、新加坡和日本各地。另一方面，海航通过旗下的渤海金控控制中国人民几十万亿的资产，再经过非法洗钱手段，将这些老百姓的血汗钱盗取。郭先生在1120发布会上解释。海航有强大的政府腐败背景，也有强大的情报机构背景。郭先生还强调，海航是代表中国共产党在西方的一个间谍平台、洗钱平台和对西方政治进行蓝金环的渗透平台。再者，在1120新闻发布会中，更为重要的一项是，郭文贵先生与史蒂夫·班农先生一起。宣布成立属于新中国联邦的法治基金。郭先生在发布会上谈到，法治基金是用来拯救、帮助中国所有被残害、被法律不公平对待、被所谓的反腐运动陷害的人，还包括那些被以黑反贪、以警治国、以贪反贪的人。法治基金会给他们公平和自由，同时，法治基金还会为所有失去自由、被抓捕、被伤害。被死亡的人寻求真相。法治基金力求让14亿中国人，包括 9,000 万党员的大多数，都可以没有恐惧的生活，让中国的私人企业家可以享受他们用生命和血汗换来的荣誉、财富、尊严和安全
。法治基金成立之后，基金会的官方网站上明确，基金会的愿景是让中国人在独立政治体系外的法治系统下生活。为此，基金会的使命在于揭露中国政治、法律、商业、金融系统当中普遍的腐败、违法、主法、非法羁押。过度量刑、骚扰和非人道的事件，因此呢，基金会的核心价值观在于实践高道德标准的诚实、廉洁和问责制，为中国人民带来正义，保护和协助被中共迫害的个人，尤其是对不公平事件公开发表意见的个人及其家人，以及倡导言论自由、促进大众传媒对政府活动的监督。三年间。法治基金致力于推动美国对中共盗国贼在海外资产的查封，配合美国相关部门对在美上市的中概股进行调查，为西方世界提供真实的信息，创建方便全世界沟通真相的平台，深入调查中共所有被失踪、被关押、被自杀的各界人士，追踪中国人民被盗国贼偷取的钱财，追查身处海外的伪民运。为中国真正的民主人士提供安全保障等等。而今，法治基金已经成为检验人心的标尺。爆料革命的力量证明，它将成为中国未来的第四权，是解救中国人、让中国人进行和平革命、和平变革的合法机构。法治基金凝聚了所有反共的最高端力量，是连接东西方精英的桥梁，代表着中国人真正的民意。最后，让我们回顾郭先生在1120新闻发布会上的一段讲话。郭先生说，自中国被共产党绑架以来， 1 1 2 0发布会可以算是唯一一次中国人站在美国国际讲台上反共产党，也是第一次由一个中国人来为中国人民争取自由、法治、民主，还是第一次中国人公开的以法律行动。使用美国自由的法律和民主制度来反对共产党的独裁统治，更是中国人第一次在美国纽约这个自由的舞台上，为更多的中国人争取我们的安全的、有信仰的一个有法治的未来。共产党七十年来用恐吓、威胁、蓝金环等手段，让中国人失去尊严、失去安全、失去发声的自由和权利。但所有的正义力量正在与我们一起寻求真相，寻求正义。接下来，我们将用行动来证明给全世界看，共产党就是世界上最大的毒瘤。共产党一天在中国，它就是全人类最大的威胁。以上就是今天的新闻播报幺幺二零特别版。接下来，请继续收看幺幺二零大直播。There's not a finer group of people in the world than the Chinese people. And until the Chinese people are free, nobody's free. This virus will take down the Chinese Communist Party. Mark my words. They don't care about the Chinese people. They don't care how many people die. This is this generation's call to destiny. We have to confront this, and we have to beat it. The firewall must come down. 
the Chinese, take down the CCP for everybody to get them. I just think this is a crisis of historic proportion. It is time that we've got to force the world. We have to force the financial world. We have to force the business world. We have to force the media world. We have to force the political world. They must be forced to look at the CCP for exactly what it is. For too many years, they've been able to look away for about organ harvesting. They've been able to look away what happened to the Tibetan Buddhists and the Dalai Lama. They've been able to look away what happened in East Turkestan to the Uyghurs. They've been able to look away with the suppression of the underground Christian church. They've been able to look away to what's happened to the Falun Gong. They've been able to look away. The Vatican can make a deal and look the other way about what's happening, the sellout of the underground Catholic church. The whole world, the power in the world has been able to look away from what the Chinese Communist Party has wrought. They can't look away any longer. Miles Guo is going to talk about, at the end of his presentation, something for the Chinese people and for the victims. He is setting up and going to establish a $100 million fund called the Rule of Law Fund. something that's coming everywhere in the world and it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire it doesn't matter how much money you have what political office what your title is it doesn't matter this virus is coming for you and now we know that the chinese communist party they still lied about it and suppressed the knowledge of this and didn't take action enough and when they took action they were too incompetent to do it correctly and they continue to suppress information and not let the world come in and actually get their hands on this they foisted this crisis on all humanity and now people understand what the Chinese people the noble and decent people in China have been suppressed and what they've gone through for decades and decades and decades now it's come to the rest of the world so it is now time this virus will take down the Chinese Communist Party Declaration of the New Federal State of China. Declaration del Nuevo Estado Federal de China. Declaration de l'État Federal de Nouvelle Chine. Declaration des Neuen Bundesstaates China. Declaration Nouvelle Chinese Federation. Declaration del Stato Federale de la Nuova China.
新中国联邦宣言，序言：我们因爆料革命凝聚在一起，为实现新中国法治、民主和自由而组成喜马拉雅监督机构。三年来，郭文贵先生、史蒂芬·班农先生和亿万战友发起的爆料革命运动，向中国人民和国际社会揭露了中国共产党的非法、邪恶本质与欺骗行径。喜马拉雅监督机构是战友们自愿组成的、没有政治实体的民间团体。它同法治基金、法治社会一样，得到国际社会承认，受国际法保护。是新中国联邦与国际社会合作，捍卫人民自由，保障财富安全，并与世界各国人士建立相互尊重和共同发展之沟通桥梁。消灭中共是正义的需要。中共是共产国际资助的颠覆中国合法政府的恐怖组织，其在中国的集权统治已发展为彻底的反人类暴行，无视人权，摧毁人性，践踏民主，违背法治，撕毁合约，血洗香港，杀害藏民，输出腐败，危害全球。更有甚者，近已中共病毒对全世界发动生化袭击战，严重威胁人类健康与生存。其罪恶至极，天理难容。消灭中共是打碎中国人民的奴隶枷锁和真正实现世界和平之必须。没有中共的新中国联邦是全体人民和世界繁荣之必须。新中国联邦愿景。建议新中国联邦参照西方民主法治体系和相应国际法，在国际机构和喜马拉雅监督机构的共同监督下，制定宪法，建立三权分立政体，一人一票，产生新政府。选举与弹劾制度并存，高效运行，避免巨大的社会动荡和人质灾难。新宪法包含以下内容：一、国家精神、人权。法治自由、言论自由和私有财产神圣不容侵犯。二、追求与世界人民永久和平相处、共同发展。三、教育、养老、医疗是民生基本需求，必须立法予以保障。教育是国之根本。扩大教育投资，西为中用，尊师重教。有教无类。四、保护大自然与动物生态，万物和谐共生。五、对于香港、澳门、西藏等地区，应立即颁布特别自治条例，并严格执行。对台湾，则维持现状，扩大贸易，稳健发展，共同繁荣。六。没收并追缴中共盗国贼集团掠夺的财产，还付于民。七，新政府成立后实施大赦，严重刑事罪犯和反人类罪犯除外。喜马拉雅监督机构的承诺，在新中国联邦宣布成立之际，喜马拉雅监督机构特此庄严承诺。鉴于目前中共依然挟持国家政权。对人民进行各种极端控制。本机构
将为新政府的建立做好一切准备和外联工作，积极联络那些支持新政府筹备的各国家、政党、社团及国际友人，并协调过渡政府与他们的关系，指导和保障新政府筹备工作顺利有效进行。喜马拉雅监督机构。将会一直同国际合法监督机构一起监督新政府依法运行，同时遵守国际法和新政府法律，接受国际相关合法机构的严格监督
how recklessly who benefited this, who owns this, who took these assets from the Chinese people, who profited all this, who looked the other way. However, this will only they will only become acts, they will only become laws, they will only become statutory if we continue to press. And now's the time to what we call in golf, you've got to press the bet. Right? Now's the time to press. And that means to double down. Our reporting's got to be better, the exposure of the lies has to be better, we have to be relentless, it has to be twenty four seven on this. And as we come up on the first anniversary on June fourth of the uh, of the new federal state, uh, I think it's on the run up to that, it's now more than ever where we really have to be exposing this and making sure the intelligent people in the intelligence community that pushing these things up and the politicians that have to approve it, both of those understand that there's a groundswell of support. Uh, to, to, to back and they forced this crisis. They forced this crisis on all humanity. And now people understand what the Chinese people, the noble and decent people in China, have been suppressed and what they've gone through for decades and decades and decades. Now it's come to the rest of the world. So it is now time. This virus will take down the Chinese Communist Party. Mark my words. I not pride myself. I take. I, I understand when I leave this veil of tears. I'm going to have left it all on the field. But we've got to do more. What we're doing is not good enough. It's not tough enough. It's not hard enough. And we allow this and accept it every day. And people are saying, what can I do? First, get engaged. Get your other people engaged. Become woke to the great, great work we have in front of us. Merrick Garland, the prosecutor, from the White House, Garland, and we're going to do, we're going to go on the offense. We're tired of playing defense. We're going to go on the offense on this and stand by. Mr. Mr. By the way, by the way, by the way, you should understand, Nancy Pelosi took, is taking on Donald Trump and Steve Bannon. She ought to ask Hillary Clinton how that turned out for them, okay? We're going on the offense. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Morning. Bannon. Good morning, Mr. Guo. Hello. <laughs> okay, so uh, welcome to the broadcast. I, I want to ask uh, Mr. Bannon first, how's, how's the breakfast? It's, 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 Hank, it's always, it's always very special here to have share a meal with uh, Miles, Brother Miles. You well, eat my food. I ate a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Miles looks so much better. He looks so fit. I look like old Miles. <laughs> Long hair and chubby. Not new Miles. Okay. Glad to hear that. Okay, so, uh, Guo uh, Xiangxiang, you want to say a few words? We'll first ask Guo Xiangxiang to explain to us. You ask me today this day. You ask me two questions, and I'll answer them. Okay, sure. So, Mr. Bannon, um, in 2018, on November 20th, exactly three years ago, here in New York State, in Pierce Hotel, you and the Miles Guo announced establishment for Rule of Law Foundation and the Rule of Law Society. Three years has been passed. 
So there is a lot of changes in the whole world. So what can you share with us behind the scene? What the Rule of Law Foundation has accomplished, and can you share with us some details? I think the most important thing. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me today on this very important anniversary. Second only to 4 June, the foundation,、uh, found,、uh, the foundation and formation of the new federal state of, of China.、Um, Miles and I, you know, Miles had brought to my attention in to the early 2018 this whole thing about disappearing people, suicides,、uh, you know, from senior executives in the Chinese Communist Party to business executives to、uh, movie and film stars. And just everyday people, and when we started to aggregate it up, there were thousands and thousands. And I said that I think that that needs to be brought because the mainstream media is not covering it. I said when you, if this had happened in any other country world, this has happened in Germany, or if this had happened in France, or if this happened in America, it'd be a scandal beyond all comprehension. And I said here it just reinforces the fact that the Chinese people, because of the CCP's influence everywhere, is not. Uh, held accountable, and the Chinese people uh, are just、um, victims of them, and that's what I think started 3 November. So, what's happened? I think that was the very first time, because of the work of, of Miles and other people of the whistleblower movement in the early stages of the new federal state, that we had that screen and actually put faces and stories on、uh, about the Chinese people at every level of society. And since then, that's what I think today. When, when a tennis star is missing or something happens, it's all of a sudden it's a much bigger story, a much bigger story than it would have been things.、So、I think what the, the Rule of Law Society and the Rule of Law Foundation has been able to do over the last three years is to highlight that issue that you have a not a government, you have a group, you have like a mafia, you have gangsters, and they just treat the Chinese people anyway. And so that's why I think this is a very important. And as I was telling Miles this week, it's always a very important date. In the in the in the process of the freedom of the Chinese people to commemorate. Thank you.、Uh, so、um, the the next question will come from Emma. Yeah. Well,、uh, good morning, Mr. Ben and、uh, Mr. Miles.、Uh, it's such an honor to be here. I I've been watching War Room since the beginning, and I'm such a fan. And I'm so honored to be here.、Uh, so、uh, my name is Emma, by the way. Um, and I have a question in regards to the funding. I won't. So, I won't. I promise you, I won't forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you、uh, to the funding. So we know on、uh, November twentieth, two thousand nineteen, when it's the first、uh, anniversary of Rule of Law Foundation, we received ten million dollars within one day. So what, why do you think there are so many people、uh, that are supporting this, and why are they donating donating money to the Rule of Law Foundation? Thank you. I, I, it, because I think that it provides a platform to really、um, point a,、uh, a, a light, a searchlight, on the illegal activities of the Chinese Communist Party, and I think that's why Rule of Law Foundation, you know, in the first anniversary, and then it was such a big part of the、uh, of the、uh, commemoration on the new federal state's first anniversary that we just had this past year. We had all these major officials. In the United States, people in the world have a great affinity for the Chinese people. They don't really understand the struggle of the Chinese people because nobody wants to talk about it. The the the, the influence peddling and control of the Chinese Communist Party 
makes it that these news organizations don't want to talk about it, right? And I think why you've seen this outpouring that, and that principally came from the Chinese people is the fact that there's finally an institutional organization that is dedicated now to start to expose that. And if you look at, particularly in that year from 18 to 19, the great work that, uh, that Miles, uh, Guo, the whistleblowers, the, the rule of law did on H&A, which exposed, you know, exposed the, the corruption and the influence peddling of H&A and where the Chinese people's money has been stolen from them and put into real estate in London and New York and other places. In addition, you had the entire Hong Kong situation, right? The beginning of the Hong Kong situation in May, I think, of 2019. So that year, and that's why I keep telling people here in America, this is a process. What the Chinese people are going through is a process to their freedom, and they're going to be free. They're going to get their own freedom. But if you look at certain dates are important, 3 November, then the next year, but look at everything that took place in, 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 the, in the, you know, Hong Kong, H&A, so many other things. And I think the reason people have supported it is they see that it is a platform, right, a, a platform to basically expose uh, the corruption and the, uh, and the really the evilness of the Chinese Communist Party as it relates to individuals in China. Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Um, well, I have another question in regards to the funding. So we know that a lot of money uh, has been donated. So we're just wondering if you could share a little bit about how the money is spent in terms of you know the procedures in the Rural Law Foundation. Thank you. We know we, we've. I think the, one of the power we have now really a Chinese American and Chinese expatriate board, right? That is very focused on, on what it, what it does, and I think it's a combination. It's exposing its investigations. Uh, it's it's uh, supporting like the uh, the four June uh, uh, the movement, uh, the new federal states, you know, c- commemoration celebration. And so I think the use of proceeds, I think you're also going to see, you know, safe houses. There's been a number of whistleblowers that have come forward that have provided security for safe houses for the ability to get back on their feet, uh, et cetera. So I think there's a whole raft of things that the money is spent for. And I think that quite frankly, that now that it has its sea legs, it ought to get even more aggressive about raising money and getting more resources so it can do more. The more, one thing we understand is that the more that it's exposed of what the Chinese Communist Party has done to the Chinese people at every level. And the, the thing about the 3 November 18 is that I think what shocked people, you had people at the very highest levels of the regime and you had people very highest levels of business and you had people very highest levels of arts and entertainment. And then you had people that were, you know, basically nobodies, Lao Beijing. And I think when they saw the scale of it, remember that that first chart we put up, I think had 500 pictures on it, 300 pictures, and that was just a few. And it shocked the American people. So I think in rule of law society, as you go down, it's always going to be, I think, help more whistleblowers, help more exposure, more safe houses, and just continue to do media and put that out there that – that that is one of the key elements to bring down the regime because you're going to make their partners in the West, in the city of London and Wall Street, very nervous about working with them when it's exposed like that. The last part is just the names themselves. The one thing we know as a matter of fact, not opinion, is that, you know, what Miles calls the new China and the new Chinese, that when the Chinese people have the rule of law, 
right? When they have the rule of law, can live under freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, democracy, rule of law, you know, property rights, personal rights, they thrive. And that's what I think is so powerful about calling it rule of law foundation, rule of law society. We know as an intellectual construct, the Chinese people thrive under the rule of law. Look how throughout the world where they've actually had to leave mainland China, right? Their, their homes and go throughout the world in these foreign countries that are very tough to, you know, it's very tough to make it in the United States. The United States is very hard, particularly if you're a foreigner, right? There's opportunity, but it's just very difficult, particularly if you speak a foreign language. And you look how the Chinese Americans have thrived here, have really thrived. It's been amazing. And in Canada and in New Zealand and in Australia and in England and in Europe. It's, it's quite, it's amazing. And I think that that's the power of the society, both the concept of the rule of law and then the practical natures, whether it's investigations, helping people get out, safe houses, and just continual media exposure. Thank you so much, Mr. Banner. So we were talking about the, the changes in the past three years. Of course, we do see more and more people join the whistleblower movement, join new federal state of China. But at the same time, we do see some betrayals. Some people were left the uh, whistleblower movement, like uh, on November 20th, 2018, right? We have uh, some Lu De and Sasha Gong. Those people betrayed us, betrayed our uh, our whistleblower movement. So what's your take on, on those betrayals? I think if you look at the natural history of movements like this, you're going to have it. Remember, people have different motivations, Right. Some people have motivations. One of the things I, I, I love in working with Miles over the last couple of years, he's been very focused from, from, from day one and actually helped me in my thinking take down the CCP, that it's a transnational criminal organization. I, I'll be honest, in all the years I'd spent in China and all the years I had really been a supporter of the democracy movement, Tiananmen Square, and, you know, was a, uh, uh, you know, hot talking American about anti, I had never made that leap that it was the Chinese Communist Party is not a legitimate regime. It, it's a transnational criminal organization. That, in working with Miles and that concept, that is now very much in the American consciousness and the political consciousness of the United States. It's a huge, huge thing. Remember, in any movement like this, particularly, you have to think of what we're trying to accomplish and what the Chinese people are trying to accomplish with Miles Guo. You're fighting for the freedom of arguably our most ancient and greatest civilization on earth that's 10,000 years old, older than Persia, older than the Hindu in India, older than Egypt, right? And certainly older than the Judeo-Christian West, right? Which are really like younger brothers, right? That greatest civilization and oldest civilization is the last civilization that's still enslaved, that's what keeps saying it's an absurdity. So in that process of something so monumental, remember, and for all the audience of Getter and, and GTV and G News are watching us, a thousand years from now, they will talk about this time period, right? Because the Chinese people are going to set themselves free. Of that is absolutely a fact because you can see every movement of it. And it's going to be very difficult and, uh, and very nasty, right? Because they're entrenched in power. Right. Although it's starting to seep away because of the, the new China and the new Chinese in that process, like in every process like this, you're even, you know, when Christ was on earth, he was portrayed by Judas Iscariot. 
not just was he betrayed by one of his 12, but Peter, his, his closest, denied who he was on the night before his execution. His closest friend and colleague and the one that he gave to carry on the mission for the rest of mankind betrayed him and said, no, I don't know who he is. I don't remember who he is. And think about it. After he was executed and crucified, most of the disciples ran away and hid and say, I don't know who this guy is. So, yes, there are going to be individual betrayals, and it's going to continue. It's not going to stop. Um, and, and here's the thing. History will judge them. History will judge us. And that's why I'm so comfortable and have dedicated my life to this. I feel very comfortable, given all the stuff they attack me for every day, is that we are um, we're on the side of the angels, right? Supporting the Chinese people in their great historical struggle for freedom, finally for the old mankind's oldest civilization to be free like the rest of the world is free. And so, yes, we're going to have betrayals, and you're going to have individuals that you you think um, you know very well. They're going to turn out to be agents or influence or, or just get scared. Remember, this is not for the weak of heart. They're trying to throw me in prison every other week. Right? <laughs> uh, I can just go away and just go party and just leave it and think. No, but my dharma, my duty, my responsibility, I'll be held accountable when I die for all the gifts that were given to me from my parents, uh, from my family, from my country, from my education, from my religion, right, from my associations and having the great um, – Good fortune to go to China as a young man and, and to see it and fall in love with the people and to fall in love with the country. So no, I feel very comfortable about being way to measure and all the, all the uh, toughness of this and all the um, unpleasantness is outweighed by the great fight we have. So and I would tell everybody, there are going to be betrayals. There are going to be people that are weak. There are going to be people that give up. It, that, that doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that we stick, stick, stick to the program. Don't focus on the noise, focus on the signal. And the signal is, we're going to take down the CCP. Of that, is there is no doubt. Thank you so much. Yeah thank, yeah, thank you so much. Well, before I ask a question, I just want to say how touched I was, you know, hearing what you say, because, you know, you are an American, and we are Chinese people. We're fighting for our own people, but you are, you know, an American, and speaking from an American's point of view, you know, you're fighting for the Chinese people, and you're talking about how, you know, this Asian uh, civilization, the people in this, the most ancient uh, civilization, they're still enslaved, and I think it's really, really touching. So thank you so much for, for standing yeah, with us. One last thing about that, just for the audience, is that the American people have a great affinity for China. Since the very first opening of China and in the clipper ships and, 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 and going and Chinese goods and Chinese people and the missionaries. And remember, China was arguably our greatest ally in World War II. You know, nobody talks about and very few people talk about the 10, 20, 30, 40 million Chinese that died f facing fascism, fighting fascism in World War II that died in mainland China. We could have never as a country defeated the Japanese. In the time that we did, that war would have taken 10 years, 15 years. And the war in Asia was more vicious than even the war in Europe, and that was as vicious. This was one of the great uh, conflicts in man's history. But the Chinese people's sacrifice in that war shortened that war by five, six, seven, eight years and also caused their sacrifice in blood allowed Americans to spend less blood 
as much as we spent, the war in the Pacific was very, very, very bloody for the Americans. But having a Chinese ally, so there is, and remember, and our country was torn apart in the, in politically in the late 40s, early 50s because of who lost China. When the Chinese communists took over, remember McCarthy, the, our country went at each other's throats politically because of the affinity for, for China. And so for the Chinese people, there's a great affinity for the Chinese people. In addition, the Chinese American, the Chinese have come here and become American citizens have been such a major positive contribution to American society and culture that it even it makes the bonds of affinity and brotherhood and comradeship even stronger. And that's the new China and the new Chinese. And so that's actually stronger. Remember, I've said we can't free the Chinese people. Only the Chinese people can free the Chinese people. We can assist and help them in their, in their struggle for freedom like the French helped the Americans back in our revolution. Right. That's what we are. And, that, and remember, there is a very strong, very, very strong affinity. And I think that's why it's such a for hawks and super hawks like myself, why we hate the CCP so much because of their brutal, dictatorial, criminal regime of how they made the vi biggest victims of all of it are the Chinese people in China, the country. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Um, shall I continue another question? Yeah. Uh, um, so as you mentioned that, you know, Chinese people also uh, helped a lot during the World War II, and the Chinese people are actually the victims of the CCP regime. And now we're actually under the, under the unrestricted war, which is, you know, the bioweapon that was released uh, by the Chinese Communist Party. So my question is, uh, what is uh, the role of rule of law to reveal the truth of virus and now the COVID-19 vaccine? Could you share a little bit about that? Thank you. Look, um, you know, Miles, once again, was so far ahead of this and telling us exactly what happened in late 19, over that holiday period in 19. Well, he actually warned America when he first came. He warned the West that the Chinese Communist Party was prepared to do things like this. And, and they, they would have no restraints, no restrictions on actions they would take to take down the West, right? Including they didn't care. And this is very tough for Americans to understand. They don't care how many Chinese that they kill in the process. They just don't, as long as they're in control. And so if you see the development of that, of that messaging, which quite frankly was not embraced by the West. You know, if you look at when Miles first came here, if you go back to that very first conference he had in the warning to the West, I would say a lot of that has happened. And our political elites and financial elites and business elites don't want to listen because remember they're in partnership. Many of them are in partnership with them and making money off the slavery of the Chinese people. So they don't want to change the party of Davos and the world economic forum and all the global corporations and wall street. But if you look at when it was really brought to light in late 19 and early 20, it's the whole reason we shifted war room to cover this. And people laughed at us. People in Washington DC said, I'm changing it to pandemic because of Ube province, Wuhan. They said, this is ridiculous. This is you and the crazy Miles Guo again. It's absurd. It's ridiculous. And, of course, a month later, it changed the entire world. And it's changing the world today. Remember, as we sit here on the third anniversary, Austria has announced, Austria, one of the greatest countries in the world, one of the most peaceful and prosperous countries in the world, have announced a full lockdown of every citizen. And on February 1st, they are said they're going to say what Miles Guo warned about. They're going to force vaccinations of every citizen. No choice. 
forced vaccinations on one February of everything, which Miles warned about. And people said, no, that'll never happen. But now you have one of the most stable countries in the world, one of the most peaceful countries in the world, one of the most prosperous countries in the world, saying on one February, every citizen in Austria must be vaccinated. So what I think the last year since the Wuhan CCP virus has come forward is to understand what the West has only come to, to, the, to realization. Since 1949, the Chinese Communist Party has murdered in cold blood 90 to 100 million Chinese citizens through starvation, through torture, through execution, through prison camps, all of it. At least 100 million of its own citizens. No government on earth has ever done that to their own citizens in history. In addition, they've done forced abortions of four to five hundred million Chinese babies. Seventy-five to eighty percent are young Chinese girls. Think of what China, think of how productive China could be if you had, you know, if you had that addition of, of free Chinese. So no, I think what the last year and a half, and, and let me just add one current thing. It's what's so shocking about the kowtow of uh, the Biden regime. They had a four-hour summit on Monday night. And in four hours, not one second, they never mentioned Wuhan. They never mentioned the CCP virus. They never mentioned anything. And that, to me, signals to the world how weak they are and how what desperate straits we are and how the U.S. government has gone from the strength of Trump and the confrontation of Trump to now the complete tributary state and kowtowing. And so, no, I think that the what the last year since since CCP virus came out in January of 20, since we knew about it, it obviously came out earlier. Uh, it's been uh, it's been, I think, the most enlightening year. And I think rule of law, whistleblower movement, new federal state has to make sure that they work overtime for more defectors, more people who know what really happened and can bring evidence particularly bring evidence so that we don't have to have the vaccine, you know, the, the problem with the vaccines because we don't actually know what was in the, um, in, in the virus itself. In addition, I don't think there could be any doubt, any doubt whatsoever that the Chinese Communist Party is prepared to put forward another virus, right? They're, they're completely callous to, to the Chinese people like in Wuhan. Remember, as we sit here today, and I think Miles can correct me, I think the official deaths out of China is something like 3,000. I mean, it's so ludicrous, right? So, no, this is this has been a – and we're in a very dangerous – we're in a very, very, very dangerous time right now. Absolutely. We are at the, uh, the edge of, of uh, the economic collapse, and also we, we uh, our freedom is taken away by all the government. Uh, you were just talking about the, the, the talk between Xi Jinping and uh, um, President Biden. But at the same day, you turn yourself into the court. But uh, outside the court, you are talking, you, you have some very impressive speech. You are talking about, uh, don't pay attention to the noise, taking down the CCP. You are right on the point. So you see this for your whole case, is CCP is behind this behind your indictment. To, to put it in context, for, for particularly for the, the, the our Chinese brethren that are watching this through G, News GTV and Getter, the, 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 on the surface, the case that the West made for assisting China and, and not 
letting the regime collapse at Tiananmen Square. Remember, in the history of the process of the freedom of the Chinese people, why, Tiananmen is so important because it came right after the fall of the Berlin Wall. And it's the Chinese people in many, many cities, young Chinese, including Brother Miles Guo, who as a young man were standing up and said, hey, we can be free just like they threw off the Soviet Union. We can be free. It was the West that supported the regime. It was the Bush administration. Scowcroft came over. General Scowcroft came in 30 days and said, we don't mind that we don't mind the lockdowns. Right. We'll support this regime for economic reasons. And the whole argument that was put forward to the American people, Lao Beijing, the deplorables of the time, is that the more we work with the Chinese Communist Party, the more we're going to change them, the more the economy gets better, the more they see the benefits of capitalism, the more they see open markets, that we will change them and they'll become like us. They'll become a liberal democracy. They will eventually, when they're stable, they will actually allow democracy and rule of law and all those good things that the West has to the Chinese people and everything will be fine. That was a lie. That was a lie. And it didn't happen like that. In fact, I would argue the exact opposite happened. As the globalists became more powerful throughout the world in the West, particularly from the party of Davos, the World Economic Forum, as the globalist corporations and the power of Wall Street became greater, we became more – the our government and, and power structure became more like the CCP. And that's what we said today. We are, we're emulating the state capitalism of the CCP and the authoritarian rule. You know, this week you see in, in Colorado, a gold star mother, which a gold star mother of America is a mother whose son or daughter has died in combat defending the nation. In our society, there's nothing higher than a gold star mother. They are the most American mothers are revered, like in China, because of the centerpiece of the family. But the gold star mothers are revered more than all because of what they've done. The, the FBI went and kicked down the door of a gold star mother who's an election official out in Colorado. The, the FBI went and, and, and investigated and put James O'Keefe and all this. So it's literally out of control. Why? It is emulating the Biden administration is emu and the corporations and Wall Street are emulating the Chinese Communist Party and the Chinese Communist Party rule. Remember, don't let it be lost. This comes at the end of Glasgow. And in Glasgow, the Chinese Communist Party didn't even show up. They didn't even send a video. They sent a little handwritten note. And the whole West is so obsessed with climate change and the progressives and the most liberal people in our society. And the Biden administration said, we will put aside human rights. We will put aside all the problems with the Uyghurs and the Tibetan Buddhists and the underground Christians and the Catholic Church and all of it. We will put that aside if we kowtow, if she will please work with us on climate change and global warming, of which they have no intention of doing because the, the, the regime doesn't care how polluted China is. That's for, Lao, that's for Lao Beijing to deal with, polluted rivers and soil and air, so they don't care. But the globalists, who are the partners of the CCP, want to be more like the CCP. So, yes, I pride myself in being one of the leaders of the anti-globalist movement because one of it is because I'm anti-Chinese Communist Party. And the Chinese Communist Party is the centerpiece of globalism. If you remember anything today, the one thing to remember is that the globalist economic system is based upon the slave labor of the Chinese people. 
If you free the Chinese people, the whole system collapses. And that's the only way we can get to real peace and prosperity. The freedom of the Chinese people, the throwing off their chains, the, the, the re- renouncing, uh, their, their slavery by economic forces throughout the world that are in collusion and partnership with a criminal organization that suppresses them. And so yes, I'm, I'm anti-globalist and, and yeah, yes, the Justice Department, the Biden administration, that's not even as bad. You think they hate me? Wall Street and the global corporations hate me 10 times more, right? And I wear that as a badge of honor. I get energy off that. They are evil, right? They are evil and we are good, right? So I have no problem. In fact, if they didn't hate me, I would say I'm not doing my job. So I want them to throw, try to throw me in jail. I want them to try to suppress my voice. I want them to attack me every day because in doing that, I know that I'm over the target. So no, Monday is just another day, just another day in the struggle. Uh, they attack you means you work, yeah, just like uh, CCP attack Mao school. So uh, we would like uh, Emma to translate briefly. OK,好,就班长先生刚才就主要是说了一下这个中共的一个情况,就是他说1989年的时候这个大学生运动,其实这个造成现在的结果也是因为美国并没有就是 okay, 出手拒绝就是当时的文革先生也参与了这个学生运动当时美国这边西方国家就认为没关系我跟你改革开放当你的人民富裕起来了那你有可能会认识到西方的这些民主法治和自由有多好那你会加入这个民主国家的阵营但
when I look at HCoin and the, and the exchanges and other crypto, I continue to say, when you have central banks and central governments and these governments and the global corporations and the capital markets of the city of London and Wall Street, essentially colluding with the Chinese Communist Party with their out-of-control spending, you're seeing the destruction of these currencies. It's the central banks and the governments that are destroying the dollar and the Chinese currency. So what is a citizen to do? A citizen has a responsibility to his family in a free society to think about their future. And in that future, you have to think of two things, a store of value, whether that's real estate or stocks or bonds, or in this case, crypto, and for the ability to do transactions. And so I think that I tell people, I think it's inversely related that the attraction of H-Coin and the, and, the H- and the Himalaya exchange and other cryptocurrencies are driven by the actors that are in charge. And I think that that's why the future of those is going to be, is going to be strong. And it's not that I'm telling people we must go buy it today. I'm saying you must study it and look at it because if you don't, you're going to be wiped out because the people in charge are so reckless. What we're doing here in this country right now with spending under Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden is almost financial crimes. There is no ability to pay for this whatsoever. This is just going to be increasing in debt, increasing in debt, and making generations that come in America debt slaves, just like in China. It shouldn't be lost in you while, while we're going through this, these perturbations in the economy, the, the whole scam of the Chinese Communist Party mismanagement of the Chinese economy with the shadow banking. And, you know, Miles has done a great job of the real estate bubble. And what do you see in these videos? Lao Beijing. Chinese citizens have worked their fingers to the bone. And what, what little they have, they've saved 50 cents on every dollar because there's no safety net. And in that, they've tried to do what they've been told, put it in assets. They put it in real estate. And now they go to these companies, they can't get their cash, and they can't get their real estate. And it's all about to collapse, and they're going to be wiped out. And the Lao Beijing in America that are, have invested in these financial companies have put money in, they're going to be wiped out. And the elites aren't going to have any problem whatsoever. That's the problem in the world economy. This is not a conspiracy. It's the way the system works and the way we've allowed it to work. So, no, I think that crypto and particularly things that have blockchain and real security are going to be in the future sources of exchange, right, mediums of exchange for transactions and ultimately a store of value. And the reason is because the central banks and these governments have forced people to do it. And they're going to continue to force. We, we haven't seen the ability to stop it. We try to fight and stop it every day in war room, but it's uh, it's metastasizing. So that's why I think every citizen in the world owes themselves to go find out as much as possible about it. They have to get information. They have to. Now is a time in your life you just can't be. If you're passive about your own financial situation, you're going to get run over. Because nobody in the world, whether you're in China, mainland China, or whether you're in the United States, no one has your interest in mind. So you owe it to yourself and your family to think through what's going. And I think that's why crypto is going to explode even more. 
我们每一个人我们自己要去了解这个虚拟货币的一个情况因为如果我们不了解的话我们辛辛苦苦赚下来的钱去买房子去做股票最后一分钱都拿不到就是因为我们最上面的人精英的人他们已经是非常的疯
啊，那种感觉你们是今天完全想象不到的。范德先生今天第一感觉就是，当年我们去呃这个租那个那个林肯中心啊，我们要签合同了。林肯中心的董事就是陈国军，陈峰的哥呃哥哥。啊，然后就给我们取消了。范东先生说：“哎，麦奥斯，你为什么这么干呢？”我说：“这叫中国人呢啊，指东打西。”范东先生最喜欢的就是皮尔酒店呵呵。我说我们去呃皮尔酒店。作为一个在美国的范东先生，在美在美国受一个共产党间谍特务这么欺负，他是白宫的范东先生啊，美国的大师，但一个中国的 spy 就能把范东推向外面去。你看他有多夸张，是吧？当三年前的中共。在美国，在世界 ，action A before bye bye bye， 而白东先生无法想象一个吹的那贵，咱怎么能把他干掉呢？他这人怎么杀掉他呢？你有什么证据呢？他最早看到那些那些视频啊、照片呢、啊，就这个就这个短暂的幺幺二零前面就是小半年到一年的这个这个认知，是白东先生对于消灭共产党、对中国的文化、对共产党的邪恶和西方的渗透。都从每一件事上，包括也体会咱们爆料革命的这种坚持执着啊。然后我们开会的时候，之前呃，包括安全部门的警告啊，有人要杀害呀、啊，要危害呀、啊。共产党，你说那时候你们从来都不知道的，我最起码一个小时能接到两到三个电话，莫名其妙的发信息啊，你会死掉的，下一步会杀掉你啊。然后我知道你下一步会走哪条街呀、啊，是吧？然后把班农你们都会干掉啊，放毒啊。这些事情都是每时都是发生，不是每天，是每时啊，从来没有一秒钟动摇过我们啊。最后大家知道，皮尔酒店开了那个成功的会，所以今天这个幺幺二零的日子呢，我们看到今天在坐在这里的时候呢，这个世界已经是大变了。最大的变化是什么？刚才班农先生讲的，我想说的是，第一个，当年我们讲的幺幺二零是王建事件，还有成立法治基金、法治社会。还有战友们的爆料革命，谁想到在三年之后，共产党不仅杀掉了王健，他杀掉了世界几百万人，几亿人现在啊都染上了病毒。啊，我们成立了法治基金、法治社会，在美国、在西方合法的呼吁，啊，我们是第一个告诉世界，冠状病毒是共产党的生化武器的，我们是最早告诉。冠状病毒不是最重要的，疫苗灾难才真正是重要的。我们在跟班农先生最早告诉世界的，共产党在美国的影响的势力，华尔街金融无处不在。班农身上就能体现出来，一次一次的被抓，是吧？啊，就能体现出来啊。而且这个事情再看我们幺幺二零啊，幺幺二零，班农先生最早提出来成立法治金 ，Rule of the Law。弱化的 society， 但是他他创建出来，他这个大世纪的这个半农先生的脑子不是一般的人啊。然后再看当时我们这个王健的这个我们的全球的调查和情报能力和执行能力，可以说到今天为止天下无双。第三个是当时齐民贼共产党对我们的造谣和威胁啊，到达了可以说是到现在也没有人敢相信能发生在美国这种程度。就是体现了共产的全世界的流氓主义啊，黑社会主义。那么更重要的事情，悲哀的，全世界被完全的共产党渗透，媒体渗透，金融渗透，政府渗透，没有听到我们用生命啊，用不顾一切的向西方传达的声音，那就导致了最后的冠状病毒和疫苗。
啊。所以当个半头先生，我们今天坐在这的时候，世界真的是走向了人有地球以来最大的灾难，比恐龙我觉得还恐怖。恐龙一震一下死了，它是无，它是没有办法的自然灾害。我们这是让你死不了、活不了的恐惧之中。而更重要的事情，新中国联邦。和半农先生，我们今天背后这个墙，你看半农先生这个旗啊，还有你们背后的盖特啊，以及我们今天的直播，当年我们的直播技术和直播团队啊，还有今天刚才一开始青藤说在我们自己的办公室，还有一个今天是我们在全世界的关注度和影响力，还有今天这个经济能力和团队能力，以及在全球的我们这正义的形象和传出的声音，这都是用任何语言无法形容的。每时每刻啊，我们都是改变了人类和世界。但是这个当中有一个最重要的就是班农先生啊，班农先生不但他支持中国人，他父亲、他兄弟、他妹妹啊，全家啊，我都支持新中国人老百姓啊。而且班农先生冒着生死威胁，创建法治基金、法治社会，然后一起创建一切啊。我们新中国联邦人可以说第一次向中国人展示了，我们不是说白人。要么就是我们的敌人，要么就是我们的奴隶啊，要么就是奴隶我们的主人，不是这个关系。我们平等相处，我们可以互敬、互爱、互尊啊，而且我们完全没有种族观念的。和半农先生在推行全球的啊，这个整个全球的平民主义，包括推行我们的新中国联邦，新中国联邦，这是一个前所未有的，而且我们没没流一滴血。啊，没有死一个人，所以说今天在这个时候，我们跟半农先生坐在一起的时候，这个世界上最重要的就是用今天啊，你来看过去发生的历史，来对比过去的历史啊，再看到你看我们今天当时新闻发布会出现的那些人当中啊，现在很多人已经都背叛了这个，这是很正常的，就像我们每天要吃饭要拉屎一模一样的，吃了就得排啊，经过筛选整个的营养成分以后，一定有东西排出去的。我们排除的，现在你知道的九指腰、入大脑片、舌腰炎是吧？我们排除这什么火鸡拱，这是很正常。如果不排的话，这个革命的结果肯定是那就更糟糕了，是吧？人类、大自然都是优胜劣汰的，这是一个正常的自然现象。但是要看到为什么半农先生还能跟我坐在一起啊？为什么半农先生今天还能这样的激情，还有这样的影响力啊？就当时 FBI 的人跟我说，说你们中国人就要脸，要面子。全世界只有美国一个 Steve k i n b a n n o n 他说被人家给打到地上是 eat shit， 然后班农到了 Europe， 一过头也就弄了 FBI 的 C， 然后欧洲回来以后 Number One Hero，FBI 说他从来没要面子，但 Steve b a n n o n never want to say give my face，I don't care face，just want to win， 他就 say give my face，but the face is so fake，face is fake，nothing， 所以说班农先生。人家赢，你说哎，别人说人家班农就是就是英雄啊，是吧？那么班农先生即使经历这么多事情啊，从来没有见到有一点点犹豫过，一点点犹豫过。这是我们一个学习的一个人格的好榜样。说他是种族主义啊 ，research。班农先生是 America only one white people hundred percent support Chinese。I never get the feeling you're racist. Never, never, never. Okay, 120 days with you together, one boat, one life, 24 hours sleep together. <laughs> <laughs> I never get the feeling you're racist. <laughs>
Where are you? Where are you? You think of Yammer Rises? Fanu Yammer Tonglai Mayo. Well, then that was the Zongu Chish. Well, Lord Richard, I take you hamburger, take you beef. So, you know, Jinga, I can't take a Jinga Fashion to the Shishing Road. Tong Bing Du Yi Miao, Sanyan Hold the Yaya Arling, her Tang Shoda, you know, remember, uh, 2018, 11, 20, the people take this. Mouse Gore Reaper, Mouse Gore no, Reaper. Outside, outside. Outside, yeah, you know, CCP is every day. Every day. Let's see what you can do. One of the people who is in 还有我们今天的唐岛是无数个今天上节目的啊全球的啊我们今天比昨天好不是明天更美好是今天比昨天好是China CCP always the talk to Chinese people is oh tomorrow must better today we want to say new visitors say no we today better than yesterday better than three years ago but this is real right we don't give you the dream only only left in the dream that's the liar we will see three years ago. No, the girls. She is the English teacher. Qingteng is a, is a big family. It's a very good, but it's the gay style. Oh, we are funny. <laughs> so we are friends. Some brothers. Look at you know, every globally, the ranch, the farmer. Mm-hmm. You know, we are the everywhere. More the Chinese put together, young generation, old generation. All the you know different nationality we together. That's totally changed, totally different three years ago. Yes. So this is why we see see today we competed for three years ago we much better three years ago. Yes. Everything's changed. So definitely tomorrow is much better. Yes. Now we have edge coin to the moon, right? This is everything is we can to the moon. <laughs> so you look at you, more handsome, sir. Seriously, I think Stephen Bannon is more handsome than before three years ago, more strong three years ago. That's one hundred percent okay. Also, eat the food more than three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too much. No, that's a good. That's a your energy. I I respect now. So, I really seriously. So, I said, "Ben, when we are here, 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 when we we are before, you know, it's the nine finger girls, you know, big head, Luda, and a snake, yeah, treasure. I said, that's good, natural. You eat the food, you need to put all the shit. There's no shit out, you must be dying. So this, this is the shit. Natural process. <laughs> natural process. So I really present the shit. Before, shit also gives we our energy, right? That's why we don't care. So, this is a natural process. This is a natural process. We really appreciate natural process. And the sneakers, yeah? <laughs> sneakers, yeah. I'm sorry, brother. I make too much trouble with you because this. Sasha Gun. <laughs> Sasha no, Gun. No, 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 Sasha no, 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 Gun. No, no. You love all Sasha Gun. to me by Miles Gun, brother Miles Gun. <laughs> 他一辈子没有过女性的丑闻,从来没有过,就来自我们新中国联邦开始啊。然后呢, Great, great job with creating new federal state. Well, that's because of the great people that yeah. have come around. The Chinese have come around new federal state. It's been amazing. Uh, sir, you you don't understand. I day one time you don't understand. That is the big. I think the last uh, five years since the I'm a whistleblower uh, movement. 
Uh, I think that's that's number one big because Chinese they have not 70 years. I think since 1913, mm-hmm. 1912, mm-hmm. Paris contract, mm-hmm. you know, China Li Dazhou and the China CCP member from Russia. They say, oh, we anti this the contract. Then we want the democracy. We want the rule of the law. So it's called uh, five, uh, uh, May Four mm-hmm. Democracy yes. Movement. Yes. This is from China. It's more than 100 years. But the China, China never tried to try create a new government. Right. Democracy, you know, as the government, we are doing now. It's after 100 years. This is the CCP. And in the China created called movement. They cheater we are. All the China, Chinese, they created the fake dictator yes. government. That's why you, I mean, this well, is the what so impressed me was the, if you look at the first couple of years of the CCP and compare it to just the first year, our commemoration at the World Trade Center, <laughs> which was to me amazing. You had, you know, Mike Lindell, General Flynn, you had so many, Peter Navarro, Jack Pasovic and his wife who speak perfect Mandarin. Right. It was that that that, that commemoration was so powerful. And the fact that you had so many American leaders of the Trump movement uh, show up and give her their time to show up. As I said, if that's the first year and everything that the new federal state has done in that in the interim, has just been incredible. So, no, it's very, very impressive. Uh, no, it's, you listen, you English speak more than me better. Oh, you're. Miles' English was very good when I met him, but it's excellent now. Excellent. So this is my all the tears. I'm going to say here. Ah, you guys are saying is that I think today is just the beginning. Today we have 17 hours broadcast, maybe. So, ah, we lost, you know, time. We need to talk. We need, uh, you know, a lot of people joining the today the, you know, anniversary the 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 time of the show. Many people, they love you. So today we are first listening to you and, uh, before the 11 o'clock, uh, you need to uh, have a lot of new opinions about new federal state. Yes. Rule of the law. Also talk to, we are brother, sister, old family. So I, every day, you know, I talk too much. They don't like listening to me. <laughs> they like you, you know. <laughs> so I don't want to. How is the two shit? Serial Yan Lu, the Lu, the Sasha Gung. Natural process. <laughs> natural process. <laughs> you, you is higher. You, you high. <laughs> you talk high political. Yeah. Uh, you know all this is the take down the CCP. Now let's talk about what we're going to talk about. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. I don't know why today is too emotional. I just wake up, always think yesterday, three years ago, I want to cry. Too emotional. I want to try control me, control me. Don't too child's, you know, styles. Same with my mothers, always, you know, like her cry. So now, they still have a question to ask you, sure. master. You may continue, please. Uh, uh, Wen Keqian, that we may now play a five-minute interview, and then we'll come back. We'll have Chang Dao and Qmei come back and continue to host. 然后再问。好的，看个视频好了。OK， 五分钟是吗？五分钟。Yeah, Mr. Bannon, we'll play a five-minute video. Yeah, yeah. We'll come back. Yeah. Thank you. You want to go back?
，我们现在成立一个一亿美元的叫中国法治基金会，基金会主席，我很荣幸的希望斯蒂芬·班农先生来出席的主席，专门来拯救啊，来帮助中国所有被残害、被法律不公平对待、被所谓的反腐运动以黑反反贪、以警治国啊。这个以贪反贪的这些被陷害的人，给他们公平，拯救他们，给他们自由。Because as you will see today, everything that Miles Guo has said about HNA and everything he has said about the Chinese Communist Party and everything he said about Chinese Communist Party leaders in relation to the aiding and abetting of the reckless growth of HNA is true. He is setting up and going to establish. A 100 million dollar fund called the Rule of Law Fund. Xiao Zhong, Chinese Republic of China, Hong Kong Special Administrative
ladies and gentlemen, I think it's the biggest compliment we've ever got. Anybody wants to divide the Chinese Communist Party from the Chinese people, General Secretary Xi, first off, the tell is you actually had to go do that. You had to do that. This is stunning. And I'm so glad with the work of G News and G Media, Miles Guo, and all the team of whistleblowers, New Federal State, the War Room Pandemic Team, a hat tip to AVN. We have forced, arguably, the second most powerful guy in the world to have to come out and start to make his case. Well, sir, just a small thing. Let's tear, let's tear down the great firewall of China and let's see what the Chinese people actually say. Because I'm telling you, what we see on our side of the football is that from all the expatriates, they detest you. Okay? This is not about the Chinese people. The Chinese people are heroic. Lao Beijing, all hundred names is just like the deplorables. They're heroic. You've enslaved them. And if, if you haven't enslaved them, just do one simple thing. Tear down the firewall. The Chinese people are among the most noble, hardworking, family-oriented, terrific people on the face of the planet. And their, their, their history of when they're allowed to have freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and freedom of assembly, and property rights in the rule of law is unparalleled, second to none, in Hong Kong and in Taiwan, in Southeast Asia and Singapore, in London, and in the United States of America. Miles Guo says, action, action, action. The Chinese people are not children. The China is an ancient civilization. It's a noble people. It's a good people. And if you support the Chinese Communist Party, you're racist. If you support the Chinese Communist Party, you're a nativist, you're a xenophobe. have a Chinese Communist Party problem. They're just like the Nazis. They're just like the fascists. They're just like... Take down CCP! Take down CCP! Take down CCP! Take down Because I think if you, if you want to make an impact in the world, you have to understand both institutions and I think the flow of history. And one of the ways to do that is through the lives of great men and women, and particularly the struggles. And what you find when you study is that every one of them that became great over time or beloved over time had insurmountable obstacles in front of them and how they, what they had to do to overcome those. And that's why I picked up in history and also the cycles of history. That certain times, you know, like the Bible says, there's going to be certain times of unity and there's going to be certain times of disruption. And, the famous debate where we brought the women to Clinton accused. That was your deal? A hundred percent. You wanted to do that for a while? A hundred percent. Why? Because I thought if you're going to go after Donald Trump for his, for his words, let's have the Clintons defend Clinton's actions. Those women wanted to confront Clinton for the longest period of time, and yes, 
I was very prepared. Looking for an I was very prepared to give them the opportunity. And boy, we had one in that debate because we had we had the trap set, and they walked into it. What does this say about Steve Bannon? He's a good counter puncher. I'm a fighter. I'm a street fighter. Okay, I'm a street fighter. And if I'm in a fight, I'm going to win. And Donald Trump's a street fighter. And you fighter. do. Populism is anti-elitism. It's anti. Uh, crony capitalism. It is basically the voice of the people in this country saying that we uh, that there is a corrupt, permanent political class in Washington D.C., inextricably linked to the financiers on Wall Street and the, the, the tech, uh, the, the high-tech community in Silicon Valley and in Hollywood. We're in an economic war with China. Okay, not a trade war. China's been economic war with the West, and they are, they are a, not authoritarian, they're a totalitarian mercantilist system. They always talk about this international rules-based order, but the Chinese don't play by any rules. They don't have any internal uh, rules. It's a completely totalitarian regime, not the Chinese people, the regime. This is deeper than trade. It's a combination of one belt, one road, which is this infrastructure project to unite the Eurasian landmass. It's made in China 2025 which is the convergence of advanced chip design, artificial intelligence, and robotics, where they will take over advanced manufacturing, and it's Huawei and the 5G rollout. The convergence of all three of those are trying to make China an economic hegemon for the 21st century and essentially use their kind of totalitarian mercantilist system to replace free market capitalism of the industrial democracies. These are, remember, this is the way the Chinese Communist Party skims cash off the top. It's the state-owned industry, and that China's greatest export is deflation. It's overcapacity and deflation. Let them call you racist. Let them call you xenophobes. Let them call you nativist. Wear it as a badge of honor, because every day we get stronger and they get weaker. Thank you very much. God bless America, and vive la France. Merci beaucoup. Miles Guo is going to talk about, at the end of his presentation, something for the Chinese people and for the victims. He is setting up and going to establish a $100 million fund called the Rule of Law Fund. Well, that ends today. And it ends because one man's prepared to stand up and say he's not prepared to tolerate this and he will use every asset at his disposal to bring truth to this, to make sure the Chinese people do not come under any more assault as they're already coming from the Chinese Communist Party and the senior leadership of the CCP. Virus is something that's coming 
everywhere in the world. And it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire. It doesn't matter how much money you have, what political office, what your title is. It doesn't matter. This virus is coming to you. And now we know that the Chinese Communist Party, they still lied about it and suppressed the knowledge of this and didn't take action enough. And when they took action, they were too incompetent to do it correctly. And they continue to suppress information and not let the world come in and actually get their hands on this. They foisted this crisis on all humanity. And now people understand what the Chinese people, the noble and decent people in China, have been suppressed and what they've gone through for decades and decades and decades. Now it's come to the rest of the world. So it is now time. This virus will take down the Chinese Communist Party. Every day, hammer, 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 particularly for Lao Beijing, all the Chinese, why she talks that, why the criminal she talks to Biden today. Remember, take down the CCP forever I get her. I want to thank everybody. <笑>谢谢各位 好，那我们的卡利西先来吧。卡利西，好，尊敬的战友们，大家好，今天非常非常的荣幸，呃，和我们伟大的斯蒂芬·班农和我们的文贵先生同框同心，呃，作为呃二零一八年十一月二十日，
。好，呃呃，从2017年文贵先生第一次出来爆料保命保财报仇，就是用自己的生命、自己家人的生命、自己亲人的生命、自己员工的生命、自己积蓄的亿万的财产灭共的资本作为抵押，而且一分钱没有带到海外，然后从419的断播到。呃，这个就是呃，说这个黑暗降临美国，到幺幺二零，说到呃，这个盗国贼对呃人民的这个生命的威胁、财产的威胁，会对整个世界的威胁。那么到我们今天，这一切爆料革命都是让我们草根我们平民和班农先生代表的是全世界的草根平民，克服恐惧。啥？就是他们的恐惧，我们的不恐惧就是他们的恐惧，然后就是让我们草根平民拿到我们的力量，找回我们的力量。我们每一个人都很了不起，我们每一个人都非常有力量，都非常伟大。我们是有上天的主人，但是我们地球上是没有主人的，就是为了咱们这个真正草根崛起的运动，所以他非常的荣幸。那么，呃，二零一八年的幺幺二零，非常荣幸的到了皮尔酒店的现场，看到了班农先生和文贵先生的全球灭共的大联盟。今天我们看到，从那儿开始，我们看到了我们的，呃，我们的这个从郭媒体到 GTV 到盖特，那么从我们的喜币的上市到我们的喜喜马拉雅储备，到我们的喜金融，这个我们的明天下正在崛起，非常荣幸。<笑>感谢感谢感谢杨丹和女士。好，接下来我们有请安红女士来跟大家打个招呼。可以讲英文啊，你可以讲英文，你们能讲英文最好讲英文，拜托了啊。Yeah, that's great. Uh, I'm just to say, say, um, hello to everyone. And unbelievable, three years has been passed already. Um, I do believe there are only one truth at the end, and the time will be tell everything. And I'm so proud of myself and with the whole teams still fighting and still a soldier and a face to face AP. We are only gonna one target and never change. Take it down, CCP. Thank you. <笑>好，谢谢安红女士。那我们后面最后一位有请我们啊，不是最后一位，大会还没开始。那我们先请那个木兰吧。因为木兰大家也知道，就是从呃爆料革命爆料革命一开始就一直追随，而且是默默的做贡献，同时她也是咱们法治基金的这个董事，所以我们请木兰女士跟大家打个招呼。木兰，好的，七哥好，班农先生好，今天非常荣幸能够参加这个幺幺二零呃三周年纪念的活动。呃，我非常的激动，呃，因为在三年前，我们亲亲历了这个呃，七哥在当着呃全世界的很多大媒体的这个呃的讲台上，第一个华人宣布我们要消灭中共，呃，提出了这个呃，向向全世界的呃媒体呃告诉了他们这个王健之死的真相。嗯、呃，都让我们的非常的震撼。呃，那一天，呃，我一直的呃都在我的脑海当中，就像昨天发才刚刚发生一样。嗯，而且可能我们大家可能呃，可能有些都忘记了，就是就在发布会的当天
，嗯，那个其实，在那个香港的高等法院，呃，向郭先生发出了冻结命令，冻结了郭先生八十七亿港币的资产。呃，就是，但是就是在这样的呃压力下。啊、呃，我们的七哥仍然是坚持召开了这个展发布会，嗯嗯，呃，向世界展示了我们华人要消灭中共的这个决心，嗯、呃，谢谢。啊、呃，同时我也非常感谢班农先生一直在啊、呃、支持我们华人灭共的这个事业，呃，每天的战斗史，早上一场，晚上一场，呃。非常的感恩，谢谢。好，谢谢木兰。第四个 no studio picture。好，那我们大卫可以了吗？好。Hello。呃，大家好 ，Mr. Bannon。呃 ，the first of all, thank you for Mr. Bannon standing with us in the darkest of time. And in the past three years, we have seen the、uh, we have been the fighting side by side with the CCP, and we see the CCP is falling down, and now the federal state of China gets stronger and stronger day by day. And there are now、uh, the countless the recent people and join us. So today、uh, we are very proud of you and、uh, my comrade and Miss、uh, Miles Wall. And、uh, we will fight for the justice and the freedom. We will fight for the, our 1.0 billion people, and we will fight for the rules of law. Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Uh, 感谢文贵先生，感谢我们的战友们。呃，这三年我们经历了这么多血雨腥风，但是我们回头看这些岁月，我觉得对我们每个人都是一个宝贵的成长和经历。最关键的是，我们看到了共产党是如何这三年。逐向的、逐步的走向灭亡。看到我们爆料革命，看到我们新中国联邦，看到我们法治基金是如何的成长，这就是中国的民意、世界的民意。在真相面前、正义面前，我们做到了，我们展示给了世界。还有文贵先生带领的我们这场伟大的爆料革命。所以呢，我作为普通的一员，一个普通的战友，我以此为荣。呃，今天参加到这个节目里头，也是特别感谢我们的兄弟姐妹。就像今天这样的一个直播，我们。那些真正的老战友、真战友从没有离开，他们熬了这个一夜，大家都在准备今天这个节目。这就是这三年真正的跟着文贵先生，真正跟随爆料革命的人，他们都在那里。只有那些渣子们被我们淘汰了，但是这就是我们灭共面前必然面对的。所以今天再次感谢文贵先生，感谢班农，感谢所有的战友们啊！我们感激感恩，我们一起灭共，永远不忘了我们这个目标。Take down CCP， 谢谢。好的，谢谢谢谢我们几位嘉宾啊。那我们今天知道，就是三年以前，从呃二零一七年，文文先几乎就相当于一人战一国。但是到了今天，我们追随文文先，逐渐有很多数以千计万计的战友站出来，然后甚至呃像我们一样露脸出来，毫不畏惧的在面对这个共产党。好好，而且我们非常有信心。第二个就是我们也随之应声呃应声而出的，就是我们七系列不仅我给我们带来了这个财富，还要给我们带来灭共的这个更强的信心。所以我相信文文先生今天的感触也很大，因为三年前他在幺幺二零现场的时候，并没有很多的战友站出来。
今天本来想听穆兰叫床声的<笑> 多过所有的亲民贼和共产党所说的数习近平晚上就打电话骂刘延平啊I, I tell them you before day one, 2017, I first time, you know, I talked to video, you know, broadcast and whistleblower. As a Xi Jinping is the, in the, is the Minon, is the Minan, is called, is Liu Yanping, is the, they pick up from Xi Jinping call him, same as the Trump called the, you know, this is the garbage guy, you know, I mean, who are you? I said, I'm a Xi Jinping. I said, ah, it's a fuck you, wake up. Moscow is in the broadcast. It's 400 million people watch the video. This is mm. big, mm. right? So day one, I know how many Chinese love us. They want to take down CCP. Yes. That's why day one, I have the confidence from the part. I know Xi Jinping scared us. CCP scared us. And the Chinese, many people, the inside, they want the CCP. That's no choice. Only one party, one government, one regime. That's why. Day one, I have the confidence from this the data and the information. This is the most So it's the diversity before year 11, 20, only 100 people in the there. I say, this, this is not important. 100%, 200% in the, the, during the meeting, not a point. Point is, I, day one, I know, in China, more than 100 million, half Chinese, and now I think more than 90% Chinese want to take down the CCP. That's very important. So today, you look at the, in the screen, just the, we are eight people. I think China more than 100 million people. Mm. I think more than 1 billion people, they seriously want to take down CCP. That's the we are, have the confidence of the reason. That's the source. 我觉得最重要的兄弟姐妹,今天你们要相信,从第一天七哥是否是对是错的,是否是神经病。啊。不可能,绝对不可能。My master, impossible, Miles, impossible, nothing happened in America. 而且班头先生说了,你还没等开呢就被你抓起来了。
，一般都像这么说的话。Miles， 你要开就跟那儿就抓起来了。我说半头先生，不管发生什么，我们都会开。最后半头先生晚上连夜在那块就跟我一个半头，因为我也熬到 over the night， over the night， over the bodyguard bench。你们不知道背后有多少故事啊，那些细节太多了啊。你们还很多照片资料还没看到呢，很多信息还没公布呢啊啊！多了去了，你看到那个表面，真的是一点一点，仅仅一点啊！这就是今天你看我跟班头坐在这儿的时候，你看好像三年一晃就过了一千天。Say three years ago, just the one thousand two hundred days. Short time and also very long.、Mm-hmm. The world is big change, right? 所以说大家要看到，当你今天在直播的时候，你到再过三年后看今天，又是天大的事。完全不一样这个世界啊！那么今天我想说，今天我特别大家要记住，不是因为杨丹和老师、安红妹妹、大卫、我们的木兰妹妹、卡利西作为老同志在这儿，好像怎么着？就我刚才班头说的，人吃饭都要排的，他班头先生话自然自然现象，他就得拉出像蛇腰炎、九指腰、呃入大脑片这种屎，我们要接受这种，这是个基本逻辑。第二最关键的事情，我们从来不孤独。啊，我可以就刚才我离开，我去出去有,有信息。某个，我刚才给班农先生他也认识。某个跟班农先生原来就在马拉哥会议上见面人跟我说，全家二十一口人都在看现在的直播。<笑>然后让我转告班农先生，刚才我给他说了，说班农先生可以减肥，不能减太肥。This I told you, you know, give us you, you can lose weight, not too much。啊，不让他减太多肥。你想，全家二十一个人。都在那块儿，现在看出，告诉我啊！所以说，兄弟姐妹一定要记住，不是因为今天出来了安红、卡利西啊，也不是木兰、大卫兄弟，你们是代表人物，一定要相信背后的全中国人百分之九十的人和九十五以上人，绝对他会最终接受，发自内心想干掉共产党，这是你们今天一定要明白的。这是七哥最想让你知道，就包括班农先生，他绝对相信美国人最终全部都选择呃干掉共产党。但是 I want to say we must be hundred percent believe and ninety nine percent and more than ninety percent Chinese seriously they need and for the benefit for security for family everything must be taken down CCP. Yes. Also same you uh you you are always believe all the American only one choice. Solve the any American poverty for American family. Everything is the long-term security, you know, peaceful must be taken. Must must take down, no doubt. That's you and me. This is we are face, right? That's you and me the face. 这是我们第一天的，不是半农给我上床一百二十天。Not you sleeping with me one hundred twenty days. <laughs> we are afraid to take down this. Separate cameras. <laughs> Separate cameras. Some beef reason beef. Uh, uh, not for the beef, just a joke. So we want to take down CCP. This is absolutely, this is a common faith. Everyone, no matter how much you talk, no matter who is rich, don't forget this topic. Ban Nong s I talk all the friends. I say day by day, you know. I talk a lot of people before they hate you. Now they love you. I told them, I guarantee you, Steve Kimball never work for the benefit, not driven by purpose, you know, benefit, not driven by food, not driven by the owners. It's driven by 
is to solve the globally poverty, is to take down the evils, China, government, CCP. That's why I talk to everybody. Why? This is why too many people love you now. You have a word rule. I give you a good sales. 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 证明给别人，大家想想这个法治基金，我们花了多少钱？哎 ，Sir， you need to know we are day one three years ago we we are citing this is the rule of the law this is the rule of the law society we in the Asia in the last year we are buy the mask you know AP you know PPP、yes. everything more totally more than three hundred million we give in Asia in global. This is not a 100 million deal. We give the more than 300 million. The first year only inside. Now and the broadcast, everybody can improve. How many masks we send to inside China? One time, 300 million pieces send、wow. all over the China. Wow. In Mulan here, Mulan knows. Everybody knows this. Everybody. But we don't put the money go to the Rule of the Law Foundation because we need to buy in Asia. We need to send to our China. All the global, Japan, India, Africa, Europe, everywhere. Same now, we buy the medicine. Some money is from the Rule of the Law Foundation. Some money is from personally and the family trust, right? We over the 100 million, the you know, is the money donate. Wow, that's it big. We need to know that we donate. We donate. No including where all the you know small donate and the, you know we are brother sister donate. So we are brother you know sister donate more than fifty million cash in America, I think. So we outside as more than three hundred million dollars. Wow. So we totally two hedge fund three hundred fifty million. That's really big. We no one legally issue. No one is trouble from IRS. We hundred percent can guarantee every dollar pure money is used anti CCP protector. We are all the brother sister and build China have a rule of the law and the visible movement. Hundred percent we can guarantee. Right? That's the today. This is the first time I talk about this member and where go to money, where from the money. So I believe will is the five ten years. It's the rule of the law and the foundation. It's a big help. We are new federal state in the、yes. globally. You know, get more people. You know, connected new federal state. You know, can representative new Chinese and new democracy China. The you know government. I think so. So, I think the Foundation of Law has meaning in this. Today, we will talk about this. And then, one one twenty. The most important thing today, we will talk about. 那些今天丹河老师、安红、戴卫、木兰、卡利西的老战友在现场。啊，还有当时没到现场的长岛哥和 Q 妹 ，Q 妹十几年前跟他孩跟他跟他老公都已经是支持七哥了。The girls, the Q 妹 is the musician. 嗯哼 ，more the fifteen. 啊 ，as two thousand eight, they work in the Pangu. 啊 ，this the you know piano musician. This is the in the Pangu. Maybe you meet her before in the Pangu. And her husband also is now me more the. Fifteen years ago, and they they have the sign. Yes, but all the pangu. So they more than three years. Suppose us, suppose me. 
How do they recognize you from your Pangu days? Totally different. Long hair, very chubby. No, she's not a big change. No, she's, you. No, I'm uh, oh, she's not crazy. She's the first time watching me in the broadcast. She don't know it's the mouth of Exactly. She's the first thing. Who are, who are you? This is obviously this is the Pangu ball mouth of Gua because see the words, very dirty words. See? Very, ah, Yoni, the Mushoya, Yungwen Dansa, the Mushoya Yoni, ah. I think I'm really good to protect me. So CCP, now me really is the same other part of CCP. Don't, don't, don't want to kill me. I like it easy. <laughs> kill me. So that, that's why we are here. We're not from yesterday, not from 30 years ago. We're from 30 years ago. We have the mission in the heart. We have a mission, you know, we, we really have a mission from the, you know, kidnap me, you know, in the, in the jail. And Tiananmen Green. We are blood from Tiananmen Green. We are blood, you know, this is the, because the NACCB from my mother, my father, my family. And your brother. And the brother. This is very important. So this, this you cannot say is a fake. Rizzi, but it can protect me. But now I take out the Rizzi. <laughs> I go to the NACCB. That's my phrase. So. A lot of people want to talk. So I want to merge, uh, you know, we are brother, sister, some question ask you. Uh, so,大家要说先给班东先生说吧,咱们也说说的激动了啊。呃,谢谢郭先生,那我们就先在,在几位那个老战友,我们轮流来问一个那个班东先生的问题吧,我相信大家问题也很多。那我就先来问吧。呃
we'd be in a very different situation today. We would never had uh, the CCP virus. We would never had this plague that's been put by the Chinese Communist Party throughout the world, in particular on the Chinese people. So no, that's you know, I, you know, people say crazy Miles Guo, but I said, hey, just look at what he said. And these are not small things. H and A and the corruption of the system is a huge thing. Um, all the different financial companies that he identified as money laundering operations, huge thing. All the people disappearance the th- on 20 November of 18 when we came forward and talked about all that. Hong Kong, uh, the base in the Middle East with uh, with UAE, um, uh, you know, the, the, the virus, the military expansion, what the what the regime is doing. So, no, if you look at go back and look at the track record of the warnings, everything that came true. Right. And how the world would be different if we had followed the warnings of Miles Guo. They'd be very, very different. It'd be a very, very different world today. So the degree that we have followed them and have seen it, we've, we've been better for it. And it's his warning is to the American people, to the entire West, and also a warning to the Chinese people in the diaspora. Unless we stand united against the Chinese Communist Party, they're going to just wreck more havoc throughout the world. Thank you. 好，那我们小心给大家再翻翻译一下啊，简要的。哦，好的，好的。啊，谢谢班东先生。班东先生刚刚就是大概说，就是因为文贵先生啊、呃、有这这个爆料，他给我们了很多的，就是警示。就是如果你回去看的话，很多都已经实现了。比如说关于海航的爆料，关于香港，还有关于一些人员的各种被杀害、被消失，还有这个病毒。如果当时美国啊、呃、的人能够听，呃，就是听文贵先生的这个预警的话，那现在我们可能不会有这个病毒，可能会是完全不一样的一个情况。然后呢，文贵先生也是警示了中国的人民，就是我们一定要团结起来，然后反抗，才能够呃把这个 CCP 的这个邪恶政体推翻。嗯，好，谢谢小静。呃，九妹，我们请那个。嗯、呃，老革命先问吧。好，那单位、啊，我最后来。单位。哎，可以听到吧？可以。OK， 呃 ，Hello, Miss Bannon. 呃、uh, ，Because you joined us the UK live show the last week, and my comrade 呃、uh, ask you quite a lot question regarding the COVID-19 vaccine. So what uh what's your plan to how to stop the UK uh uh U sorry US government stop the COVID nineteen vacancy? So what uh what plan do you have in the next working? Thank you, Miss Ben. He means the next the next virus or this one right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. look. First off, the, the, one of the ways that we can we can stop it is to get tr- the truth out there about exactly what it is. Remember in the Summit that Biden just had with Xi in four hours, they did not mention the CCP virus, the COVID-19, not one second, not one second. So I think, and we've had all the intelligence services, and they're saying, you know, the CCP hasn't come forward with the genetic code and the genomes and all that genomic code. I think that we need a full and total, complete boycott of the Beijing Olympics until they give access. To the Wuhan lab and all the scientists, and actually have to move the scientists off to a secure location so they can be interviewed by the international community. We've got to get to the bottom of what happened in the Wuhan lab. Our responsibility, and you're going to see this as we sweep the House of Representatives and take back Congress in 22, there will be formal investigations of Dr. Fauci, NIH, and everybody in America that gave money to or supported. Uh, this uh, gain-of-function experimentation 
in China. And so that is on our responsibility. It's going to be a major part of our campaign in going and sweeping the House of Representatives. The American people are furious at Tony Fauci. They are furious that NIH uh, financed this gain-of-function experimentation that was too dangerous to do in America, but it was okay to do in China. Let's just understand what Fauci did. Uh, experiments on these viruses that were considered too dangerous in the United States, but it's okay to do it in China. It's because of escapes on the Chinese people, who cares? That's the callousness of Fauci and all the criminals, and that's what they are, the criminals in, uh, in, in NIH and NAID that gave money to Peter Daszak and all these other criminals that allowed this unsupervised experimentation to be going on in the Wuhan lab and other labs that could escape and, and, and basically crush the city of Wuhan, crush Hubei province and the Chinese people. So we will commit that once we win the House in November 22, the formal investigations to get to the bottom of what happened. But I'm calling on all the nations of the world should boycott the Beijing Olympics to force the regime to turn over and give full access to Wuhan. Also, look, Miles has been very adamant about the vaccine. I think he's the number one person in the world talking about the dangers of the vaccines that are not thought through and kind of put together. Also, about what other viruses could come out of the PLA labs in, in, in CCP. What else are they working on? What other gain-of-function experimentations? We have no idea. All we take is the word of the CCP and the PLA. You can't do that. That's ridiculous. Look what happened on, on, in Wuhan. So, no, this is – so our responsibility, what we can control and manage will be uh, the House of Representatives and formal investigations, which I guarantee you – will happen. You see Rand Paul, you see Jim Jordan. I mean, every day in Congress, it is hot talking, hot talking, questionings of Fauci. Once we take control, you'll see that. And I think that'll be a huge game changer. And the basic question that we will have is, why is it too dangerous to do in America around the universities in North Carolina and in Texas and all these places? If, if it's too dangerous to do in America, why did you fund it to be done in China, which is less supervised? Right, less supervising with the PLA and an open bioweapons program. Why was it okay for you to give American taxpayer dollars and American support to the PLA and to the Chinese Communist Party, understanding how little value they put in the lives of the Chinese people? And to allow that to happen in a major city like Wuhan that's 40% bigger than New York City, the city we sit in today, it's absurd. It's an obscenity. And we're going to get to the bottom of it. Of that, I promise. You, the whistleblower movement, the rule of law, and the Chinese people. Thank you, Mr. Daniel. I want to clarify. UAE, the army base, not from me. It's from America. It's the CIA. They asked me. They meet me. Remember, it's four years ago. CIA, uh, they asked me, do you know it's the UAE have the army, uh, the army base? I say, I don't know. Three years ago, they asked me, I don't know. Three years ago, I say, I don't know. Not from me, okay? That's the from the where. You must be know. This is the CIA asked me first. Do you remember in the DC? I meet all the day in the your black room. He见的所谓的美国安全的黑房子。当时是CIA问我啊，还有这个情报部门问我，问我一天问这个东西，我说我不知道。但是你知道他们讲了一个很关键的话，我们从中共方得到消息，再再见那个。
我说你们自己可以去核实去啊。This is from the China PLA inside intelligence have the they built the base in the UAE and uh Cambodia、yeah. and Iran. Do you remember?、Yeah. And、uh, Saudi they want to create also the basement, you know, base there. 他们问我说，我说我不知道。但是他们，你看我第一次今天半头把我给爆料了。You with blue mouse 过呢？这这这个很大误会。当时是所有的 CIA。问的问题是来自中共内部的。我跟班农先生第一次见面，我就说：“班农先生，我说你们，我跟 CIA 见面，我说还 FBI 见面，我说你们要想办法把防风灰给搞定。就是的防 General 防 ，you meeting with the 习近平 and Marlago, Marlago the General. Yeah, yeah. I told you day one, right? I told Steve,、uh, my master, I say this General want to cooperate with the American.” But they know seriously, right? Say, say, oh, I don't think so. Bureaucracy, then waiting, waiting is a fun way. Crazy, crazy mouth go. They say, they say, you're crazy. They say, they say, how can the bureaucracy cooperate with us? No, it's not. The bureaucracy cooperate with us. 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 Bayard，Do，Remember？Yes，hundred，percent。当时就说这话，而且是防风灰，当时就给美国说，中共的计划要在中东建多个军事基地。You know，it's General，防，C，C，P，R，A，want，build，more，the，army，base，in，the，middle
you know, for the sake of your the populism, you know, to save the world, to save the people, like people know the truth. That's the very big, uh, you know, the the most important thing in the world. I, look, I think this this is getting to be a major political issue here, and it's going to be huge in 22 and in 24. I'm not anti-vax, but I'm vaccine hesitant when it comes to the CCP virus. I've taken many vaccines in the Navy to go to Asia and uh, go to the South China Sea in the Middle East. We had to take vaccines. I'm very hesitant about this vaccine for simple reasons. I don't think the information has been fully out there. I think it's too quick, and I don't think the testing's there, and it's very confusing. I also have seen, and, and, and personally because of uh, Miles's help, both my sister and brother had the, uh, had the CCP virus, and because Miles got ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, they got better without taking the vaccine. Now they have natural immunity. So I think this is a huge, a huge issue here in America, and particularly since uh, many, uh, from Dr. Malone to Dr. Zelenko, many people came out. Dr. Peter Navarro. Navarro was one of the, the people that worked on getting the vaccine uh, in the Trump administration to where it is today. But he's sitting there going, he hasn't taken the vaccine, right? And he's a, he's a big, big believer in therapeutics. So I think this is only going to get to be a bigger and bigger issue. And here's what I think is going to drive it. Austria has deemed that every citizen will be vaccined on February 1st. To me, that's a total game changer. It's, it's even worse than Australia. And I think that's going to bring this up as a major political issue. And I think it is, you know, as long as they don't address natural immunity, as long as they don't address herd immunity, as long as they don't really address the therapeutics and particularly the prophylactic therapeutics, right, and also ivermectin, and as long as they don't look into why Africa, which has the worst public health services in the world, why the virus has not caught on in Africa, right? Is it because of vitamin D? Is it because of uh, zinc? Is it because of some of these uh, 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 vitamins that boost the immune system? Is it because of the fresh air? We got it. We have to get to the bottom of all that. And I think right now the continual pushing by the pharmaceutical companies with someone who's a known liar as Tony Fauci, right? Uh, I think this is only going to get to be a bigger and bigger issue. It's not going to get a smaller issue. It's going to get to be a bigger issue.这个情况是一个新型的战争呢是一个什么时候可以结束然后也为什么不说非洲这么穷那么班东先生是什么原因
呃，已经建立了我们新中国联邦，已经建立了我们的货币体系，以及我们呃所有的新中国联邦的人。那么接下来可能因为中共病毒呃会导致我们中呃中国人在海外有一些呃这种人身的安全，可能是有一些排华事件的发生。那么班农先生呃会给我们新中国联邦的国防有哪些建议？好，谢谢。嗯 ，OK。So、uh, the question is um, now the American politicians are bribed largely by the CCP.、Uh, so the first question is, what made you believe in Miles and then you know take down the CCP along with all the Chinese people? Thank you. Well, it was very simple. I think the warning when he first came to the、um, to the West with the warning to the West, and then everybody that wanted to extradite him were all in business with the CCP. All the all the、uh, All the Americans were in business with them, were partners with them,、uh, and then all the Chinese that came were all functions of the CCP, the Bruno Wu's of the world. So you just have to look and kind of weigh the interests of the American people versus who's trying to get this guy. I didn't know him at all, and then I just looked at. Remember, I was in the White House when they shut down his interview with Voice of America, and I said, "Well, how many times have they ever shut down an interview with Voice of America?" They go, "Never. It's never been done." I said, "Well, why was it done here?" And they said, "Oh, because the ambassador called up and、uh, he told us to please shut it down." And I go, "Well, why do we care if some ambassador calls? It's the Voice of America is supposed to be to broadcast the free, you know, about freedom and democracy, whether it's in Russia, in Eastern Europe, or in Chinese in the in, Chi- in China." I said, "Why would we care if some ambassador calls and he complains about it, as long as it's the truth?" And they said,、uh, well, you know, it was very,、uh, it was very controversial. And I said, well, what was so controversial? He's saying, well, he's saying H and A, which is a very powerful company. He was saying it was money laundering and influence peddling. It was really bankrupt. It was stealing from the Chinese people, and all these people were involved. He was naming names. And I said, well, we ought to, we ought to, we have to check into, we have to check into,、uh, we have to check into H and A. And look at that. That was April of 2017. And look at everything that happened to H and A. It's completely bankrupt today. The Chinese people have lost tens of billions of dollars. Everything he said about H and A, including warning they were going to kill the chairman and all that. The, the, the chairman eventually got fell off a ledge in a you know in a in a abbey in France. It was complete lies, and they all threatened to sue Miles, and Miles sued them, and they all dropped the suits and ran away. So. If you just look at every aspect, whether it's the financial corruption, was about the CCP virus, was about Hong Kong, all of it, what he said in many months in advance to years in advance has all come true, and the people that have tried to oppose him somehow are associated with making money with the regime. So it seems pretty straightforward, right? On one level, right? And is Miles perfect? No. Am I perfect? No. Is Donald Trump perfect? No. None of us are perfect. But what he said, and he's warned about the CCP, not just about the Chinese people, but about the American people. If we had taken his warnings early on, we would not have this virus here in the United States that's done so much devastation, killed so much people, left this city of New York City in chaos,、uh, destroyed the American economy, put debt on us. It'll take us generations to pay down. That's just in America. Look what it have saved in China. The devastation in Wuhan, the devastation in Ubei Province, the devastation of the whole Chinese economy, right? If we had taken the if we had taken to heart the warnings of, of Miles, so、um, to me, it's it's watch what somebody says, watch what they do, and see how accurate it is and how truthful it is of what they've been saying. 
I think his track record is pretty good. And if the world had embraced his warnings early on, we'd be in a very different situation today. Okay. 好，啊，班诺先生回答了一个问题，他说，就是其实最关键的就是听他说的，他警告的现在都已经成真了。他举了他举了一个呃具体的例子，就是当时啊、呃、这个 VOA 断播的事件啊、呃，然后他就非常的好奇，他问他们说为什么要这个关 VOA？ 他们说哦以前关过吗？说从来没有，这是历史上的第一次。然后他们说为什么要关？是因为中国大使馆打电话过来。然后那个班诺先生就问，那为什么我们要在乎这个大使馆打过来，我们就要关停这个节目？然后他们回答说因为很有争议。然后呢，接下来这个班诺先生就会进行一个调查，说我们要。查查这个海航，那现在我们看三年以后，海航已经倒闭了，连海航的董事长王健已经去世了。就是我们看，不光是他说的，还有他做的，一步一步都已经成真了。就反对文贵先生的人，都是和中共有关系。对，好，谢谢。嗯，好，感谢，感谢小新啊。接下来我们请安红女士问班农先生问题，谢谢。Thank you. Um, hi, Ms. Bannon. And just one more question. So I know you mentioned action, 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 and the comparing was three years ago. Now we do have um Hcoin system. We do have or G News and JTV. We do have more than twenty um Himalaya farmers. So from your opinion, so what do we need to do until we know the truth for the virus? We know the CCP doing BYG, and we know everything's already. So what do we do? For example, um, my team in Australia, especially Australia, the first country against the CCP party, and even Scomo, uh, um, present, you know, uh, to try to find the truth. But now it's totally changed, and they try to push everyone to get a, a vaccine and get a jab, and they even say no jab, no job. But I know there are little bit of change from recently, and because so many things was happened. So what do we need to do for the next steps? Thank you. I think what we're doing here today. Look, the, th- think about it for a second. If we didn't have G News or GTV or Getter, where would we be? It'd be game over. That's what this is. The Chinese Communist Party is. In, if you look at unrestricted warfare, information, cyber war, economic war, and kinetic war. We're very quickly moving towards a kinetic war in the South China Sea and the in the、uh, Taiwan, and up in the northwest、uh, provinces of India、uh, against the CCP. But we can still forestall that in the information and cyber and economic. They're already fully engaged in a war across the world. Part of that being the information warfare around the CCP virus. So we have to keep we have to keep fighting. What what you are doing here today is a major part of that information warfare to fight back to get to the truth and to talk truth to power and to let the let the、uh, and let the、uh, authorities in these countries understand what the Chinese Communist Party is doing and expose the influence peddling, expose the corruption, expose the partnerships that elites. Australia being a perfect example, you know, Australia is trying to foot, push back now, but look at the corruption you've got. From officials that are in partnership with the Chinese Communist Party, and you look at the 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 narrative that the CCP is pushing, that is much of what's being promulgated out there. So when you ask about action, the key action is to continue with G News, GTV, and Getter, and get that information out. And let's get more people on Getter. Let's get more people watching G News and GTV, and just keep doing the quality programming. Look at the quality of programming today. Versus when it first started, 
And remember, these are very young news organizations. So, no. And look, War Room would not be anywhere near as influential unless we were put up on G News and G2 every day and are and put into Mandarin and Japanese and pushed out by the uh, by the uh, by the uh, people of the new federal state, the whistleblower movement, G News and GTV. So it's just keep fighting. The action has to be information warfare action and just continue the quality programming you're doing today, taking your time and effort and your fighting spirit.
山丘竟然有共匪灭在咱的手。
我们反对的是共产党，他给世界带来了恐惧。他们七十年来欺骗了全世界，威胁了中国人。这就是今天万东先生和我站在这里，又成了一个基金会，不是为了哪个人，也不是为了哪个利益，是为了正义和人类生存生存基本的权利，维护这个权利的本质，唯一的办法。就是勇气和无私，就是爱自由，开启与所有的老百姓的未来紧紧的捆绑在一起。同时，它是一个世界上公认的法治机构，捐款真的是超出想象。法治基金是中国人的法治基金，是中国人的未来。所有的钱都是捐给中国人的。Announced today that he is prepared to. He's starting this fund. He's going to fund it, and it's going to not only look to get information and help those victims in mainland China, but hold accountable those institutions in the West, specifically in New York City, in the city of London, and other financial capitals that have aided and abetted this reckless behavior. 我们反对的是共产党，他给世界带来了恐惧。他们七十年来欺骗了全世界，威胁了中国人。这就是今天万东先生和我站在这里，又成了一个基金会，不是为了哪个人，也不是为了哪个利益，是为了正义和人类生存生存基本的权利，维护这个权利的本质，唯一的办法。就是勇气和无私，就是勇气和无私。今天很多战友给我发信息啊，问我关于这个辉瑞疫苗的事情，兄弟姐妹们，千万记住，我郭文贵说的疫苗不管用，啊，这就是整个的黑暗势力的控制。千万不要相信那个疫苗。不管你多侥幸，不管你看了多舒服，接下来的疫苗将是第二次次生灾难。接下来你会看到为什么这个美国所推出的辉瑞制药的疫苗，这绝对是这个共产党的病毒的再次的次生灾难，这是黑暗势力和共产党势力勾结的结果啊！大家到时候看了你就明白了。I actually blame the government because they lied to us. They kept the results a secret till 
it was already too late for me and my son. I mean, if they would have brought it out even sooner, like I said, he would still be here with me. So, like I said, I mean, I love my country and everything, but I have no faith in my government anymore. They took what was more more important to me.一开始就是那个嗓子大到你无法想象喊扯着嗓子喊嗓子喊着嗓子哑了不能倒地上了我今天给大家直播告诉一秒免费千万能不打千万别打他在中国的推行疫苗疫苗是生化武器的附属战争
瞬间，我们彼此相遇，从陌生到生死相依，只为那远方的喜马拉雅。它圣洁的光芒，召唤着你我的魂。在世界的另一端，我们从此相识。从退用到跑在战场，只为那美丽的喜马拉雅，它深深的殿堂，呼唤着你我的心。受伤我安慰，永不后退。在这喜马拉雅的路上，当你哭泣我流泪，当你微笑我欢喜。翻译组啊，希望大家真的能明白你们的现在的巨大的责任和你们面临的机会啊，这个太重要，太重要，太重要了啊那我们今天的对今天的嘉宾，刚才看我们这个视频也给也猜到了，是我们大卫啊、卡利西，还有我们在连线的木兰女士啊，三位是老战友，过去从这个三年前啊，当然应该是都是从这个呃一七年开始就支持。当然我们今天主题是幺幺二零，大家你们三位都经历了。那当时我想三三年前没有呃农场，没有联盟啊，没有这个机系列。只有一个战友这个磁头把大家都连贯在一起，一直到现在大家没有去分，没有呃离开这条呃这个咱们爆料革命的道路，所以今我想你们三位今天应该有很多的感想，嗯、呃那就我们先请这个三位嘉宾先跟大家打个招呼，嗯、好有请大卫哥，大卫，好的谢谢战友们谢谢导哥啊这个 Q 妹你们辛苦了感谢战友们嗯。
呃，谢谢我们真正式的栏目组，呃，谢谢我们的导哥，谢谢 Q 妹，呃，大卫战友好，谢谢。好啊，木兰。啊，大家好，大家好，长岛 Q 妹，大卫卡利西，啊，非常高兴，呃，我们今天又聚在了一起，谢谢。谢谢。啊，呃。今天是因为三周年的这个纪纪念，然后还有法治金法治社会成立的三周年，那我相信这三位呢都有很深的感触，我们就那个呃先来问一下，就当时他们经历了这个过程。说实在，我们当时还没那么深的感受，因为他们参与其中，嗯、呃，像木兰、像大卫直接当时有参与呃这个组织，还有背后的一些工作，卡利西是直接到了现场。嗯对，我相信他们三位会比我们其他很多的战友都有很深的感触。那大卫，你先跟大家分享一下，当时你参与这个幺幺零发布会前后，到底你经历了哪些事情？嗯，好的，谢谢导哥。其实呢，那个像现在回忆一下吧，呃，好像有很遥远，但是呢，就跟咱们今天筹备这个幺幺二零今天这个节目直播，实际上回头想也没啥区别，因为呢。呃，就像刚才我呃前面那个抽场那段跟那个文贵先生还有班德先生分享似的，我们很多战友就是真战友，其实大家都没有离开暴力革命，只是这些人他们就是没有像大家感知到，就是你看得到，呃，以直播的某种形式，其实太多的默默无闻的战友是在后面，所以说你像那个你像咱们比如说今天咱们这这个这个台晚会这个这台呃只连线，我们有那么多默默的战友，你像咱们向导山后面的团队。唐平后面的团队，对吧？还有各个农场后面的团队，当然也有我们英喜呃这个团队，他们一夜没睡，就是这些战友在做的事情。所以当时呢，因为呃时时过境迁啊，呃回头但是这个物是人非了，对吧？战友们，多大的反差！所以一会儿呢，七姐可以给大家聊聊，在他去那个幺二零现场，呃，当年是七哥给我发过一个私信，他说那个兄弟你来啊，这个都给你安排好。呃，说实话啊，这个因为导哥的真人真事嘛，咱们要要要为真不破。我说实话，我心真痒痒，我真想来。但当时是什么情况呢？当时是这个，因为我呃跟七哥的这个呃交流当中，因为涉及到案情嘛，王念还在调查当中。我感觉呢，这个这个事儿没完。那么七哥是必须要在那个时候就要做这件事情。当然，大家就后来明白了，就是法律要成立。所以这个这个这个政治意义更大，灭共的意义，对不对？但是案情还在调查当中，并没有结。我就觉得我去。咱们一个小普通战友，我我算啥呀？我当时觉得，我跟七哥原话就说，我说七哥这个案子还没完呢，我说等将来咱们胜利了，老弟去十八楼跟您喝酒。呃，这是当时真心心里话，但是心里还是很很希望去这个参与到里边的。所以呢，我当时后面就是实际上很很很多这个战云团的老战友，还就是现在还在的，还有一些有些战友就是当时是客观的讲啊，就是 Sara 的 VUG 也有一些战友，也是真战友，他们也在支持。其实我们就是默默做了一些呃背后的工作啊，就是这样。所以呢，回头来想的话，真的是历历在目。谢谢刀哥，嗯嗯，好。所以其实当时嗯，卡利西女士是到了现场啊，但是你可不可以给我们讲一讲，就是在来之前呃收到邀请，然后你是怎么做的决定，然后到了现场又遇到了什么样的情况呢？呃，我们呃当时有一个常委群，呃那个时候二零一七年的时候呢，我们这些老战友包括大卫也都在那个群里，所以七哥呢基本上每天都跟我们互动。呃，当呃我们知道这个二零一八年十一月二十二十日要呃有这个王健之死的这个新闻发布会的时候呢。
，呃，我是收到了邀请函，呃，当时我们呃很多的战友呢，呃，就是也是犹豫不决的，有有的要答应去没去，有的呢，呃，是没有，就是呃，并没有，并没有就答应去去，就说我不想去了嘛。所以我当时最初的时候，我担心呃中共的这个阻挠，因为我毕竟在加拿大嘛，我担心啊、呃、出境的问题哈，可能会那个时候已经啊、呃、就是被大使馆追踪了，而且家里人也被核查了，呃，所以有一些战友呢，他就提醒我，他说卡利西，你去现场是非常呃不安全的，而且呃可能有危险，呃，我当时我。因为受我们七哥的这个呃，就是呃这种感染力哈，七哥他呃说你们其实付出的就是正义和勇气，其他的呢，那个时候我们没有农场，我们不可能团体作战，一个人能力呢是非常渺小的，呃，但是呢，后来我做了决定啊、呃，我就想啊、呃，我要呃，即使有这种困难，有这种潜在的这种危险，我也要去，因为呃，我不能在口头上去去支持七哥，我要用行动。来表示我对七哥的支持，然后呢，就买了机票去了这个纽约。呃，当时我记得这个安保呢是非常非常严格的，在我们去之前就要把这个证件先第一层的安保要审核，审核通过以后呢，然后在第二层、第三层安保。呃，我知道当时有很多的人哈，呃，当时所谓的战友，现在已经离开巴拉革命了，他们并没有审查成功，然后各种各样的原因就被拒了。但是还有一些人呢，就是七哥的邀请呢，他并没有去，所以，呃，当时去的人还是蛮多的哈。但是到了现场以后呢，呃，我发现就是现在回顾起来当时的状况，呃，就是我的前后左右呢做的那全现在除了砸爆了革命就是伪类，所以当时是一个非常奇怪的一个现象。呃，因为呃，我知道当时见到这个第一次见到这个邱志尧，第一次见到这个陆缺德哈，呃，我对他们的印象非常不好，因为之前跟他们交集也比较少嘛，没有团体合作，没有像我们这样心心相印的这种战友情，他们有的就是呃嗯排斥呃这个挤兑，所以让人感觉很不舒服。呃，我记得当时我我的左边坐的是。啊、呃，那个现在已经是打过了中共的那个呃大外宣周周侃，呃，我的右边呢是砸锅的那个赵岩，前面呢是这个陆缺德，呃，座位的呃左边的左边呢是这个呃九指妖，但是九指妖非常的呃阴险哈，因为我们的名字啊是写在这个背后的，所以他让另一个呃一个男士哈坐在他的位置，他跑到这个。呃，陆雀德那边去了，所以我当时我就在想，他真的是挺阴的哈。我就跟这个战友打招呼，我说：“哎，你是媒体啊？你还是呃这个我们的战友啊？”他呃不敢说话。我说：“到底是不是战友？”我就问了一下，他说是，呃，我是 VOG 的，所以我就当时我就感觉到啊、呃，这个九指妖的那种。九指神功真的是很吓人的，就是不让战友不让他的战友说话，这是我第一呃印象感触，呃，所以我暂且说到这里，您呃或者是让我其他分享的，我可以呃就是呃再继续分享，可以让给我们的木兰。
好的，待会儿再嗯分析分享详细的内容啊，我们请。好的，好的。那个，那我们还有那个木兰啊，木兰没露脸，主要是担心她要是这个露了脸以后，我们都没心思干革命了，所以还是保留着这个神秘的面纱。好，木兰。<笑>啊，你好，长长好。对你，你我知道你当时尽管说没有出来直播啊，或者说到了现场，但是在背后做了很多事情，尤其是这个参与幺幺零的组织，还有一些翻译啊，翻译组在这边做一些很多的工作。那你也跟大家分享一下，就是这个幺幺零当天呃之前、当时还有之后发生的一些事情，你经历的。嗯，好的好的，嗯，当时呢，在幺幺二零之前。嗯、呃，我主要的工作就是在帮助呃七哥翻译那些，嗯，他到呃他们的团队到了法国去呃采访当地的那些当事人，嗯、呃，就是王建案子那些当事人，包括那些呃酒店大厨啊，还有呃呃一些目击者吧。然后当时呢，我接到这个任务是呃是很很非常大量的，因为他。呃，整个是那个音频，他都录了音的，录了音的他的采访整个记录，然后呢，呃，去对着这个对照着他的这个呃文字版，那文字版呢有有中文有英文有法文，就是有有三个语三三种语言，然后我的任务呢主要就是校对，所以呢我就是要去听一条条的语音，然后呢去校对他的。中文有时候呢，甚至英文也有一些错误，嗯，就这样。但是法文我是改不了的，呃，所以我当时呢就是很很紧张，就是一直那段时间呢一直就是做这个任务，呃，然后到了幺幺二零呢，我当时呢也没有能够去去到现场，嗯、呃，当时我觉得。可能就是说也很远吧，我们澳洲到美国也很远，而且当时得到消息的时候呢，呃，有点感觉上时间有点来不及了啊，因为我们毕竟澳洲还是需要一个呃电子签的，呃，需要一个时间，还有订机票啊这些，呃，就没有来得及。然后当时呢，我也想着啊、呃，那么我们就在就在当地啊、呃、去支持这个幺幺二零的发布会，嗯。就没有去到呃纽约那边，嗯、呃，然后呢，我这里还要非常感谢卡利西，我记得非常清楚，因为当时是让大家都要去传播这个幺幺二零的发布会嘛，就去呃转播，然后我当时呢是是都不会，也从来没有 YouTube 那个直播过，也不会怎么弄，然后我就去问了卡利西。卡利西呢就非常耐心的用了一个下午来教我怎么样用那个 OBS 去把这个去在 YouTube 上做那个直播转播，嗯、呃，在这里非常感谢卡利西，谢谢。好的，谢谢木兰啊，这个其实说起来很容易，做起来其实很难的，尤其是那个时候也没有那么多人，是吧？没有那么多人，嗯、团队也没那么大，然后这么大的工作量。那我还从木兰这边先再问吧，就你当时经历了这个像王健，呃，这个之前你参与了，你像王健这个事情发生，你你翻译了，你就肯定也看到了这些内容。当时给你的最深的感触是什么？就是王健这样的一个过去，他曾经是那么高的地位，那么多的财产，结果又遭遭到这样的一个那个结果。
，你看你当时怎么想的？我当时就是觉得，我看到那些材料的时候，我就觉得就是。呃，七哥真的是太勇敢了，去敢于去揭露这个真相。因为像，嗯，大家都可以看到当时的那些报道，就是正常媒体的报道，都说是各种死法，就什么，呃，什么什么死什么死，我都忘了，反正就是很奇怪的那种死法，就是让人一看就是假的那种新闻报道。但是这个新闻报道是在主流媒体上都是这样报道的。呃，就是呃，死于他自己，就是自己掉下去了，呃，拍照死啊，什么死的那种。那么，但是呃，七哥知道这个是假的，是 CCP 去呃专门制造的这一场，他为了掩盖这个真相，那么要去跟这个 CCP 作对，去找到这些真相，他要去采访那些人。首先，这个就是真的是一个很大的勇气，这里面。会是啊、呃，会冒着很大的这个风险。嗯，当时我记得是说他们要拿到那个呃录像啊，还是就是那种硬盘吧，那些硬盘都都非常的困难。嗯、呃，但是呃，七哥他们还是想办法去拿到那个硬盘，去呃恢复，尽力的去恢复那个。硬盘，但是我觉得真的是比那个侦探小说啊那种那种比零零七还厉害，感觉。呃，当时让我是很震撼。然后当时接到这个任务的时候，也是要求是非常保密嘛。当时其实我还是啊、呃、有一点害怕，就是偷偷的在呃翻译校对，就是呃连我老公都没有告诉，因为我知道这是非常机密的秘密的一个事情，是这样的。好的，谢谢啊。那个，那我们在那个卡利西，卡利西呢，当时是在现场。那我相信你在现场的感受、听到的、看到的，跟我们其他战友在这个屏幕上面看到，肯定感受是不一样的。你再讲一下，看你在现场看到的、接触到的、听到的关于王健之死，你当时的感受是？呃呃，真呃真实的见到七哥，见到班农先生呢，和我们在呃电视上，在这个网络上见到是不一样的哈，那种气场以及那种就是正义感，嗯，立即就让你感受到那种就是呃就扑面而来的那种正义和那种决心哈。我当时呢，我远远的大概是七八米吧，见到了七哥，呃，也是非常激动，也是非常的。开心的，呃，想要试图去，呃，就是呃，跟七哥打招呼，但是因为会场是非常肃穆庄严的嘛，呃，然后就是仅仅是打了一个招呼，也不敢出声。呃，那个时候呢，呃，曾经现场我记得非常非常清楚，安保人员呢，呃，在四处的就是巡逻，因为呃，当时呃，这个哈德逊演讲以及这个段波门，中共那时候对七哥的这种就是呃。对七个的这种打击呢，哈，是始终都没有呃，就是停止过，所以现场呢也不排除呃，就是有一些中共混进来的人啊，甚至呃，我们都曾经想到，万一呃真的要出现炸弹啊、呃，出现这个这这种什么怎么办哈？我们怎么样去处理？所以这些呢都是又紧张又兴奋，而且呢能够深深的感受感受到这个。呃，当时班农先生跟我们的七哥站在一起的那种决心，还有七哥灭共的这种决心和勇气，那个时候他的那个眼神非常的坚毅，我记得非常非常清楚。呃，当时七哥说了一句话，说：“亲爱的战友们哈
，他说，因为安保，因为安保团队呢，他呃强烈要求我不要跟你们拥抱，所以我在这里抱歉了。我当时我感受到的是七哥对我们战友们的那种呃关爱和那种热情和真诚。呃，我呢就非常听话的，我也不敢跟七哥联系。呃，但是呢，后续在呃这个当天晚上哈，这个九指妖呃就和这个陆缺德呢就是。呃，利用啊这种就是死乞白赖的，然后就跑到我们的七哥这个呃家里去了十八楼。其实呃当时我有想过，呃既然跟七哥啊挨、呃、这么近了，那为什么就不要跟七哥就是把酒言欢，甚至就是两个人呃就是对面说说话，哪怕是呃就是照个面的哈。但是我后来想到了，呃在那个关键的时刻，因为呃比没有任何情况比七哥的安全更重要。也没有任何的情况下比我们这个呃，就是要保障七哥的安全，要呃完整的，就是让我们呃这些西方的人士啊、呃，包括斯蒂文·班农先生，能体现我们战友的素质，我们的高素质啊、呃，我们的呃这种就是呃有礼貌啊、呃、谦卑呃，所以呢，我就选择了就没有跟七哥打招呼，但是七哥还是给我发消息，呃，我们在他楼下的时候呃跟我打招呼。呃，七哥就嗯跟我们挥手啊、呃，跟我们去啊、呃、不停的大喊，我们当时也是非常激动，非常啊、呃、有感触的。但是因为我呢，我是呃可能不同于啊、呃，可能跟其他人有一些不同吧。我认为时间和空间呢，不能代表呃这个真正的亲近哈。因为呃，就像我们这些真正的战友，大卫所说的。真正的战友没有一刻离开，他们虽然在世界的天涯海角，呃，他们虽然在每一个角落做着自己的呃这个支持暴力革命、支持新中国联邦的事情，但是呢，我们的心是心心相印的，不需要因为通过一个拥抱，呃，通过一个呃就是一场把酒言欢就能够更进一层，不是这样的。呃，我个人认为，就是我们跟七哥。呃，跟我们的所有的真真的战友呢，我们每天都是心心相印的。我们就为了一个目标，就是实现我们的新中国联邦，实现我们的啊、呃、真正的信仰和我们的有尊严的啊、呃、生活。这就是我当时的感触。好，谢谢呃，昌大哥。好的，谢谢卡利西亚。那个当时也确实很辛苦，也很有勇气，尤其是一个女生是吧？嗯，对。跑这么远，也非常佩服。那大卫呢？我们知道，其实我过去也是在看。呃，看他的那个呃直播，就是三年前，甚至当然是从《波兰革命》开始，他就在宣传。就尤其幺幺零的时候，嗯，他出来也是参与了，就是很多的直播当中讲解分析这个王建案，对王建案幺幺零这些发生的事情。所以我相信大卫的这个感慨会更多，对这个案情的了解也更多。你再给大家再分析一下，就是王建案这个始末，还有对你的个人的这个震撼。嗯，好，谢谢导哥啊，谢谢。刚才那个木兰和这个西姐他们说的这个都是咱们作为战友，呃，亲身经历当时那一那一个那一段岁月大家的一个回忆。呃，这里呢，我就是稍微在呃，就是也是刚才两位在讲的时候，我突然想起了一个什么事情，就是大家记得一个细节。呃，七哥最早呢派到这个南法的那个调查的团队啊，刚刚抵达法国不久，就被法国的这个当地警方还有呢当地的政府啊受到了很多限制。甚至呢，就已经有共产党派去的公安委的人，大家还记得一个细节吗？就已经受到了，就是那个调查组里边的人受到国内的威胁，因为他里边有那个，比如说这个，呃，中国有亲人的家人的，说这个事情呢，就更坚定了七哥要把这个案子查到底
，因为如果共产党你没作假的话，这个事情不是一个阴谋的话，他不是跳墙死，是不是？你怕什么呢？就战友们，就是有的时候呢，我是想说，就爆料革命这几年，就共产党无数次用他这个最低级的啊最低级的错误，然后呢来挑战老百姓的智商，但事实上来讲，这件事情由开始法国当地的这个不配合，甚至阻挠，到后面七哥拿到了完整的视频证据。和法国检方的那个报告，包括尸检报告，这些都是非常非常重要的。而且他也得知，就是说这个七哥的情报也得知，这些人是用假护照、假身份去的。那么当时呢，七哥在这个呃出于案件调查当中的这个考虑呢，战略上考虑呢，他有有的时候是在直播里释放的一点一点点消息。那你像我们这种不在现场，也不在调查团队，我只能是说这个我个人来讲，我只是呃想把这个。呃，就是战友们关注到王建，目的呢是关注共产党造假，共产党这个对海航的这个事情。那这样的关注呢，又会让大家去联系到文贵先生之前的海航的爆料。所以这个事情的意义在这里，并不是说我们想当什么网红，呃，或者是我们想表现自己。大家可以记得，就是我因为那个时候呢，就像导哥刚才讲的，我们没有团队，没有这个现在的这农场这么大的资源，所以当时做直播呢，没办法，就自己呢。呃，拿一个 OBS 对吧？就放着一个框，呃呃，这个出示一些 PPT 啊、视频资料，然后自己在那讲，没没办法，只能把自己就是呃分析视频的这个过程，用用这个 OBS 推流的形式呈现出来，呃，相当于和战友们一起来见证这一切。而那些资料呢，都不是咱们自己这个杜撰出来的，呃，不是说那个有那些 YouTuber 是吧，天天在上面表演，而是七哥给出来可以呃或者说钓钓鱼共产党的一些资料。所以呢，其实那段岁月呢，是很多战友都一起来参与到这个啊寻找王建、寻找房建案背后真相的这样一个过程。而且，所以我我说到这儿呢，我就想提醒大家，我们永远不要忘了，在这个王建案当中，呃，七哥付出的巨大的代价，还有那些调查人员，还有那些默默无闻提供这个证据啊、提供信息啊、提供这个呃呃真相的那些体制内的那些战友们。呃，你比如说我们现在的面上的那个这些战友呢，你像大家呃还记得正是小哥呀，是吧？当时也做了很多视频。其实呢，那个艳萍啊，就王艳萍，她也是呃这个重要的一个参与者。因为呢，有几次我记得我们那个开会的时候，他有这个视频啊翻译啊，木兰应该更更了解。呃，当时艳萍也是做了很多大量的工作的。所以那个时候呢，就就是回到这个现在的这个对比，我们没有新中国联邦这么大的一个团队。但是大家心中装的是什么呢？寻找真相，呃，追求正义的这个决心，还有就是今天同心同框的这些兄弟姐妹，就是因为我们相信暴力革命，相信七哥，相信那个时候没有新中国联邦，但是我们相信文贵先生的实力，还有海航背后没有之前七哥的爆料，我们不会，大家都关注。正因为你呃你的共产党的假和七哥爆出的真，是吧？唯真不破，用真来灭共产党的假，还有呢，用这个真相来打共产党的这个。以黑治国，以警治国，包括后面的孟宏伟，还那个呃国际刑警组织事件，一系列的都在验证。所以说呢，这个120最大的意义呢，除了法治基金的建立，还是就是我们以弱战胜共产党的强，以真克共产党的假这样的一个过程。无数的战友为之付出了这个呃生命，甚至他的这个呃甚至他的生命，还有他的这个呃这个投入。所以我觉得这是我们最引以为傲的和那个大家珍惜的。嗯，谢谢大哥。我就说到这儿。
好，刚才我们也说到，在那个时候也没有团队全凭自己的这个勇气和无私来做这件事情啊。那那当时呢，随后不久就成立了我们这个法治基金和法治社会。我可以说，呃，我也是有了有了法治基金之后，我就是有一种强烈的愿望，说我要参与进来，我要去捐款。那通过法治基金和法治社会的建立呢，也慢慢的成立了我们的农场啊，才有这这个。有有了这个基础，才有了农场。所以我特别想请三位来分享一下法治基金、法治社会对我们之后的，就是在幺幺二零呃一八年幺幺零之后产生的这个重大的意义啊。我们请木兰女士先开始吧。嗯。嗯，好的，好的 ，Q 妹。嗯，这个法治基金从自从幺幺二零。呃，班农先生和七哥他们宣布了这个建立法治基金以后呢，嗯，后面呢，其实我一直呃是有参与的，因为当时呢，嗯，其实我也不知道为什么七哥他就说要把我弄成那个董事嘛，然后我当时还说我从来都没有当过任何董事，我不知道该怎么当，<笑>然后那个，但是他说，嗯，这个好像是我的一个，就是说。历史使命嘛，他觉得我可以，那那我就说，那我就试一下。其实当时真的是不知道要做什么，呃，但是那个时候呢，就是呃，在七哥就带领着我们去逐渐的去明确这个法治基金的目标是什么，我们的任务是什么，需要做什么。因为当时宣布成立嘛，其实还还没有真正的成立。呃，真正的成立，我想是大概是在第二年的。是二零一九年的二月份的那个时候吧，就是正式的呃成立。那么那个时候，在这之前呢，我们就要准备，就是我们的呃这些目标啊，我们的任务啊，呃愿景啊这些，我们要做什么？嗯，然后之后呢，包括建立这个网站，然后去啊、呃、建立这个呃怎么样去捐款的这个渠道，就是一步一步的把它。啊，建立起来的，然后建立起来了之后呢，我是觉得我们的战友真的是啊，我都是就是给大家带来了一个希望，嗯、呃，就是特别是国内的战友，呃，因为当时我也接触到很多国内的战友，就希望他们非常希望捐款，嗯、呃，他们就是说有的是找我们帮忙，嗯、呃，去捐。哪怕是一块钱，哪怕是一块钱、一块钱、一块钱的这样捐起来的，都是。所以啊、呃，这个法治基金的每一块钱、每一分钱，都代表着呃，我们呃中国每一个老百姓的这个希望。他们希望这个摆脱 CCP 的这个压迫和统治，要建立新的没有共产党的这个新中国。嗯。所以就是这个法治基金、法治社会承担了这个非常重要的使命，嗯，然后另外我还想说的就是，其实郭先生呢，他是他是非常珍惜大家捐捐的每一分钱嘛，所以其实很多的，就是向外的捐助啊，都不是他都舍不得用法治基金的钱，都是他自己的钱去。出的包括捐助香港啊那些，嗯，其实都是他自己出的。是的，就是每一分钱都是我们每一个中国人在表态，嗯、都是在跟共产党说我要推翻你
这个非常非常重要。我记得那个时候郭先生说，你哪怕捐一块钱，我要的是量，我要的是民意，对吧？所以非常非常震撼啊！嗯，然后呃，还有呢，就是说，因为我我也一直在那个啊、呃，就是收集和制作那个呃大家的捐款的留言视频，那些留言都非常的感人。呃，就是每一周每一周啊，或两周啊，我们会把他们收集起来，因为大家之前的时候不是可以那个 PayPal 捐款的时候，就是呃那个留言是非常方便的，就是基本上大家。呃，都有留言，而且有些人呢，他就是为了留言，就是留言比他捐钱更重要，他就是想通过这个渠道呃表达对诶、呃、这个呃表达对法治基金，表达对那个七哥的这些呃这种感情和这种希望吧，就是就是为了留言，他可以每一周留言捐款，留言捐款这样。嗯。这都是就是看着让人非常感动。是的，是的，嗯，感谢。那请卡利西女士分享。好，呃，我们的法治基金呢，哈，我个人认为，呃，它有两一个两个要素哈。第一个要素呢，就如我们在木兰跟大家分享的，它确实是呃，我们每一个中国人试图推翻这个 CCP 的一个民意啊、呃，就是一个投票。呃，而且呢，七哥在呃幺幺二零和呃班农先生就是要呃要就是公开宣布成立法治基金以后呢，那么确实在这之后呢，呃七哥用自己的金钱去救助了很多呃遭受中共迫害的人，呃遭受中共的这种打压的这些人，甚至呃想让他们生命消失的七哥，呃在法治基金呃就是成立之前，一直在用自己的钱去做这个事情。呃，首先呢，就是呃，这呃往后呢，哈，就是从二零一九年二月以后，我们开始呃，就是法人基金对外呃，就是有这个接受捐款的时候呢，呃，它其实变成了一个试金石。呃，我记得非常非常清楚，呃，在二零二二二零一九年二月的时候，呃，我们的法人基金成立以后，呃，我们所谓的常委群里面有很多的呃所谓的老资格的战友。公开的反对我们的这个法人基金，当时我们就特别有争议，特别有分歧。呃，然后呢，就是有一些人呢，就是现在已经背叛暴力革命了，但是当时呢，他会发私信，就是说你不要去捐这个法人基金啊，你不要去呃呃去去去管这些。但是事实证明，呃，后来这些人呢，除了他们呃变成税收党啊、呃，就是管七个要钱。啊，就是特别是澳洲的那些啊，什么所谓的什么呃袁长峰啊，什么什么呃昭明啊那些，他除了伸手啊、呃、要伸手党，他除了管七个要钱，他一看法人基金呃就是成立了，他要捐钱嘛，所以他一分钱他都不舍得出。这些人真的是呃从当初就能看出这些端倪哈，这也是一个呃试金石。当然。呃，我们的这个墙内的战友呢，他们捐款是非常困难的，这一点呢还是呃有有有情可原。但是在海外的战友呢，呃，如果呃有了这个还去反对的话，那基本上呃就属于呃就是根本和我们爆料革命是无缘的，而且更不能称之为战友。我当时记得非常清楚，呃，木兰把那个 PayPal 呃那个链接发到群里。呃，很多人攻击木兰，我当时特别生气，我就说，我说这是我们自己的，为了我们中国人将来去营造，呃，营造我们未来去推翻 CCP 的这个一个
呃有力的武器，为什么要反对呢？我当时站出来，我这人是挺直、挺直的一个人，喜欢就是直言嘛，我就站出来反对他们，结果遭到他们的攻击。所以这呃现在看来，法治基金呢。不单是救助我们的呃中国的被迫害的那些人，而且呢是呃是伪类的试金石啊，这就是我对我们法治基金的这个呃就是理解。好，谢谢啊、呃、各位。海西女士，那其实经过三年，你看伪类啊，现在你要说火鸡，火鸡后面不加拱字，我有点不习惯，纸巾前面还得必须赵岩加上赵岩才行。他们都变成了一个笑话，那所有的这些什么都有各各式各样的这个外号啊。<笑>那么这三年真的是啊、呃，留下了真正的战友，留下了真正这个呃支持爆料革命的这些，哪怕是没有做义工的哈，对吧？非常的非常的呃值得珍珍惜啊。嗯，那接下来请大卫哥来分享分享一下。嗯，好的，谢谢啊。这个我说到这儿呢，我给战友们分享一件事情，就是你看那个这呃之前刚才提到的那个孟宏伟，呃那个被共产党给给那个弄回去这个事情其实很大，在国际刑侦组织里。然后呢，他这个夫人呢，他太太呢，这两天已经露脸了，呃参加了这个法国的一个媒体的这个呃采访。我想说什么呢？就是法治基金有多大的作用呢和意义呢？就是战友们永远别忘了，就是当这个如果说共产党是制造这个邪恶、杀戮和黑暗呢，这个这样的一个一个政党的话。那么我们就需要点燃黑暗当中那个光明，谁去划这个火花呢？可能就是七哥，通过法治基金，他带给呃强，尤其是强烈的这些人，就像孟慧伟这样的人，或者说王健的家人，咱们不说什么大道理，咱就想共产党有千千万、九千万党员，现在此时此刻就在被这个共产党的体制被企业也好、江家也好，不管是谁，对吧？盗国贼也好，他们控制着，那这些人的安全，他他在黑暗之中看不到这个光明。你看，国际刑警组织都可以被共产党玩弄于掌骨之间。前两天又派那个胡滨琛，然后要要进执委，然后再去举手去控制亚洲，呃，这个安全就是这个国际刑警的分享这个数据和和和信息。这样你想想多可怕！那么如果没有法治基金，在这个黑暗之中给我们打开一道光，就什么我有能力救你们，我有这个资金，我有这个国际影响力，而且我是美国合法注册的。他的他的最大的意义就是我用法去灭共，我用法律去保护你。还有呢，就是咱们现在那个很多战友，就这三年，呃，有从强烈逃出来的，有转移海外的。那这个帮助你们，帮助救助战友的那个经费有哪来自哪儿啊？你看，又是来自法治基金。所以我觉得他的最大的意义，首先是真真正正做到了，就像七哥说的，给了你安全，能够在你最难的时候去帮助你，能够在你最需要这个呃救助的时候伸出这个援援手，这是靠实力的，不是靠嘴说的。就像刚才班东先生说 ，action action， 对不对？另外一点就是，呃，刚才那个卡利西和这个木兰提到的，就咱们很多战友在那个时候刚刚听到这个东西的时候，就大家有你看坚定的战友，我们肯定支持，因为我们相信七哥做的这个事情，没没有海航之前的爆料就没有这个王建案，后面对吧？一脉相承啊，幺幺二零调查出结果，然后呢，因为王建案这样事情，大家看那个消失的墙，所以才咱们才做法制机才有这个意义啊。那么是，否则的话，谁敢站出来呢？就跟着你去反共灭共，然后又加入到咱们的队伍里呢？现在我们有新中国联邦了，我们有那个喜马拉雅联盟体系，有各农场，这不就是一个时间上的承前这个叠这个承前启启后吗？所以说，我觉得这个法治基金真正带给了强烈人希望、安全，还有呢，就是他后面会得到西方更多人的认可，然后为灭共提供巨大的支持，这就是它的意义啊！这我我就分享到这儿，谢谢。感谢啊。
。对，法治基金除了刚才呃大卫大卫说的这些啊，就是包括我们农场，包括我们今天所看见的一切，农场在做的事情，义工在做的事情，很多都是需要法治基金来支持的。所以这就是一个灭共的基金，我们一定会就是说你把维护它的这个纯洁性啊，嗯，好，对，请。刚才那个大卫呃，还有卡利西还有木兰给大家分享了，因为我自己的感受就很深，这个幺幺二零对我的个人的感受，当时我还在墙内在偷偷的在看，那我就想到王健这么一个地位，他可以说是要钱有钱，要人有人，他都保护不了自己，那我们作为在墙内的一个小一个。百十人的小企业，你钱也没多少钱，你说共产党想踩死你，想把你去让你消失，那就分分钟的事情。我们能做什么？我们什么也做不了。那我我当时就想呢，就那个时候当，尽管我已经是呃呃移民出来，但是我那会儿还国内还有生意啊，还有很多的,的对很多的这个亲戚朋友什么都在国内，还不太舍得，经常还会来回返往返。但是就从这个王健这个案子幺幺零开始。我就非常坚定了，就下定决心，就一定要出去，而且不仅人要出去，钱钱也出去。尽管那个时候我我的公司那会儿还做生意，每年还可以赚很赚不少的钱，但是我都全部停掉了。因为你想着他王健的这个事情发生在任何一个人身上，他是没有任何阻挡力的，我们不可能阻挡得了的，是吧？不管你高位有多高。不管你有多少钱，你都阻止不了。共产党想灭咱们中国人，这就是踩死一只蚂蚁。对你，这这事实从那一天开始到现在，无数的这个人和事都证实了这一点。马云够高吧，是吧？马云去年可能可能他还不会想到有今天这个结果。还有很多的，包括王岐山，包括孙立军他们，你说他们的权威有多高？他们能保护得了自己吗？保护不了，谁都保护不了。所以。王健这个这个事情，我相信就像当初的 VOA 一样的，给很多，尤其是一些在墙内的一些企业家、小企业家或者是大企业家，当时犹豫的，还觉得这个能自己能生存下去没有问题的，我相信给很多人一个内心的一个震撼。所以刚才人家大卫他们都分享了，其实就是我们后面无数的类似于这个幺幺零，类似于王健的事情，无不在证实当初文文县这那一次的幺幺幺零这个发布发布会。它的影响力，它的震撼力，嗯、而且是未来是可可验证的。嗯啊，但是当然也提到这个法治基金，我们今天法治基金还有无数的战友在捐赠，在这个不管是金额大小多少，都是来自于战友的这个呃一点心意。尤尤其是有些墙内的战友，经济条件并不是那么富裕，还持续的在捐。那我所了解的，因为接触了很多墙内的战友反过来的信息，就是因为捐了一块钱，或者说捐捐了。五块钱、十块钱就被叫去喝茶，就被去写保证，甚至有一些被被侮辱啊，或者被打的都有。但是没有阻挡，没有阻挡这个战友持续的在捐。是真的，真的不是钱多钱少的问题，这就是你的态度的问题。对，就是对共产党说 no， 我不要你在这个地方，不要你要从宇宙之中消失。对。嗯，好的，那个，那我们后面我们在在在大卫这边在那个，因为大卫过去呢也参加了很多的这个，不管是线上的还有线下的这些活动，这个也得到法治基金的这个支持，因为不仅我相信大卫自己也在捐，但是反过来法治基金也用他这个呃募集了一些这个资金，反过来又是给予这些咱们灭共的这些团体或者战友。去帮助，嗯，所以你这里边，我相信大卫也是有，肯定也有参与其中
啊，那你自己对这个法治基金会不会有更新的认识？因为我们过去觉得像那些委内或者过去国内这些捐款，你不知道钱哪里去了，根本就你不知道谁花掉了，花哪里去了，大海了，是吧？嗯，大卫，对，导哥好，谢谢导哥啊，导哥提的这点特别好。呃，你像这个，我跟呃导哥，我们俩都是算是带着一个大的团队吧，啊，就也做做 leader。那么我们在最近这个，咱们就说从呃新中国联邦成立以后，咱们农场联盟有了以后，我们作为这个一个看管管家人吧，没办法，咱们灭共呢这个需要有一个资金支持，需要有一个力量。那么这个时候我们真的感受到法治基金给农场起到了巨大的支持作用，尤其是我们线下活动，你看抗议，大家还看到就是此时此刻正在美国 SEC 辛苦的兄弟姐妹们，那你像我们这些。呃，不在场的战友，那我们怎么办？我们可能就是希望那个能够这个这个提供更多的这个捐助，对吧？人不人不在，出不了力。那么这个时候回看，你看谁在后面支持呢？就是法治基金。而且特别有一点，就是法治基金它的监管审核，就像导哥提到，这是真正是让我们呃这个呃学习，也同时也是让我们这个尊重的。因为法治基金现在呢，也是专业的一批那个美国的律师和专业团队的一些呃这个这个朋友们。也有战友，也有我们的战友啊，这个在里面，大家一起在里面工作，我们会看到他的这个流程，包括接受美国的监管，是吧？审计，而且每一个环节、每一个流程，我们都有这个严格的过审，对不对？这点就让我们看到了这种专业性。而在美国法律的监督下，我们可以放心的、合法的、合理的使用这个法律基金给提供的支持，然后再去看到我们这个钱用用到哪儿去了，看到这个救助的战友，看到我们这个备药，是吧？看到我们农场的这个文宣。然后呢，我们的这个线下活动，大家看到全球各农场蒸蒸日上，这就是这个在美国法律下以法灭共。你看法治基金就给大家带来最好的一个一个样板。所以说我我觉得就是作为我们这些呃在农场当中真正的去工作的人，也要遵守咱们当地的法律，来配合和这个法治基金合作。我们在这个过程当中也是学习成长，然后一起能把这个法治基金的力量发挥到最大，救更多的战友。然后这就像刚才奎妹说的，这就是灭共的基金。嗯，谢谢大哥。嗯，了解。好的，谢谢。那个卡利西，我相信他有更更深的这呃更多的这个感受啊，就是关于法治基金这一块，因为他过去呃像我们尤其是起初的时候，呃给各农场安排这个有一些比如说活动补助啊，嗯，这个灭工啊、游行啊这些，那卡利西一直是我我我自己垫。我不需要，我希望把这个钱用在更多的地方去。所以卡利西过去就说的不多，他做的多。对，所以卡利西，你给大家分享一下，过去你跟法治基金接触整个过程当中，你觉得法治基金这个有什么跟跟其他基金有什么特别的不同的地方？呃，我们就是跟中共国的这些啊、呃，就是所谓的这些捐款慈善来相比的话呢，你比如说著名的这个红十字会哈。呃，这个当时在墙内的时候，红红十字会出事的时候，我是非常清楚的，因为呃，当时那个呃王呃叫王斌啊、呃、王斌的这个就是那个小蜜啊、呃、小三儿哈，然后呢就是去秀玛莎拉蒂，去秀这种豪车呃各种的啥，然后就被这个曝光了，曝光以后，从此红十字红十字会在中华的大地上呢已经呃就是烂大街了，所有的人都知道。
啊、呃，我原来我们手里的捐款全都用于了啊、呃、这些包二奶这些什么秀豪车，然后去做这个。但是在反观我们的在美国的合法的合理的体系里面成立的这个法治基金呢，啊、呃，我们又看到是一个另外的不同。我们看到这些法治基金呢，它是。每一笔支出呢都是非常严密的，非常呃严格的，而且是呃严谨的。然后呢，他去救助一些就是啊、呃、有生命危险的人啊、呃，还有救助一些需要去传播新中国联邦传播这个灭共的这个信息的这些人。呃，你比如说我们呃在当地吧，我们在呃温哥华，在加拿大的其他地区，比如说在渥太华，在多伦多举行的这些游行呢。呃，去宣传我们新中国联邦，去呃让中国人呃让所有的海外的人知道，我们这些中国人跟中共不是一种人，我们是两啊、呃，我们是跟他是背离的，我们是反共的。所以在这之前呢，我们大家去做一个游行，在二零一八年的时候，我做过车游哈、啊，在加拿大第一次全球的我们举行的第一次活动，那时候我们大家都是垫钱的。都是垫钱，然后呢，呃，自己就是用我们的情怀，然后呢，支持我们暴乱革命，支持七哥，呃，但是后来呢，呃，我们七哥用自己的钱啊，去给所有的这些团队包销哈，呃，我记得我当时呃，我就不想包销嘛，因为总共花了二百多刀，因为大部分我们大家就也没有去吃饭，也没有像其他地方一样的去呃吃大餐去聚会，因为我们觉得我们做的是一件啊、呃，就是。呃，传播的事情不是为了聚会大呃去吃大餐的，所以我记得当时澳洲报了很多很多的钱，呃，因为啊、呃、我是知道这个账目的嘛，我是参与其中的，所以从那个时候七哥自己拿钱给这些伸手党，然后到现在成立了一个非常严谨的呃有法符合法律美国法律法规的这么一个呃法治基金呢，我相信我们的这个。大相径庭，包括跟中共国的那些什么所谓慈善基金呢，又是大相径庭。所以我，我我们看，呃，从七个二零一七年到二零一八年，被中共的这种啊、呃、围追堵截啊、呃，被中共的这种啊、呃、各种的迫害啊、呃，包括呃把他的资金啊、呃，我我们的在裕达和这个盘古的资金全部冻结，全部被盘剥，包括对他的人身安全的威胁。但是在三年以后。啊，从二零一九年、二二零年到今年哈、啊，三年以后，我们全球的各地的这个反共的力量，我们灭共的力量呢，是呃此起彼伏的壮大。这跟法治基金有着一个非常非常啊、呃、不可不可分的这么一个呃就是呃这个关系哈。如果没有法治基金支支持，那么我相信我就像我或者是呃大卫或者是我们的倡导哥。他们用自己的钱去做这些，我们持续性不强，可能我们一次两次啊、嗯，三次四次都可以，但是久了以后呢，呃，大家、嗯、因为大家都不是有钱人吧，都是草根所以这种呃局限性就有了。但是有了法治基金的支持呢，我们就会持续的去宣传我们新中国联邦，持续的去啊、呃、反对这个疫苗的这个危机，持续的去对中共啊、呃、去做一些揭露中共行为的这些活动哈。这样我们的战斗力就增强十倍百倍不止啊！这也是我看到的一些现象。好，谢谢道哥。哎，卡利西亚，那我们木兰呢？其实我记得应该是最老最早的一批董事当中，是不是仅存了咱们仅存的这个华人呢？木兰是吗？不是，不要
这么说，最早的可能我没有没有没有。对，但但我我是想呢，因为木兰一直参与从建立之初到一直到现在，呃，仍然一直在里边工作。那我们过程当中，你像尤其这几年。这个有很多的伪类啊，清明贼在质疑法制医院。你看，这是文文先拿去买房子啦，文文先拿去消费啦，或者说给谁？时候都是还谁是董事啊？龚小夏，对 s a r a 那个时候我家人说、哎、哇，呃，这两个人，那我就还是先暂时不捐了，嗯、就是这样，真的是对，对，然后对，慢慢就那那个木兰一直在其中，他知道这个从建立的时候，他需要合规，他需要很多的文件，很多的这些规章制度，然后再到后面的实际往外去补助啊，或者说资源的时候，他有一整套的流程。那木兰，你跟大家讲一下，就是咱们在法制基金里面不仅接收捐款，我们在往外去捐赠的时候，它的流程是怎么样子？你们董事作为董事在其中起到什么样的角色？嗯，捐赠的时候，呃，应该应该这样说吧，就是说我们如果说，比方说要去救助啊，或者是捐赠的时候，我们一般都是要开董事会，那么就是呃，先要提出来，呃，就是提出申请，他比如说要申请法治基金的一些救助啊，呃，或者是呃捐赠啊这些，先提出了申请，然后呢，我们要开董事会，然后就投票。啊、呃，然后就是通过了之后才可以，呃，才可以进行，嗯，呃，然后因为我我我是在法治基金这一块，我们有法治基金和法治社会是两个不同的基金，那它的那个呃目标稍微有一些不同，那么它需要呃需要就是大家去投票的内容可能不大一样，啊、呃，那我这里就分享一个就是一个比较。呃，成功的我们董事会阻止的一个事情，就是当时鸡腿潘他提出了一个申请救助，然后就说他要开一个呃公司，呃怎么怎么样，要申请那个贷款啊、呃，好像是三年还是四年，每年是五万美金的这样一个申请，然后当时就是也是召集大家开会去审核这个。然后当时我们就否决了，因为我们就觉得他做的这个，嗯，这个生意吧，就是跟我们这个灭共完全就是没有关系的，一点关系都没有，所以我们觉得就是不应该给他这个贷款，然后就给他否决掉了。这个当时我都不知道是谁，不知道是谁，呃，都是之后就是鸡腿潘爆出来之后，然后又倒回去查的时候。才发现原来是鸡腿班。<笑>如果当时就知道是他的话，当时可能就会早一点拉这个警报。我觉得更快。嗯。嗯。又是一个伸手党。对。对<笑>好的，木木兰，那你啊还有分享的吗？啊，没有听清楚。不是还有分享的吗？还有什么要分享的吗？就是关于这个法制基金内部的一些运作。对，啊、这个还有我们的救助，就是一呃最开始的时候，大家可能都记得，就是给大家那个战服、战帽发战服、战帽，就是这个嗯呃,呃，就是法制基金这边组织的嘛。然后嗯、呃，各个国家呢，就是选了一个代表，因为当时没有农场，就是各个国家选了一个代表人，然后分发给。大家这样
，呃，这个一直都是在持续的，然后一直到了那个就是疫情开始的时候呢，就是法金就开始给大家准备那些呃手套、口罩这些，我想很多战友都申请到了，呃，我们都收到了这一申请，然后都给大家发出去了。然后就是法治基金的工作人员，包括王艳萍，都是在节假日给大家啊、呃、包装包装这个口罩啊、手套啊这些发给大家，呃，非常的辛苦，嗯。然后之后呢，包括那个我们的国旗，国旗也是法治基金当时做的，然后也有很多已经发给到了各个农场，嗯。然后呢，就是支持各个农场的呃游行。呃，这些游行活动去宣传我们的呃病毒真相啊，嗯、呃，这些呃反对 CCP， 包括反对这个 CCP 的渗透啊，这些这些游行都是法治基金组织的。然后呢，还有一些救助呢，就是可能大家呃有知道一些战友，他是从国内啊呃,呃受迫害的战友要要出来嘛，他们要。呃，出到美国啊，或者是其他国家啊、呃，也是法治基金给予了帮助，让他们离开了那个中共国啊、呃，来到了国外，然后也支持他们最一开始的一些生活费啊、呃，都有支持。嗯嗯嗯，基本上就是这些。嗯，好，好，感谢啊，就是真的，我们对，我看战友在留言，就是回首往事。郭先生真的是不容易啊！最开始的时候就是孤军奋战，然后就一帮伪类先围着要伸手要钱，那终于慢慢通过一件件的事情啊，通过我们其实所有的留在这边的战友都是呃因为在一起工作，在一起把一件件事情做成了，才留到了这边啊，就是真的非常非常不容易。对，没错，我其实刚才卡利西讲的这个很生动的。左边是谁，右边是谁，前后前面是谁，后面是谁？但是，对，但是更可贵的是什么呢？就是即使你看在那种情况下，那么多伪类七名嘴，在整个四年四年多的这爆料革命路上，我像我们文现在接触的比我们多得多。过去骗骗他的，骗他的这个信息啊、钱啊，或者说这个就差骗人了。但是他没有放弃对战友的这个信任。对。你看到没有？如果是我，或者换成我们大卫。过去这么多人骗你的时候，我们内心肯定要要要更谨慎，对吧？对未来的接触的每一个人，我们要保持更多的警惕，因为我们不知道下一个人是谁会来骗我，骗我钱，或者说我被骗了，骗我人命都有可能。对，但是到今天为止，你看文文现在对咱们的战友、真战友，他没有说因为过去我经历了这些人啊，我我要对这些这个呃过去这个呃不认识的、不熟悉的啊，我不知根知底的人，我首先先怀疑你。首先先担心你，首先把你这个放在一个什么样的位置，是吧？他没有。这个是郭先生强大的一点，就是他没有分别心，首先，然后他不会先入为主，不会先给你扣帽子，他先以诚待人，让我们所有人能感受到这个力量。他也不怕那些人，说白了，他就是很强，他就是一个实实在在的强者，所以他他根本不怕。但是我们作为呃那个跟随的战友啊，我们是普通人，有的时候确实是。是还需要学习学习，就是郭先生那种强大的这种内心啊嗯。嗯，对，好的，那我们在那个，因为今天幺幺二零这一个重大的事情，你接法制金三周年呢，我是想让几位嘉宾再给大家来，呃，再讲一些话，就是尤其是我们在收看呢，或者说未来可能收看呃强烈的这些战友也好，或者普通的咱们同胞也好。
就你们通过这个三周年，呃，还有法资金这个这么一个主体，想对咱们尤其是墙内的这些同胞战友们想说些什么？好，大卫。嗯，好的，谢谢导哥，谢谢哥妹啊。呃，首先呢，这个我觉得就是今天能大家能在一起回顾这个三周年的过往，回顾法资基金的创立。然后呢，就是我首先第一点，我觉得一个关键词就是咱们要那个感恩。呃，我觉得就是所有的为爆料革命这三年付出的那个兄弟姐妹，今天只是说，呃，我们六位在这儿这个同框出现在这里，但是呢，无数的战友在后面在默默的做着他们的这个对爆料革命的支持，对咱们新中国联邦整个的这个大的局上的这个支持，他们做的太多了。那么，呃，其实回头来看呢，就是刚才那个卡利西提到的，就是咱们参加活动。呃，去到幺二零现场的呃这些委内，其实回看我我们某种意义上也感谢他们，因为没有这些人的出现，他不会验证爆料革命的真，是吧？没有这些人的出现，也不会让我们今天拥有的这么可贵。而且我觉得，就是七哥呢，在经历这么多风雨以后呢，就是他的呃修为，他对爆料革命的看法，对这个信仰的追求，他他超越普通凡人。之所以他这样看问题，他就是知道我是追求我的目标。而且新中国联邦追求的这个为真不破，正道于正道主义本身就是渡人，对不对？你说我们能去用这个九指妖，用这个路德他们这些人，包括什么赵岩刚才那个提到的，咱们能用他们的道德标准标尺来看我们新中国联邦吗？呃，和爆料革命吗？那显然不能。所以呢，在这个过程当中，一定是有呃这个逐劣留下良好的，一定要是这样的一个过程。还有一点就是。这四年、这三年发生的事情，给谁看最震撼最大？给党内的人看，大家永远别忘了，给那些体制人内的人看。你像那个法治金救了这么多人，法治金现在起了这么大的作用，我觉得现在共产党最关键的就是害怕他的党心、民心、军心的这个溃散。那么我们体制内的人都看着盯着我们的，我们有幸在这儿，就像七哥说的，不是我们有多优秀，是我们是仅仅是战友当中的一个代表，是一个缩影。那么更多的人，他是用人心、用投票、用现在购买喜币的呃加入 KYC 的这个这个热情，就就表达了对新中国联邦的这种信任，对共产党的这种痛恨。还有就是有真到有那一天的时候，那一刻的时候，共产党实际上瞬间就会被共产党自己的力量给碾压碾压掉。为什么？因为这些人他感受到了恐惧，他感受到了一面的恐惧，又感受到另外一个世界来自新中国联邦这边的希望，又给他的支持。法治基金起到的作用，那他当然就会伸出他的手。我们爆料革命法治基金已经向你走走向了迈了九十九步，那么我们墙内的同胞和墙内的体，尤其是体制内的人，你敢不敢往前迈一步呢？所以我觉得今天我们呃同心同框在这里做这个节目，最重要的就是让体制内的人赶紧加入到爆料革命，对吧？时不我待，赶紧来到新中国联邦，对吧？选择大于努力，而且这是你最后一次人生的选择，保财保命。Take down CDP， 你要有能力来反攻。那么爆料革命和新中国联邦法治基金就是提供给你这样的能力啊，对吧，兄弟姐妹？所以我，我我觉得这个我们要珍惜，太多的工作要做，而且呢，我们仅仅是回看三年，也仅仅取得了一点，呃，一点成就，还有那么多事情，现在交给各个农场。所以，我觉得兄弟姐妹，我们一起共勉，并且不能忘了那些这个付出努力的人，剩下的就是什么，交给时间，对吧？谢谢。好的，好，谢谢啊。呃，卡利西，你还想你想说些什么？对咱们其他战友还有墙内的一些同胞
呃，我其实对我们强力的战友呢，呃，是想要跟他们传达的，就是呃，首先呢，七哥他一直就在呃跟我们就说，我们海外的战友呢，海外的华人，我们尽量多做一些，我们露脸呀，去做一些事情。呃，那么强内的这些战友呢，呃，大家尽量的不要以卵击石，因为毕竟中共的邪恶还是存在的，所以大家呢还是保障个人的安全，这是为首要。其次呢，呃，在嗯不能捐法治基金的这个。同时呢，哈，呃，他们可以照样支持暴力革命。你比如说，呃，就像大卫所说的，体制内的人，他验证了从二零一七年到目前为止，这一幕一幕的啊，这个中共的杀人，呃，不管是杨改兰，呃，到中间的这些 P2P 的受害者，呃，恒大地产的受害者，以及呃高层的这个什么王健呀、啊、肖建华，呃，还有许才厚，呃，这些人呢，哈，不断的在出事情。所以这些呢，都已经让墙内的很多人啊、呃，都在看到了我们暴力革命对这个世界传播真相的这个震撼力哈。那么现在呢，墙内的战友他完全可以呃去参与到我们的这个以前灭共啊，比如说做我们的这个呃洗币的 QIC， 然后呢呃去安全的把自己的这些钱转移到呃将来的自己的这个财富的增值上，最起码能够。把自己的金钱转移到这个诺亚方舟上，呃，在中共灭亡的时刻呢，不至于自己一一身的血汗付之东流啊！这就是我跟墙内的人，呃，墙内的战友所呃，就是表达的。另外呢，就是七哥的这种胸怀，正如呃寇密所说的，他的这种呃坚定。魄力胸怀是他的呃修为所造成的，因为呃七哥昨天的直播不是讲的一句话嘛，他说呃如果你的眼界啊、呃、你的眼光你的视野有多大，那么你将来你就有多大的成就啊、呃，我这一点是深有体会的，就是你把整个世界装下，你把整个世界包容。那么整个世界都是你的，所以呃，把所有的呃嗯，包括大卫啊、Q 妹啊、长岛哥啊，还有我们所有的无名的这些战友们，都是我们的兄弟姐妹，我们做到无私啊、呃，做到无畏就够了。我们的灭共力量会越来越强大。我们的 H Coin 现在这种赚钱效应，已经让海内外以及墙内的所有的战友们呃开始瞠目结舌。所以我相信啊，海呃海外的。以及强力的这些战友做 KYC 还是非常容易的哈，可以呃找到各个农场你喜欢的农场去，让农场协助，然后以前灭共。好，谢谢。好，谢谢卡利切。那木兰再给大家说一下。嗯，好的。嗯、呃，首先呢是非常感谢强力的所有的捐款的战友，因为在强力呢他们是非常的不容易。呃，很多捐款的战友可能因为就是捐一次款，呃，这个银行账户被封啊，然后被喝茶呀，就是冒着很大的这个危险。但是呢，我们确实收到了很多来自墙内战友的这个捐款，呃，非常感谢他们。呃，那么墙墙内这这一战友一定要留好你们的那个捐款凭证。呃，以前七哥也说过，这个是非常重要的，呃，一定要留好。嗯，然后呢，就是嗯，呃，大家呢通过这个法治基金呢，就可以加入到我们的农场，然后加入到我们爆料革命，加入到我们新中国联邦，然后一起来呃，一起来建设我们新中国联邦。嗯
然后另外一点呢，就是说也想对墙内的一些啊、呃、一些需要救助的人说吧，就是如果他们需要法治基金的救助，嗯、呃，这个也是可以呃通过各种方式联系到我们，呃，就像我们那个七哥也讲的说的，我们有救助那个呃一些。嗯，当时的那些病病毒专家、科学家，把他们救到了欧洲。像这些，就是可以向法治基金求助。嗯嗯、呃，我就说这么多，谢谢。谢谢谢谢。我觉得我们这场革命啊，嗯、真的是呃，这三年走下来，我们可以看到，对勇敢者、对无私者，是一定有大大的奖励。那我们在其实有很多很多的义工啊，就是非常嗯，其实环境也不是很很好啊，他的那个政治环境，他们一样可以用智慧的方式来参加到这个爆料革命中去做很多的很多事情，所以呃，特别是在这些海外的，因为说到这个喜币上市的时候，就有战友想躺平了，就不想做事了。这个我我相信啊，就是这场革命，你如果说你失去了勇气和无私，他一定会。你的你所有的财富，所有的为你带来的一切的功和利都会消失的，这是非常非常上天，这是上天的安排。所以，请大家真的一定要坚持下去，一定要推翻共产党啊，对吧？嗯，伟哥。对，好的，我们这个在从这个发布会还有个法治心、法治社会这个，除了文贵先在是其中的一个核心人物以外，我们还想到另外一个人。那我们刚才有见到的，就是我们班农先生。班农先生。对，当时说实在话，我个人就是对班农先生其实不是太了解。嗯。哎，还不知道他在整个国际社会上他的影响力。那我们现在逐渐的了解到了，就当时还不是太了解。但是回头现在想起来的时候，你你想他当时参与到这些事情的时候，给他带来的风险是非常大的，是吧？刚才我也问了他这个问题，其实给他带来很多风险，带来很多麻烦，但是他毅然的去去参与了。爆料革命里边，还有对，甚至包括后面的新中国联邦的成立，对，所以说我想问一下，那个大卫这边有定期的每个星期的采访班农先生，我相信他对班农先生可能了解更多。嗯，你觉得像班包括班农先生在内的一些很多的国际友人吧，我们也可以这么说，他们为什么会选择支持我们？为为什么会选择相信文卫先，相信我们这一帮爆料革命的战友能真正的去灭共？好的，谢谢导哥啊。其实我我我觉得这个问题问的非常好。我我跟大家分享一下我的个人一个看法。首先，大家回看一下，就是七哥在大直播里提到了，就是他过去在呃可以说这二十来年吧，在国际社会在西方的这个政商关系这几条线，大家发现一个什么呢？就是七哥他是很早就考虑到美国。你看，民主党有他的朋友，共共和党也有他的朋友。他并不是说这个我跟哪一个人或者我跟哪一种主义。他是在和这些人当中的交往和接触当中，慢慢的建立起了自己的这个 credit， 并且呢，通过在对美国政治的了解和熟悉呢，包括他本人又对共产党的了解，他是把东西方能为我所用的，我我在爆料革命当中，我能支撑我这个呃往前推动的这种力量和人这些资源，他 get 到一起了，这点上很重要，这是一个长期的战略的布局，没有说这个长期的准备是不可能做到的。对吧？因为这是跟人打交道，我我怎么就能保证这个人在这个时刻去站出来跟你说话呢？所以，首先，七哥，我认为他有一个长期的对这个中西方呃各界人士的了解，对共产党的了解，然后他有个长远的准备，长期的准备
。另外呢，就是他看我们看一下爆料革命的这个四年来和这个班农先生的接触 ，Peter 纳瓦罗先生的接触，和这个呃川普总统，包括川普总统的家人，呃共和党、民主党，你看七哥在这个为了达到我们灭共的这个共同目标上来讲，他是什么呢？我哪边我都可以为我所用，永远不失去自己的目标。所以呢，他在和这些人的交呃交往和接触的时候呢，他挖掘到了这些像皮特纳瓦罗先生、班农先生他身上的那个闪光点，而这个闪光点正是他在这个呃作为一个美国的政治家，他身上呃这个呃这么多年他能去坚持自己的原则，坚持自己的这个特色，然后让这个在政治界脱颖而出。七哥发现这些长处以后呢，把他的对呃共产党的了解，然后呢分享给对方。让班农先生是看到了，大家别忘了，二零一七年他去这个中共国看到那个王岐山，大家记得吧？七哥描述那个场面。那你那你想想，如果说没有班农先生亲自感受到王岐山当时那个狂傲，呃，后面的布隆伯格这些人，华尔街这些人，包括班农先生本身也从投行出来，又做过美国的海军，他他知道美国的政界商界是怎么样跟共产党这个这个接触，再加上七哥的情报和实力，他通过什么叫做互相验证？验证的过程就是征服班农先生，或者说征服美国支持我们的这各界人士的一个过程。他是通过行动、实力、情报，对吧？多方的这个因素在一起的。哦，我信，我信你，班老师，对吧？这这是这个不是拿钱买来的。而共产党是什么？孙立军、刘艳萍，是吧？然后整一帮流氓在在这个政旗。现在这些人都哪去了？他们在楼下，对吧？这个这个造谣诋毁。而我们靠的是靠的是实力和长时间多年的积累。验证给对方看，包括这个呃生化武器的共产党的病毒，所以我觉得那个班农先生他本人身上的优点，正好是我们新中国联邦灭共当中和他契合的一个点。同时呢，就是一起带着班农先生去验证，对吧？来，我让你看。那么这几年下来，班农先生是看到了真相，看到了七哥身上的这个灭共的行动力，还有呢，就是他的精神，真的是为战友。包括幺幺二零，我们今天提到这一个时刻啊，三年前的今天，那么他们是一起。缔造了法治基金，咱不能忘了班农先生是呃这个当时的第一任的这个主席啊。那么我们看到是班农先生用行动去在跟我们配合，并且得到了反馈，得到了验证。哇，这个灭共之后，大家看看这个美国政界对班农先生的这个这个反应，说明什么？说明共产党害怕班农先生。那这个本身又让更多的人来关注班农，关注班农先生作战室里说的话，比如说这个病毒呃这个疫苗这些这些事情，然后才影响到了美国政界，包括。限制拜登总统这个第五修正案等等等等，所以我想说什么，就是这这是一个双方互相了解，用行动、用执行力证明给对方，征服给那个彼此的一个过程。所以这种就是兄弟背靠背，同时也是爆料革命和西方这些正义人士合作的一个过程。而且这个力量会越来越大，我相信更多的美国人士，呃，这个呃会来到呃支持我们灭共的这个队伍里的，我们把它叫做灭共者联盟，对不对？全世界已经慢慢觉醒。所以这个呃，我我就简单说到这儿吧，谢谢，谢谢大哥。嗯，好的，谢谢大威啊。那个，那我想卡利西他当时幺幺零在现场也亲眼看到了班农先生。我们可能很多像那个大卫，可能甚至都没有当面能看到班农先生，是吧？那个卡利西肯定是亲眼看到了。然后另外一个就是从过去支持爆料革命、参与爆料革命，一直到现在，逐渐逐渐呈现到我们面前有很多的国际友人。而且是位高权重。我曾经开过一句玩笑，当时川普总统在在在那个白宫的时候，我说我们跟川普总统之间就隔一个人而已，就是班农先生，是吧？所以一点都不夸张。那我想卡利西，你再跟大家分享一下，你觉得他们为什么从普通的
美国人或者西方人到这么位高权重的这些国际友人，他们会选择支持我们？呃，刚才在采访这个班农先生的时候呢，我有问过班农先生这个问题，就是为什么你能认准我们的鸡哥呢？为什么你选择相信他呢？班农先生回答的非常清楚，他说：“呃，当我看到了一个海航，他从九三年到二一年，他呃从呃这么一个。”一亿年一万亿的资产，一个呃去呃递增的这么一个企业呢，哈，呃，它是不正常的一种现象，而且呢，它一个呃就是缔造者王健，呃，在一个普罗旺斯，呃，在一个法国的地方被绞疼死，所以呢，他。认为这一切呢也是不正常的。后来他介入了这个呃，就是海航的调查，然后呢去了解这个现状，呃，就是呃接触了我们的七哥，所以呢了解到了中共的一桩一桩的邪恶啊，包括这个肖建华，呃，包括许才厚啊，还有这一系列的被消失的这些人，包括王健，是我们七哥在预言中的千人计划里面有很多很多的人一个一个的死亡，一个一个的离奇的死亡，所以。呃，班农先生呢，他是一个非常睿智的一个政治家，他是一个非常有决断力，而且呢非常有魄力、有智慧的这么一个伟人哈。所以我认为他的决断力和判断力呢，一眼就能识啊、呃、识破真和假，就是也就意味着我们能够走在一起，能够和我们的班农先生和我们的七哥一起啊、呃、去为真不破的去坚持我们新中国联邦，我们一定有相通之处的。那么这个相通之处呢，就是啊、呃，就是去追求真相，然后呢了解事实，然后去用自己的判断去做这件事情。那么现在呢，我们也看出来，中共的蓝金黄对美国的政要也是相当的严重，而且对我们的班农先生呢，因为他站在我们暴乱革命，站在我们新中国联邦这一方面哈，对他进行了一些缠诉。所以，对一个政治家，对一个伟人，这种阐述，呃，可能在我们来普通人来说呢，好像是天大的事情，但是对他来说就是云淡风轻。可能对他的政治生涯是一个光彩的一笔，而且呢，呃，令他更为这个世界呢，哈，做出更大的贡献，让这个世界呢，呃，更加认识这个呃睿智的老人，呃。他的政治手腕和他的魄力，哈，这就是我见到的这个这一切。呃，当然，我实际见到这个班农先生呢，他的那种风采，哈，呃，就是那种啊、呃、放荡不羁，那种呃天下唯我独尊的那种气魄和那种气势呢，哈，让我们每个人叹服。他确实不是普通人，呃，包括我们的七哥呢，对我们班农先生也是非常敬佩的。我们七哥本身就超出我们好几个来我都是那种人上人人杰。那么班农先生在我的这个印象中呢，我认为呃这个世界呃现存的首屈可指的这些领袖级的人物啊，这就是对我的这个直观的啊、呃、这个感受。好，谢谢导哥。好的，谢谢。然后那我们木兰呢，跟班农先生其实接触很多，他不仅是在这个法治经法治社会里面过去有接触，还有就是在沃洛姆。呃，那个木兰也经常协助他们一些安排一些嘉宾啊，所以我想木兰，你跟大家分享一下你这个概念当中呢，呃，那个班农先生是怎么样的？好的，好的，呃，班农先生，我觉得他非常的平易近人，而且呢，就是我觉得他非常的爱中国人，嗯、呃，就是而且他非常想帮助中国人，他知道。中国人生活在这个苦难当中，被这个呃共产党压迫欺负这么多年，嗯
、呃，可能他以前可能没有就是说实质的这种感受，但是他自从接触到我们这些战友了之后呢，呃，他的这个嗯就更有这种感同身受的感觉，然后他就非常的想了解呃我们真正的中国人老百姓的这个生活或受到的迫害啊、呃，所以他。呃，开展了这个战斗史的这个节目，然后呢，就是啊、呃，非常想要就是要求呃，邀请我们的嘉宾，就是我们的战友啊、呃。其实当时一开始的时候啊、呃，七哥是非常就是担心的，因为我们战友嘛都没有上过这样的节目，然后呢又怕战友说错话，所以呢，呃、就是他都嘱咐我们，就是说一定要。选就是非常好的战友，然后呢还要培训啊这些，所以之前我们班农战斗时每次都是要经过呃长期的培训，每天大家要聚在一起去说啊、呃、去说，然后呃我们选上几个人，根据班农先生的要求，他的主题选上选上几个人，然后呢根据这个主题呢去培训大家。呃，其实我觉得大家真的是非常，呃，都是非常棒，呃，说的非常好，然后在节目上的那个表现啊，这些，然后班农先生都非常满意，每次给给战友的评价都是非常非常高的那种评价，呃，然后直到之后就是我们开展了那个游行啊那些，嗯，他都是在第一时间的要求我们要把呃游行的 live 的那些场面画面，呃，马上就要给到他。嗯，他就是他非常关心我我们的这些活动游行活动，嗯，然后呢，就是在他的班农战斗史上去报道，嗯，所以我觉得觉得班农先生他真的是啊、呃，他也非常的关心我们中国人中国老百姓的这个灭共的事业，呃，跟七哥一起配合，然后就是同甘共苦，我感觉就是完全的同甘共苦。嗯呃，非常感谢班农先生，嗯，好的，谢谢，感谢感谢,感谢。所以从呃今天啊，时至今日，我们从二零一八年的那个影像视频，再看到二零一九，再到今天，我觉得在场的和不在场的所有战友、所有中国同胞，都会感到一种更加自信。我们是真的是看着进步啊，看着一点点成长起来，对。嗯，好的，谢谢啊。那我们有时间关系，我们真人真事节目就到这里，也非常感谢今天我们几位重量级的谢谢骨灰级的嘉宾到场啊。大卫、卡利西还有木兰，过去在一直做出了很多贡献，现在是当下还在继续的付出。当然，我们背后也有很多的战友默默无闻的在做贡献，也非常感谢。当然，大家千万别忘了，我们持续的捐助我们法治基金、法治社会，这是我们自己的这个灭共基金，未来会给我们包了革命以及新中国联邦呃新中国的这个旧这个重建，都会给予这个强有力的支撑。所以。呃，希望大家持续的关注跟捐赠。当然，我们也别忘了幺幺二零这一天的重要的日子。这个事情就是真人真事，真实的人发生了真实的事情，它就是那么消失了。那我相信王健他不是第一个，也不是最后一个。如果我们不推翻共产党，不消灭这个体体这个体制的话，我们每个人都可能是其中之一。好的，那非常感谢几位参与，我们稍后放一些视频，然后欢迎七哥跟半东先生回来。嗯，好，谢谢，谢谢大家，卡利西，谢谢大家，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，谢谢，
拜拜。
Are you okay over there? Your son is crying and missing you. It sees you in his dreams. You sent Drake down the CCP. Cause it's God's will. It's God's will. And so I went to you. 我们反对的是共产党，他给世界带来了恐惧。他们七十年来欺骗了全世界。生命，而且母亲在我们每个生命中所扮演的角色和意义都是非常重要的。发自内心的要想一想，母亲这个十月怀胎之苦，一朝分娩之痛的这种感激。
有一个独裁的政党叫共产党，他绑架了十四亿人民。这就是中国一个外溢富豪的下场。我们反对的是共产党，他给世界带来了恐惧。尊敬的战友们好啊！今天是。
all very much for coming. Thank you, everybody.
保命、保钱，还要报仇。如果战士必须爆料，那么这就是为什么我说要把王岐山这个书记这个事情直接给说出来的原因嘛。我是冒着我全家一千多亿资产，我全家人被抓，员工被抓，被杀，我在时刻面临着生命危险，我就是为了维权吗？用一国之力去对一个人制造这样的谣言，前所未有。二十九年来，文贵一分一秒没有犹豫过，文贵从来没有想过放弃。既然已经开始。我们就绝不妥协。既然已经开始，我们一定要赢。忘掉文贵，过去的文贵已经早就死了。现在的文贵是承负着上天给我的使命。喜马拉雅是一个高度，是一个我们的目标。目标要中国，有法治中国，信仰中国。我们。每个人生来平等，我们每个人都应该同等的机会，我们每个人都应该得到尊重，我们必须赢，该我们赢了，民心向国，希望其善。在香港，你所有做的恶，你都要万倍的偿还。CCP 在武汉的这个冠状病毒，就是共产党生物实验室、批次实验室。我是一个爱国爱党、敬业的公民。
Miles, it is it is incredible that one year after you had and decided to have the November twenty, the twenty November all day uh, session at the Pierre Hotel, where we really brought to the world's attention what's going on with the C- CCP. That one year to the day you would have this coming together, really, of people in the United States to support the people in Hong Kong. And for everybody in China and everybody in Hong Kong, understand one key fact, is that is we're, we're very divided as a country, America. Miles, I always say that, uh, and this was even before you started last year, on 20 November, uh, everybody always doubts Miles Guo uh, before um, when he puts information out. But it always turns out to be right. <laughs> so, and I receive a lot of message uh, from friends. Uh, they all uh, thank uh, uh, people like you in DC uh, who work so hard for us. So, um, uh, if you know that uh, actually, like Chinese people, they are also very emotional. Like they are very expressive, and they would like to thank you for what you have done.和自由而组成新马拉雅监督机构到今天都没有任何的真相所以我们选择六月四号是新中国联邦的建立日我们要永远不忘历史我们要踏上我们的英雄国际的歌声和他们的路程走完他们没有走完的路推翻共产党让中国拥有一个法治民主自由的一个政
百分之百的让西方认识到这是生化病毒，这是真正的病毒武器，超限战。齐哥好，班东先生好，哎，能听到声音吗？齐哥能听到声音吗？还没有开麦。可以听到我们的声音是吧？可能那边还声音还没调好，那那个我们先让新加进来的几位嘉宾，新加进来的几位嘉宾做一下介绍吧，老班长。好，呃，七哥好，班农先生好，各位好，呃，亲爱的战友们，大家好，今天是一个特别特别值得纪念的日子，呃，这个我们爆料革命，呃，我们爆料革命，呃，四年以四年多以来哈，有很多日子都值得纪念，而幺幺二零无疑是当中最重要的一个之一啊，所以说今天我们在这里呃隆重的来纪念这一天，我们呃来分享这一路以来爆料革命的一些感受，我、哦、非常荣幸。啊、呃，谢谢。好啊，草根。好的啊，七哥好，班农先生好，呃，亲爱的战友们好，观众朋友们好，我非常荣幸啊，这个参加这个幺幺二零这个节目啊，这是应该是第二次了，然后第一次的时候，每一次的幺幺二零，然后都印象非常深刻，这一次非常有幸，然后能够参与进来，谢谢。好啊，汤平。啊，全球战友们好，七哥好，班农先生好，嗯，今天很激动啊，呃，我们的法治基金法治社会到现在成立已经三周年了，嗯，还记得三年前，我是一直激动的守在那个手机的那个 app 前面，呃，收看这个1120的这个新闻发布会，王健之死的新闻发布会，而且没想到，同时听到了这个消息，就是呃，成立法治基金法治社会。啊，所以说三年过来了，我觉得星星之火可以燎原。之前呢，我们是嗯没有火，一直这个这个火种呢是2017年文贵先生出来，他点起了这个这个火种，然后到了嗯18年的 1120， 真的就是我们形成了一个这么大的一个灭共的联盟，然后我们全球有那么多的战友，那么一直到今天三年以后到今天。真的，这把火真的是越烧越旺了，嗯，可以燎原了。谢谢大家，谢谢。好，谢谢啊，威廉王。哇，呃，七哥好，班龙先生好，呃，所有的战友们大家好，今天非常的激动，能参加幺幺二零的这个纪念日啊。然后幺幺二零对于我来说意义也是非常大，当时确实是特别的震撼。当这个七哥向全世界宣告黑夜已经来临，然后，哎呀，真的是。首次警告了全世界的人关于共产党的这个黑暗，所以我们在现在的这个你
财富增长的同时，一定不要忘了我们的初心。我们是因为什么被吸引到不老革命？我们到底是为了干什么来的？所以这个纪念日真的是非常非常的重要，非常感谢能够参加，谢谢。好，谢谢威廉王。那我们赵英姐。好，这个七哥好，班农先生好，全球的战友大家好，这个很高兴，呃，和今天和大家见面。虽然我。其实参加爆料革命，我们比较晚。呃，王王建之死这些，呃，七哥当时三年前开始爆料的时候，我们还不知道怎么回事呢。所以今天第一次这个日子和大家团聚在一起，谢谢。好，海东兄。呃，好，全球的战友们，呃，七哥、班农先生，大家好啊！我是非常非常呃欣慰、幸运的啊，接过了这个。班农先生的这个法治基金的这个主席啊，我我想这是啊，真正为中国人民、为老百姓啊，在全球的唯一的这个法治基金这么一个呃基金来去为中国人、为中国老百姓啊，班农先生经常说的这句话，深深的感动了我啊。我知道他是从一个美国人、外国人的一个嘴里面说出来“老百姓”这三个字，是对我们中国人多大的认可和多么多么的有亲切的这种感受的心心相惜的这种感觉感受啊！所以呃，在这儿都是相信爆料革命新中国联邦法治基金所有在七哥在创造这个平台上，我们会也一定能。把中国共产党就像我们在宣言里说的一样，八九六呃，这个这个二零二零六四的时候，消灭中共是正义的需要。好，谢谢。好，谢谢韩中兄。那我们呃也看到了，就在所有的框当中，除了这个呃文文先生和班农先生以外，基本上都是目前的这个法治基金或者法治社会的董事或者说任职。那在我们看到班农先生和文文先生其实创创建了这个法治基金、法治社会。我相信，呃，我记得文文先生过去有讲过，就是法治基金、法治社会未来一定是在我们呃这个呃中国人手上，或者说咱们战友手上去更更好的用好这些每一分钱，用到这个灭共的事业上面去。我想今天文文先生和班农先生看到今天的法治基金、法治社会的运作和合法合规的在操作。我相信他们也会比更更放心。好的，那文文先，好，这个说，呃 ，this Mr. Wang is from the New Zealand, is the Rufalo Foundation, is the CEO, also is the globally New Federal State Farmer is the chairman. Ah, so and this Mr. Ho, you know, is the you know yes, wife, you know, this is you know from the world brand, famous, world, world famous. famous. And now space famous now. This is from the Canada. Is the my music teacher and the music you know article in the maker is the you know they covers from Canada. Is the the gentleman is Guo is in my family from the China, but now in Japan, handsome boy. Now is you know they they here. Ah, I 刚刚跟班农刚开离开以后啊，我们俩离开这个屋就真的是连上洗手间空都没有，就一直在开会啊。开会呢，这个刚才。开完会，我到了洗手间，我是蹲在马桶上啊，边大便边换上衣，然后擦完屁股，直接提着鞋就穿出来了，然后就点雪茄
，真的一秒钟时间没有。班德生每次进洗手间都被人家喊出来，哎，出来 ，C C，We see we are lunch meeting no second， you know it's the time is busy， we can talk。所以说我们就赶快来开会，人家人走了，我们俩就穿到这儿来了。俺俩进这屋之前点着的雪茄啊，所以你看他们很轻松，真的是在高效的工作啊，而且。万能先生，你说他跟我这样的年龄的人一起跟人家开会，他就这样，他很不容易的。所以说，今天法治基金的时候，当我们谈的是兄弟姐妹，记住，万能先生真的是用共产党的话说哈，真的是啊，耗尽了自己的心思啊，真的是多少个不明业跟我们一起幺幺二零，还当时建立法治社会法治基金，这是我跟万能先生在三年前亲身经历的，今天又是。同一个时间又同样的就是还是这样的辛苦的，他是为了我们啊。班东先生没有在法治基金法治会拿一分钱，而这个时候他今天想到的和昨天和三年前想到的真的最多中国老百姓，他想的最多的老百姓，包括我们刚才谈到了很多话题，就你能感受到这个外国人是真的假的，对对咱们中国人好。他一想到一说要能解救中国老百姓，他的眼睛就放光了。我们要赶快干，行动，快行动！班东先生在美国最早跟随我说的 action action。行动，行动，行动！啊、uh, ，I talk about you three years ago, same day, same time. Use twenty four hours. We are talk about how can you know setting you know create with the new federal state and you know it's the root of the low foundations. Same day today we have a hard work.、Yeah. You seriously think how can risk you know China 老百姓 That's the same, right? Three years never change. 这是我们真的是大家要爱班的，这是 why we love you. Even you change, we don't love you. Don't be change. <笑>他我说你变了，你就呃牛肉 no beef, no beef, no food. 他今天半头像吃吧，我我说我要给你拍下来，没 no time eating food, right? This one. 所以说今天我们是很今天是午饭特别好吃。说实话，我都没有因为谈的事儿都太大了啊。我们谈到了郝海东先生的安全，叶昭勇女士的安全。我们谈到了未来新西兰需要我们的保护。我们谈到了澳大利亚现在发生的一系列的事件，我们谈到了加拿大现在我们知道的情报会对华人什么样的威胁，我们谈到日本什么样会对我们的威胁，包括在台湾、香港，所有的都谈到这个问题啊，这个都非常非常非常重要的，每时每刻都对我们很重要。我们要做一系列的决定，要不要做这个，要不要做那个，要我们不可能什么都做到，但是我们要做出正确，这就是班农先生，他绝对是我们的 master 大师级。Use one hundred percent new federal state founder and master. Thank you. Nobody you know can face to face get the feeling. I'm a real owner. I can get you the feeling is yours master in globally. How try how Chinese? This is 真的是啊好。现在大家有什么要问班农的，请你们问吧。They want to ask you some question. Sure. Yeah, please. Please. 啊，我们就先从那个老班长开始吧。老班长。呃，老班长，声音开。好的，呃，谢谢，非常非常呃，这个感谢班农先生一路以来跟我们爆料革命，呃，坚定的站在一起，为我们法治基金的最初的创立呃，做出了最最大最大的贡献，非常令人激动。作为一个美国人，作为一个政治家，影响世界的政治家，您对我们法治基金呃这三年以来的工作。呃，能不能给我们做一个非常非常简短的评价？它的意义是什么？谢谢班农先生。谁谁翻译啊？啊，这边有翻译
。OK， 声音大。我以为让我翻译了，我的翻译太合格了。结果还听不懂，你看这个，我看这里。哎，可以又看到你看这个。OK， 好。<笑> Okay. Um, La Banjan Shu, thank you, Bannon, for standing with us and helping us establish the rule of law, um, and rule society foundation. Um, we're very, very grateful for all of your efforts and、uh, support. Um, in like maybe very short sentences, could you summarize the work, uh, that you did, the、uh, and then the rule of law and rule of society, um, did in this past three years? Thank you. I think the most important work is to both work with the whistleblower society to to try to get uh, uh, people out of China that can help us,、uh, particularly on the Wuhan virus, particularly people who've been persecuted, to continue to highlight、uh, to the West the number of disappearances、uh, that are there. People have been disappeared,、uh, dissidents that have been、uh, have been silenced, and to actually put forward why the Chinese people need the rule of law. Why they need to be able to be governed by the rule of law. Remember, three years ago, when when this was started with Miles and the rest of the team, no one in the West had any earthly idea about those thousands of people, whether they were high movie stars or government、uh, people or Lao Beijing that had been disappeared by the Chinese Communist Party. So the last couple of years, I think, has just been amazing. The、uh, work that's been done by the rule of law. Foundation, the Rule of Law Society, in addition to everything with the mask and everything with helping people in China and in Hong Kong and other places uh, about uh, the CCP virus. So I think the efforts of Rule of Law have been tremendous in these last three years, and I hope that the next three years are just as productive as the three years we've had since we founded it. Uh, uh, thank you, Mr. Bannon. Um, Bannon 先生刚才说，说是在这个过去三年中，法治基金主要是以救人为主，不仅是不管是从啊救人从中共大陆出来，或者是给给药啊，主要的工作呢就是给西方传播真相，就是给西方人解释为什么中国人会需要民主和法治，民主不好意思有点紧张啊。法治和民主，然后因为在三年前刚开始的时候，其实没有西方人知道中国人在受苦，然后没有知道人知道中国人在被消失，所以过去的三年，我们给传播中共的真相，这些真的是非常非常有力的一个力量。对，好，谢谢。好，谢谢。那我们那个草根，可以用英语直接问啊。好的，那我英语不好，我就用那个中文得了。那个班农先生好，那个班农先生作为西方最高权力的美国总统的首席战略大师，对我们中国人的支持，对郭先生支持可以说意义非凡啊！一个西方最有影响力、最有远见卓识的人，而且是一个赢家。班农先生之前帮助川普总统赢得总统啊，现在我相信他也能帮助我们中国人获得胜利。那我有一个问题，就是说班农先生在面对压力、面对巨大的打击、挫折的情况下，还如何保持信心？啊，我相信这是对，呃，未来我们中国人会非常有帮助。谢谢。啊，谢谢他，刚小哥。嗯嗯 ，He said that you know, as the most influential politician、uh, in America or in the Western countries, you have to help Trump to win the election, and you can definitely help us to win back our country.、Uh, so his question is,、um, you have faced a lot of obstacles. So how did you、um, overcome them? Do you have any tips or advice to share with us? Thank you. It's very simple. I come from、uh, American Lao Beijing. My my parents are、uh, very humble、um, 
My dad's uh, 100 years old, but he was a uh, lineman for the phone company, a worker. And they just taught, uh, instilled in me um, the values of uh, keep fighting. You know, we're Irish, so we just, we, we, we will not stop fighting. And I think that's whether it's working to help President Trump and to help President Trump uh, win the first time, but also come back from the stolen election here by the illegitimate Biden regime, but to have him come back and win again in 2022 and 24 or to assist uh, the Chinese people in their fight for freedom. It's the, it's, uh, these are both very tough with huge obstacles. But if you're instilled by your parents uh, with the fighting spirit, uh, we'll, we'll, we will rerun the presidency for President Trump and we'll take down the CCP. Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Uh,不要放弃。他能够帮助川普赢第一次,也能够走过这个美国大选被盗取这个过程,但是他现在呢,还是要帮咱们中国人争取民主,他也不会放弃,而且他会继续帮助川普赢得第二次大选。对,好,
，嗯，中国人是哪些方面值得你这么义无反顾的？可以去，我相信你真的是，嗯，是在用你的生命在为中国人去争取这份民主和自由的。所以这个是让我们嗯所有的战友啊，所有的华人都特别感动的一件事情。那么是什么力量去支持你的？就这个两个问题，谢谢。嗯，好，谢谢小兰姐，嗯、um,。So in the beginning of the movement, when Miles was alone fighting with the CCP, the the Chinese movements in the U.S. was a mess. So what was your motivation to to stand with Miles, and what drove you to support Miles? Have you thought about the obstacles, defamation, and trouble? Thank you. Unlike anybody who had come to the West,、uh, Miles talked about things and warned the West about.、Um, Very sophisticated. The people that come before, don't get me wrong, were good people, but it was the Tiananmen Square democracy movement and and other maybe lawyers and human rights activists. And although it was very moving, it it didn't.、Um, and, and people、uh, felt for the Chinese people. It didn't strike a chord at the high power levels. When Miles came came over to the West, his first his warning to the West in 2017 quite shocked me. Because of the level of detail and the level of sophistication, then when I saw him take on H&A, which at the time was the largest financial company in the world, and was supported by all of Wall Street, Goldman Sachs, Merrill Lynch, Bank of America, and he was attack, 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 and said that this was a money laundering operation, an influencing operation, that had stolen everything from the Chinese people and was laundering it into the West. It resonated with me as a very sophisticated analysis of a company, and he was taking on not the little guys; he was taking on the power structure, not just in Beijing, in America, and calling them out. And when they tried to shut him up, he sued him. He used the court system, the rule of law in America, to go after him. And guess what? They all they all stopped. They all cratered. They all said, "Oh, excuse me. You know, I don't want to go to court. I don't want to have to go in a court of law." And then Miles warned about Hong Kong, and then he warned about the CCP virus, and so everything was not at a low level; it was a very high level, and it just wasn't pointing to Beijing, which all the other Chinese distance had always pointed to Beijing. He pointed to America and London and、uh, and the Davos and the banks and the、uh, hedge funds and the corporations that were in partnership with the CCP. And I said, "This is extraordinary." His warning to the West is right because remember, it's one unified system, and the reason that the regime in Beijing exists is because of Wall Street and the corporations and the political influence they've gotten by taking the Lao Beijing money and funneling it into the West and stealing it for themselves and making the Western banks and investment banks and hedge funds lots of money. So you could see the whole system, and you could see he was attacking the heart of the system. That's courage. Right, because that's why his life is always. That's why they've been under pressure because he's speaking what we say here is truth to power, right? Truth to power, and I admired that. And I said, if this corrupt system is going to come down, you have to be in partnership with people like that who are fearless, who have courage. Because, as Churchill told us, courage is contagious, and courage will embolden other people. And that's what I've seen over the last couple of years. If you've seen how far we've come with the foundation of the new federal state and the and the and the growth of the whistleblower movement and 
the rule of law, foundation, rule of society, just in a few years. These are now significant institutions that are attack, attack, attack every day with real information. Look at G News, GTV, Getter, all these institutions. This is institutionalizing a new China with the new Chinese, young Chinese, and that is very powerful. So that's why I thought Miles was, and I understood every bad guy in our country was trying to get him extradited back to Beijing. So I said, uh, my mother, uh, my mom had a very good saying when uh, I was a young boy that you can tell the quality of a man by who his enemies are, right? And I looked at Miles and I said, this guy's got all the right enemies. Right? <laughs> He's hated by all the right people, right? All the super bad guys here in America and in Beijing. And so that's why it's, uh, and I keep telling people, Say, so say, oh, Miles, I said, just look at what Miles Guo said at the time he said it and look what happened. And I say this all the time. If America and the West had heeded his warning when he first came here in 2017, the world would be in a very different position. You wouldn't have the global chaos and anarchy of the CCP virus, right? And who knows what to come after that? We wouldn't be in trouble in the South China Sea or in Taiwan, right? The Uyghurs wouldn't be uh, the Uyghurs wouldn't be in prison, right? So many of these ills that the, that the power structure of the West has gone along with and Davos has gone along with and the World Economic Forum and the City of London and Wall Street has all gone along with. If we had just heeded Miles Guo's warning in 17, the world will be a more peaceful, prosperous, and healthy place. Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Uh 体系化、结构化、机构化的这种各种机系列的一个推广的平台也是非常非常不容易在短短的这一两年时间。然后，呃，班东先生也提到说，他的妈妈说，你可以从一个男人的敌人看出来他是怎样的一个人。他说，啊
Miles was super high level. I was just, uh, I was La Beijing. Yeah, yeah, you're really low. I was La Beijing. I was La Beijing. No, impossible to get in Pangu. Only top, top, top. Global elites. Global elite. I'm pretty wrong. I even I know. So hey, I need all the clothes. Only you use Pangu. Only you. I guarantee. You. 嗯，这个第二个问题可以再翻译一下，刚才超平问的，你翻一下新，然后我刚才说的可以再翻译一下，刚才第二个。好的，好的，好，谢谢文贵先生。文贵先生刚才开玩笑说，呃，还有关于文贵先生的话，还有他的实力，他2018年就建了建了盘古啊、呃。然后还有第二点呢，是文贵先生他知道很多关于政治、文化、历史、宗教、哲学等，非常的博学多识。还有一个就是呢，你看文贵先生非常的有这个品味，他对食物的了解，他长得也是非常帅。他在开玩笑，就说是在08年的时候，刚刚才那个班先生开玩笑说，呃，我当时还是非常的 low， 就是可能连盘古都去不了。文贵先生在在开玩笑。对，嗯，好。然后刚才唐明姐的第二个问题呢，啊、呃、是啊、呃、，So Mr. Bannon, ah,、uh, the second question is you always talk about Chinese people and Lao Baixing. Ah,、uh, what qualities do you see in Chinese people that make you so dedicated, um, to to the whistleblowers movement to save Chinese people? Thank you. Well, it's 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 everything. It's the salt of the earth nature. It's their grit and determination. Look what the Chinese people have been through for ten thousand years. And when you meet them, they're still very、uh, family oriented. Uh, and uh, have a great sense of humor, right? And they understand how tough life is, but they they press on. So it's grit, determination, belief in family values and tradition, honoring who came before you, right? The, the family, and also the,、uh, the the importance of knowledge and learning, right? Every every Chinese family I've met, every young Chinese person is about how do I uh, get uh, how do I do well in school? How do I go to the best schools? How do I learn? You can see this at G News and GTV. It get all the companies. How do I learn my profession better? How do I get more skills and the, the work ethic? You know, you may most of the times you have to send the young Chinese people home, right? Because they're just going to work and work and work and work and work. So it's that stick-to-itiveness. It's that grit. It's that determination. It's understanding that every day that you try to make yourself better. That you're making future generations, you're providing a foundation for future generations. So Lao Beijing, look, I come from the American version of Lao Beijing. We are, my family is just the little guys, right? All you know, the 80%, 85% of my family today, the extended family, are blue-collar workers, right? Laborers,、uh, you know, craftsmen, skilled craftsmen, but still Lao Beijing. But they have that same type of common quality of just hard work, family. And 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 wanting to be left alone by the government, they don't want the government to tell them what to do. They don't want to tell them how many children to have, how to raise their children, how to educate their children. And so I think that those qualities and that that those are the qualities that are going to overthrow the Chinese Communist Party because the Chinese Communist Party is antithetical to all those values. They're all about money and power and materialism. No faith, no spirituality. No caring about anybody, right? No, 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 no grace, no、uh, gratitude,、uh, none of it. That's why three years ago today, remember what we put up shocked the world. We put the faces of all the people that disappeared, committed suicide, disappeared, were in prison, or had their assets stolen, right? That's from a regime who doesn't care about people, right, at all. And that's different than than Lao Beijing, than old hundred names. It's the it's the values. Of the traditional Chinese society, 
that will eventually overthrow the dictatorial cruelty and evilness of the Chinese Communist Party. Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Um, 刚才班诺先生说这么的把他的全部的生命都要献给咱们的报道革命是因为他看到中国人他的决心毅力还有他以这个家庭为中心的这种生活方式然后还说了中国人也非常的幽默然后知道生活有多苦但是还是非常非常
，就是中国老百姓怎么哭哇，他就一听到就受不了了啊，一听到都受不了了。然后每天我们都是船上小船上去抽根雪茄，听中国的音乐，他每次都是很感动的，每天。然后共产党就造谣，我们俩同性恋在一起瞎胡干。然后我说来吧，你上我房间来吧。他也从来没有来过，我就开了门，他也没有陪我开过门。所以共产党永远以为人与人之间都是。腰带以下那点破关系啊，那是人家自然带来跟你个鸟关系，跟你国家没有关系，是吧？班农先生是一种精神上，他有真正的宗教，来自爱尔兰，他来自他的真的是他是卡斯林天主教徒，他从来没有过男女任何丑闻，一次都没有过班农先生。No me too， 他们就能有 out life， 所以他真的是不一样的。然后他真是关系了，每天二十四小时，除了那一点点睡觉，他都是在工作。我从来没有看到休息过，所以这就是你可以看到共产党有多 low 啊！最让我感动的事情，你看我们这个盖特他要直播，我说你要到盖特直播的时候呢，有那个老百姓 ，I talk to I want you join the Gator live stream. I say have a lot of people have appreciation give you the donate. 班农先生马上 ，Miles， 我绝对不能要中国老百姓的钱，一分都不能要。我们三年前法治基金捐款的时候，班农先生第一个建议的。说我们不能要老百姓的钱。You do you remember three years ago in the here we try we talk about build a new federal state. I also is the rule of the law. You see, Miles, we don't want the 老百姓的 money. That's you. Right. Yes, one week ago, two weeks ago, you still talk to me here. We don't want the 老百姓的 money. Unappreciation. Unappreciation needs to keep. 这是我最感动的。The low guy. 啊，哎，这有点激动啊，谁搂不住？今天太多激动了。CCP 不能忘了老百姓的骂你。CCP 共产党只要老百姓的钱。班农先生真的是多次不下百次签字。他说不能要他们钱。你知道他爸爸过生日吗？给他爸爸拿了点红包，班农先生三次送回来，到现在都没要。这真的是共产党真不知道人性多高贵。好，感谢。那接下来我们请威廉王来提问题。Okay, uh, dear Mr. Bannon, uh, as the as the co-founder of the New First New First of China and Rule of Law Foundation, Rule of Law Society. We all know you've been through many harassment and attack about your personal reputation.、Uh, as Mao said, you are gay or bad people, but we all know you are a decent man with the、uh, with a very good spirit. And、uh, but recently, the attack on you、uh, became more severe, up to the lawsuit level. And、uh, do you think that the CCP is much more fear of us? Uh, they fear of our、uh, new first day of China, and、uh, mm, no, they believe they will be took down by us deeply in their heart. Thank you, Mr. Ben. Well, look, the current my current、uh, situation legally is between myself and Congress, and, and about President Trump's proper role of being、uh, president at the time when he、uh, asserted the actions that took place at that time. He asserted executive privilege. It's a To me, it's a very technical argument over the power of the presidency and the power of President Trump. 
And like I said, I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to kowtow uh, and, and do anything I don't believe in. A more fundamental problem and a deeper problem than that, because I think that will all be dealt with in the courts. The deeper problem is manifested in Monday night with Biden's illegitimate regime talking to the criminals in Beijing of, of Xi. And there you see the the uh, basically the American government under Biden kowtowing like a tributary state to, to Xi. And she's talking, you know, about Taiwan and you're playing with fire and just on and on and on. After Tiger Yang humiliated our Secretary of State in Alaska, Biden will not do anything to push back. So we've gone from the Trump administration, which I was proud to be a part of, and quite frankly, probably the lead of the anti-CCP superhawks, uh, to now Biden with his son and all these corrupt people that are compromised by the Chinese Communist Party, very weak. But you should know. Every day we see the polling comes out that the American people reject the Biden regime, 100%. And we're coming back to power and coming back to power greater than we've ever had. We're going to win 100 seats in our Congress, in our House of, Dele- in our House of uh, Representatives, and we will govern for 100 years. And part of that is confronting the Chinese Communist Party and assisting the Chinese people in taking it down. So, no, I feel I feel... I feel very confident of the path we've taken. And like I said, this is not the last time they're going to try to come after me legally. They're going to continue and continue and continue. But they can't break me. They can't stop me. I only grow stronger. And the more they come at me, I get stronger. So, no, it's uh, for them, I just say bring it. Anything else you got, go ahead and bring it because I'm not going to stop. And uh, we get stronger every day. We get more powerful every day. And we're about to take over Congress in 2022, and Trump's taking back the White House in 2024, and you're going to see a direct confrontation economically and information warfare to take down the CCP, to cut them off from capital, to cut them off from technology, and to start to break them. Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Uh,啊，班诺先生说说他有这个川普政府给他签的行政特权，他不会呃磕头，也不会退让。他说最本质的问题呢，是你比如说在这个周一刚发生的这个拜登和习近平的会议，美国政府给这个中共。呃，磕头，但我们可以看到的是，这个美国的总统调，这个调查率，呃，美国人都是呃对拜登政府非常的不看好，然后呃，我们一定会赢赢赢回中期大选，参议院还有众议院，然后在这期间呢，最重要的事
呃了解的这么多世界各地，包括呃中国老百姓的这个所有的这些状状况，然后让班长先生更加的这个了解中国人。还有还有的一一个是班长先生这么爱中国人的，还另外一点是不是主要也也有这个爱中国的美食？因为我。我听七哥讲过，白龙先生喜欢这个北京烤鸭。好，谢谢。啊 ，So Mr. Bannon, uh, the question is, uh, you really like Chinese people. So her question is, is it because uh Miles told you a lot of uh stories about Chinese people, or is it because uh Miles' charm and knowledge about uh you know everything, and then also is it because you know your love for Chinese food? Could you elaborate a little bit? Thank you. Well, I found fell in love with the Chinese people early on when I was a young、uh, child, reading all the stories about China. But then, when I went there as a naval officer, I think in 1976,、uh, in the South China Sea to pull into Hong Kong, and just absolutely fell in love with Chinese culture,、uh, society, and and the、uh, and really the decency and and really sense of humor of the Chinese I, I met. And then, obviously, many over the years, I spent so much time in China and lived for part of the time in Shanghai and, and spent. So much time with young Chinese、uh, forming companies and, and working with them, but then when I met Miles, I didn't really understand really Chinese culture or Chinese history or Chinese politics. And, and my、uh, real affinity and love has really grown since I met Miles for the simple reason that he's been able to teach me so much about、uh, Chinese history. And、uh, and so yes, no, it's 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 everything. It's for meeting everyday people and living over there and spending a lot of time there, and then. Uh, working with Miles, getting to meet him, and also people in the in the、uh, Rule of Law Society and the Rule of Law Foundation and the Whistleblower Movement and Mr. Hua and、uh, his wife、uh, in the New Federal State, the foundation, just the decency and hardworking、uh, nature of the Chinese people, and to see him prosper. You know, when I went to Hong Kong in the 70s, Hong Kong was free. Hong Kong was the greatest city in the world because it had both the culture of China and the hard work of China, and it had kind of British common law. So you could see the Chinese people thrived. It was just the most energetic city in the world, the most alive city in the world. And you can see what the Chinese people do when they have the rule of law. So no, I have a great affinity、uh, for the Chinese people, for for their for the traditional values of the family, for what they've gone through and persevered over thousands of years, right? And the and the great culture of art and uh, and uh, calligraphy and science. Uh, that they've created. So it's、uh, no, it's、uh, it, all around from from very very、uh, common Lao Beijing, the average person, all the way to meeting Miles and some of the people that drive、uh, the business society and, and the entrepreneurial society of China. Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Ah,、uh, so Bannon 先生说，主要就是以以下几个方面。一个呢是他见了很多，就是在上海工作的时候见过很多，就像我们一样的老百姓。然后在中国也待了非常多的时间。啊，他在1974年在南海的时候就已经爱上了中国的文化，尤其是发现中国人非常非常的幽默。啊，还有一个呢，就是在见到文贵先生之后，他不知道中国很多文化、历史和政治等等。然后还有就是他在呃法治基金、法治社会成立以后，和新中国联邦人、爆料革命的人工作，见到这么多勤劳勇敢的中国人。然后他就想到在。在在香港的时候，在这个有法治、有民主的这个华人的城市，中国人都非常非常的成功啊！对，好，谢谢。感谢。好，接下来我们请郝尔东先生提问。呃，我首先呃非常非常感谢啊，班东先生给我留了一个非常好的法治基金
这个呃呃留下了我们好的团队，包括有比尔戈茨先生，包括我们的法律团队，我们一直延续了啊这些所有按照法律最高这种级别的来去执行了法治基金所有的事项，我享受每一次的会议啊，所以我非常非常感谢他。当然了，我也呃要问他一个问题，这个就是说他。跟我说的，不是，我一定练啊，我一定要好好的，我就想知道知道他哪时候练一些我健身教给他那几个动作啊，他一直在告诉我，哦 ，yes， brother， 我我练，啊啊，谢谢谢谢谢谢郝海东啊，郝海东哥啊啊 ，thank you， 呃 ，so， 呃 ，what， 呃，郝海东 just said was that， 呃 ，thank you， Bannon for。For you know, managing the Rule of Law Foundation in such a great manner.、Uh, so when he took over,、uh, he really saw how well organized,、uh, how you know, such a good job that you did、uh, in the Rule of Law Foundation. And then his question is,、um, uh, when will you practice the skills and the tips that he gave you to to exercise and work out? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is my number one. This is the number one thing that my New Year's resolution is not just to lose weight, but to do the exercise routine that he has, Mr. Wallace said that will not make me a world-class athlete, but get in better shape. So I, I so appreciate it. And you should know, Miles is on me every day to do it. So my my, my younger brother here will think. But thank you so much, and that is a super priority. And I I appreciate that you're 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 worried about my weight and、uh, and being in shape. Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Ah,、uh, Bannon 先生说说是这个是他的一直以来的新年愿望，就是每天去健身啊。Uh, 当然，因为文贵先生每天也健身，所以他会尽量的跟着文贵先生一起健身。也谢谢啊，郝、uh, 海东先生担心他的身体体重和健康。好，谢谢。谢谢谢谢。好、啊，最后感谢。就我来问一个问题啊，谢谢。OK. One one last thing. The motivation factor too is miles. In the last couple of days, I've seen some of the old photographs of Miles at Pangu when Miles had the long, long, greasy hair and was chubbier than I am. And to see how he's come, so I, I am. Ta- I will take your guidance and all the exercises, and I promise I'll do it, so I can I can look like Miles does today, not like old Miles. Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Ah,、uh, Bannon 先生说他他最近非常的就是受鼓舞，也主要是因为看到文哥先生之前的照片，就是非常头发非常的油腻，而且肚子也非常的大。然后他就觉得这个我一如果文哥先生可以健身做到，他也一定可以做到。他会用啊郝海东先生提供一些建议。对，谢谢。感谢感谢邦农先生。那我的问题啊，就是当我们看见郭先生和邦农先生的时候。呃，都是非常惺惺相惜的，在爆料革命和新中国联邦的每一个瞬间，每一个重要时间，他们都在站出来，就是这种呃喋血双雄的这种形象啊。那我想知道，呃，班农先生和郭先生第一次见面是在什么时候，在哪里？那个时候，班农先生对郭先生是什么样的印象？呃，然后呢，一定是有没有想过他有一天会成为？呃，摇滚巨星，还有就是在什么时候达成了一起灭共的这个共识？谢谢。
啊，谢谢苏梅姐。啊、uh, ，So the question is when we see, well, not a question, actually a comment first. So when we see Miles and Bannon, we feel so connected. So in those critical moments, they always stand up together. Uh, so when、uh, the question is when is the first time, when and where is the first time that you met,、uh, and what did you think of、uh, Miles back then?、Uh, did you think that he would be a rock star、um, as he is now? <laughs> Thank you. The first time was in October of、uh, 17, after I left the White House. In fact, I'd already been to China and met with Wan Shishan and、uh, some senior members of the CCP after I gave a number of speeches in Hong Kong. And I came back, and Miles、uh, was giving a big press conference that it was promoted that Miles was going to、uh, talk very much about corruption in Beijing and really talk about、uh, many things that、uh, the American people needed to hear. And so I was running Breitbart. And I had my reporters all set to go, and at the last second, they said, "Oh, well,、uh, the the speech is canceled at the National Press Club. That they crashed the computers of the law firm and the Hudson Institute that was putting it on all this, and it was canceled." And I go, "That's never happened before. That was like when they tried to cancel his interview at Voice of America when I was in the White House." I said, "I said, man, every time this guy tries to talk, somebody's trying to shut it down, right?" And Bill Gertz. Contacted me and said, "Hey, are you free this afternoon?" I said, "Yes, I was going to watch the Miles Guo speech, but it's not happening." He says, "Would you like to meet him?" And I went over just to have a, a, a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and, and spend a few minutes with him. I think we met for six or seven hours, and I realized his depth of knowledge and understanding of what was going on in the world was was very profound. And I said, "Now I understand why every bad guy in America that's in business with the CCP." Is trying to extradite him back to back to Beijing because this guy's the mortal enemy of the Chinese Communist Party, and I was really struck. And, and he went through the warning to the West and what he had done and what he had been talking about in H and A and all. We spent hours and hours going through the details of the corruption and influence peddling and, and what's happened in my country,、uh, America, which I love by the infiltration of the money and the evilness of the CCP into Wall Street, the corporations, and in our political process. So no, I think we met for six or seven hours, and then that、uh, after that we would meet and、uh, and, and discuss topics of、uh, of mutual interest. So no, after that very first meeting, it was just it was very fortunate because I wasn't scheduled to meet him. It was all because, and this shows you the irony: the CCP took down and shut down his speech so he couldn't talk to all of America. But in doing that. He actually, they actually formed the partnership, the beginnings of the partnership of Miles Guo and Steve Bannon. So we want to thank the CCP for shutting down that, for <laughs> shutting down that speech, and Bill Gertz for introducing us. You never seen me a rock star? No, no, no. I, <laughs> on the music side, I, he, he, Miles was looking at different music and producers and doing. I said, Miles, I was on the boat. I said, just why don't you sing yourself? You sing, you walk around the boat singing all the time. You have a great voice. Just get a couple of good producers and do it yourself. So I, 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 I take full credit for launching his music career, right? Of,、uh, and by the way, this, you should understand, take down the CCP. That song is our music on War Room, and it is the American people's favorite. They love that song. I have guests that come on that actually call in early just to listen to the song. So it's been a huge hit for the War Room. It helped make the War Room very popular. And I take full credit for that. <laughs>
啊 ，Thank you, Mr. Bannon。啊，文呃，就是班诺先生刚才解释了，就是他和文贵先生第一次见面的场景。就当时是文贵先生正在啊、呃、筹备开这个哈德逊研究所的新闻发布会啊、呃，准备要警告美国人一些啊、呃、事情。但是他找到了记者，然后当呃那文贵那个但班诺先生当时还找到了记者，但是当时的新闻发布会又被取消了。然后他就觉得非常的奇怪，就是 VOA 被被取消，然后每次这个文贵先生要说话，好像都要被晋升。所以他们当时就是因为这件事情啊、呃、见面，本来是准备喝喝茶，结果啊班诺先生发现文贵先生的。知识非常的渊博，懂得非常非常的多，而且他是这个中共最大的一个敌人，所以他觉得非常非常的幸运，然后感谢这个这个 CCP， 因为如果不是 CCP 关掉了新闻发布会的话，也不会有现在咱们的班诺先生和文贵先生的二人联盟啊，对。然后至于这个刚才文贵先生问他说是为什么你觉得我不是一个呃摇摇滚巨星，然后刚才那个班诺先生回答是说其实这个他觉得是他最大的功劳，把文贵先生捧成了摇滚巨星，是因为他觉得文贵先生经常就自己一个人在那唱歌啊，所以他就鼓励马尔自己去。找制片人自己应该去唱歌，对，就就连这个《Take Down CCP》这首歌呢，是《Warm》里面最受欢迎的一首歌，是美国人最喜欢的歌。有些时候嘉宾都想要留下，提前先结束，想要听这首歌。对，谢谢。好的，好的。刚才班农先生说的，就是刚才呃小新没有翻译，就是我们俩那天聊了六七个小时 ，We talk 呃、uh, first time six seven hours， 呃我们讲了很长时间，讲了很长。班农先生给我留下最深的印象，班农先生对中国人的了解。就是你没有听到一个外国人的对中国聊，我跟你们讲过，我在班农先生之前，我见了 CIA 的什么领导啊 ，FBI 的领导啊，什么国会的，我见了多了去了，没有一个人能能说，他们都以为中国所有人都是共产共产党员，也不知道中国的历史。班农先生讲明朝、唐朝、汉朝，哎呦，我说这哥们行啊，俺俩这个越聊越多，而且班农先生最多关注，我刚最感动就是老百姓。中国老百姓太苦了啊！他真的觉得中国老百姓是非常棒的，他喜欢，他讲了各种例子，他看到老百姓香港啊、上海啊，他到了北京啊，然后他见到了王岐山的感觉呀、啊，他说这个王岐山简直就是个魔鬼啊，然后他就觉得王岐山就很怕他他的平民运动。再一个，他就听了我讲这些东西，他班农先生一个字儿不拉，他没有任何应付，我从没见过班农先生跟谁说话去应付这个事儿的，这个是让我对他绝对的尊重。啊，他是一个真正的大师，而且他真是博学啊！而且从中东、霍尔木兹海峡、高尔夫，然后整个红海到死海、俄罗斯、东欧、西欧，然后从非洲，然后到美国的这个整个的内部战争和南北的整个战争，然后美国从华盛顿到这历史，我们谈的就是哗就过去了六七个小时啊！就是班农先生，他你真的跟他在生活中了解他的时候，他完全和你在屏幕上是不一样的啊！这是我们第一次见面。很多很多事情发生，他完全同意美国的所有的问题，很多都是共产党干造成的，而且非常的危险之中，这是很重要的。小新，你翻译一下给咱们这给班农先生我说的观点，也让西方观众听一听。Okay. 好，啊，谢谢文贵先生。啊、uh, ，so， 呃、uh, ，Mr. Bannon， what Mr. Miles just said was that he thinks that you have Known so much about Chinese people and Chinese culture in general,、uh, he said that at the F, the leaders of FBI of the, the leaders of the Congress, nobody can actually say anything about Chinese culture or Chinese history. But you know a lot about Tang Dynasty, Han Dynasty, and what's the most touching thing is that you really care about、uh, the Chinese people, the commoners, the Lao Bai Xin,、uh, and you understand that. Everything is caused by the evil CCP regime, and you know that you know Wang Qishan is the evil, the bad guy that is afraid of the populism of you know the those like whistleblowers movement. So he's very very grateful、uh, to to have you, who's 
very, very interested in Chinese uh, culture and is able to spread the truth of, of um, the situation in China uh, that's under the CCP regime. Thank you. <笑>好 但是在班农先生他像西方这么高的这个职位的这么一个阶层里面，他非常的尊重我们，他深刻的知道我们这一些战友或者说我们普通的这个中国老百姓就是一个普普通通的，咱们就是想要一个简简单单自由民主啊，
Change history under the rule of law. And the young Chinese, the new China and the young Chinese and the Chinese people that get American citizenship and show how they prosper under the rule of law is going to be one of the greatest things to take down the regime. So, no, I, I think the protests are amazing. And I think the courage, whether it is in France, in Tokyo, in Australia, New Zealand, Japan, in the United States has been incredible. As people go, like, who are these guys? What is that beautiful flag? What do they stand for? And here's what's so important. Your live values. Anywhere you go in the world and you see those protests, what do you see? Well-dressed people, well-educated people, well-behaved people, people who are productive citizens in those countries and add something to the country, just don't take, they give, right? And people go, wow, those are the type of people we want in our country. Those are the type of people we want as citizens. So, no, it's incredibly empowering. And when people sit there, because nobody's really gone and protested at the embassies and the consulates because they're too afraid. Remember, courage is contagious. And what the new federal state has done in those protests is say, hey, these people have courage. They're not going to back down, right? It's it's very easy for them to be desperate. They're not going to back down. And now they're translating that into real political power, which political power in the democracies is about the vote. And so as soon as that translates from the protest to the vote, the uh, the new Chinese, the young Chinese are going to become a major political force here in the United States. And I think it's fantastic because they are determined not to let Wall Street and these corrupt corporations steal money from the Chinese people through the criminal organization, the mafia of the Chinese Communist Party, and just take it into the West. So, no, I think it's that's why I think not only we had great accomplishments in the three years since 20 November of 18 with the Rule of Law Foundation, the Rule of Law Society, but in the year and a half that we that the new federal state has been formed, the, the progress has been tremendous. And then last Tuesday, you're starting to see not just the power at the ballot box, but the awareness by the media of the power at the ballot box. The Democratic Party thinks they control all Hispanics, African Americans, and Asians in this country. And they're getting now a wake-up call that they don't, that people want believe in populism. And that's, I think, one of the most empowering things at all. So, no, I think our best days are ahead of us. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mr. Bannon. Uh,巴诺先生说,这个在,在过去这一两年的,在新西兰,日本,还有美国的这种,啊,抗议游行就非常的非常的鼓舞人心。是,这些,这些人来到了一些自由的国家,可以自由合法的一个抗议。就比如
we see that any country is the you know politics and power get family control is go to a dictator and disaster time right no no democracy no rule of the law no freedom and even country have the strict political and vote process the country have freedom democracy then you look at it is a in a long island highway him is the first time take the all the trains from new york take the new fiddles they fly go to dc first you know protest you arrange you know meeting with peter navarro but you know they get the ambassadors right you cannot meet the <laughs> long island highway but we are always part of in the globally we know well it we are the higher civilized and we never get donated to the hand still before the china officially called democracy Kevin's great this is the guy everything donated first then they just shoot off 10 minutes it's gone right they, we never get donated we never violate to violate we could suit very shoes real chinese true color and it's a courage and we are very united and show a western world this is true chinese new chinese that's why we are new philosophy to get more the country government politics and politician people get respect to us that's why we are new philosophy in the globally is now is every day day by day is growth and the win a big power that's why we influence in american american chinese you know sentencing here they watch us big influence them go to the world help the gop and change american the politician situation because they hate the ccp they suppose american go to stronger more peaceful they follow us they believe you and me they want talk only american go to stronger and the more the globally get more the peace no more people die on the war yes and no more people die from dictator this is why any country political not the family charge must be by one person one vote That's day one. You can, we, we are talking about this populism. Populism. This is the Steve Kimbanon. It's the major spirit called populism, and give the law by saying any country have the capability and the human source. Human source is is very important. One person, one vote. That's what we are want, right? That's Tiger. This is Banon. Now, with me, the first day we talk about the problem. When politics is ah, being Chinese, this country is definitely going to be the victim. It cannot be 说，当这个是当这有街头政治，刚才说的就是有街头有抗议的时候，他一定是有法治的，他一定是有未来的。而且，班农先生非常清楚的跟我谈到，班农先生说，这个世界上就是平民运动啊 ，populism， 平民运动的本质就是一人一票。说中，他说不可思议，中国人没有没有选举。You always day one you tell me unbelievable is one point four billion Chinese no vote. It's the five thousand years history. You know, CCP talk ah,、uh, we five thousand years history. Ah,、uh, we long we super culture, but no world and no freedom. No freedom, no no land, no property. The Ban Dongxian 第一次就我讲的就是，他说 I'm out. 这个是中国。我说你看中国没有土地，没有资产呀。Ridiculous, ridiculous. The Ban Dongxian 那个眼睛就啊，就就是觉得这就是不可思议的。Ban Dongxian 就是看到的。Ban Dongxian 每天在 War Room 讲。这是为什么 World is number one in the American now World Room. He 为什么他看到了？这是事实。That you see the effect. You know the history. You know the what is real. You know authority in the China. What's happened about this political democracy rule of the law? Go to disaster way, right? He is 看到这些以后，他坚信不疑的
班农先生支持中国劳累啊，这是这是一切的事实的结果。所以这是我们第一天就谈到的。特别是郝海东先生、叶兆颖妹妹当时出来的时候，很多人没有注意到，班农先生讲了一个非常重要的话，我们都忽视掉了。他说，平民运动绝不是某个阶层的运动，它是整个社会的运动，这才是最重要。他说，郝海东和他的夫人代表了某种阶层，特别是运动员。You see the Mr. House Cup is with you together, uh, June Lai in the June Fall, where is the announcement? You see Mr. House Cup come here is the sports us. It's very important because populism not only one level is the want to walk. It's all entirely all the social, you know, is the want to walk. That's very important for us. That the fall June is the important is Mr. House is the and the wife cross us very important. 这班农先生讲，看到这他的 populism， 他是班农主义的，非常非常重要的啊。所以说，兄弟姐妹们，班农先生对我们真的是太重要了。You so important for us. We are is 鬼佬啊，鬼佬，鬼佬，鬼佬，老外鬼佬。我们 we never see the white white guy 鬼佬 is the support us from heart, not driven by perfect, not driven by benefit. Is your form your spirit, and is you want is the free religion. And the democracy and the democratic, you know, going to China, we have two party, one person, one vote. That's you. Give the deliver to China. This is why I really appreciate you for us. Very important. This Ban Tong Xiang is the most important. Gave us the principle of peace movement, and the principle of 非常有代表性啊，很敏感的，很有代表意义。Thank you, sir. I love. Thank you. I just represent myself. <laughs> this is why Mao. This is why Mao is the George Washington of Chinese people. By the way, you never see it. I'm English now better than three years ago. Oh, fabulous! <laughs> English is so good. Thank you very much. Thank you. 好了，我们今天就问到这儿了。我和半农先生还要去开个会，我们一会儿再回来，好不好？那我们后面有进入一段视频，然后稍事休息一下，大概在半个小时左右。好的，半。We are go to the after m e e t i n t h e r y minutes we come back. They have the video now. Thank you. 好。谢谢兄弟姐妹们，谢谢谢谢。谢谢谢谢。谢谢。行动，行动，行动！中共已完了。
you all for joining us today. You know, there has been a lot said about big tech censorship of what transpired around the origins of the COVID-19 virus and where this came from, how it moved to a pandemic. And then there's also questions about what the American people were told and the timeliness or lack thereof of what they were being told. We know that Facebook recently reversed their decision on taking down any kind of information that said it came from the lab in Wuhan, uh, that Beijing should be held to account. YouTube had previously announced that it would um, censor any content that contradicted the Beijing-run and China-funded World Health Organization. YouTube even took down a video from some medical doctors who were questioning the value of these lockdowns and were questioning what it does to the population and especially what it does to our children. Twitter, they locked down the account of a virologist, a Chinese virologist, who was saying this is what they're doing, gain-of-function research, this is what they're doing in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, holding the Chinese Communist Party to account. Uh, I, I will tell you this, Big Tech has really stepped over, they have stepped over the line on this one. We all have suggestions of how we as a Senate should move forward and things that we should do to make certain this never happens to the American people. I'll tell you where we need to start. You had a unique thing happen, uh, I think of just last week, where by unanimous consent, that hardly ever happens on a critical issue, unless you're maybe renaming a post office or something, we got it through the Senate to ask our own intelligence agencies to release the information that we house. And for as much havoc as this has created, not only for our own country, across the world, why we wouldn't start there with President Biden, spoke to Secretary Blinken, asked him. He said, and no good reason why you would not release that information. We need to start there to get to the bottom of it. And when you talk about big tech being mum on the subject, basically, when you've got every U.S. senator that wants to at least start there, we need to have accountability. And I think it's for them to step up and lead the charge. <clears throat> they are the place that people look to, listen to. Where are they at? And we need to start there. Uh, let's hold our own intelligence agencies accountable, release that information, declassify it. Well, Senator Blackburn, thank you so much for giving us a, a chance to sit here and talk about the, the Wuhan lab leak uh, and, and the cover-up thereof, you know, what we affectionately refer to it as Batgate. You know, it occurred to me as I was sitting there reading Dr. Fauci's emails recently that everything I learned in 10th grade science Everything I'd learned as a doctor about the scientific method, about hypotheses and, and, and developing theories, that we just threw that all out the door. Um, you know, I was shocked as I went back and reviewed some of the letters that were written, but really what, what rose my suspicion was somewhere back in January of 2020. 
And uh, the Chinese were saying that there was no person-to-person transmission. The WTO agreed, and the CDC didn't stand up to them. And that led for me to have a phone call with the CDC. And all the national journalists were reporting that the United States scientists were investigating this new novel virus. And when I talked to the CDC, they said, well, we've got scientists in, in Beijing, but they're thousands of miles from Wuhan, so we really don't have anything to tell you. And then the next thing I see is this letter signed by a group of scientists who have ignored even the possibility that this virus could have risen from the laboratory. They, they totally ignored it. Uh, they threw out this, the scientific, scientific hypothesis that this was even feasible. And, our, and it didn't come to find out most of those scientists, if not all of them, were receiving some type of funding then and in the future from the NIH. And our CDC sat there and nodded their head in agreement. And then national journalists, big tech companies, uh, they worked together to suppress this story. They worked together uh, to, to censor those of us who thought that, there, that this virus may have originated there. And not only did they suppress, they actually shamed people who thought that this might have came from a laboratory. And then finally, we see in Dr. Fauci's emails uh, a collusion, working with Dr. Fauci, big tech working together to suppress this story. You know, here we are, we're 17 months later, we still don't know anything much more about this virus. Um, you know, I, I think that we have to hold the CCP uh, accountable. And if, if the United States is in any way accountable, if they helped fund laboratories that led to the development of this virus, then we need to be held accountable as well. And we need a deep dive into what viral gain of research rules uh, look like going forward as well. You know, we're never going to get to the bottom of this unless we stop this cover-up of the Wuhan lab leak until we stop Batgate. I want to point out that the evidence about a potential lab leak theory has been hiding in plain sight for months. You know, the fact that uh, our federal agencies, under the direction of Anthony Fauci, uh, funded this type of research for years has been laying out there hidden in plain sight for months. Shame on the media, shame on the social media for not paying attention to it, for completely ignoring it. The, re the result of this 18-month gap of fully exploring the, the true origin of, of the COVID virus probably means we'll never get to the bottom of it. China's had 18 months to, to destroy this evidence. But make no doubt about it, China is guilty. They are culpable. They knew they had a coronavirus. They knew they had a deadly pandemic-type virus in Wuhan. They didn't allow flights out of Wuhan to the rest of China, but they left, let that virus infect the entire world. So we already know China's guilty. We already know they had to be held account, to account. I think we also need to hold the news media and the social media accountable as well. This isn't the only area of suppression. I, I could list a long list of false narratives, false stories that the drive-by media promotes and then never really adequately retracts. But when it comes to COVID, I have personal experience with censorship and suppression that I believe has cost tens of thousands of Americans their lives. The NIH guidelines as it relates to treatment of COVID remains a compassionless guideline to, to basically do nothing. Go home, isolate yourself, be afraid, 
And if you just happen to get sick enough where you have to check yourself in the hospital, check yourself in the hospital. Maybe we can save your life. I held two hearings on early treatment. Dr. Peter McCulloch laid out the four pillars of pandemic response. The first one is try and stop the spread. Well, China is guilty in not doing that. The second pillar is early treatment. Basically, how we apply medicine to every other condition: early detection, early treatment, then in-hospital treatment, and finally vaccine. Why did our health agencies? Why did Anthony Fauci? Why did the mainstream media suppress and censor doctors that had the courage and compassion to treat patients early with cheap, generic, repurposed drugs? Why did that happen? There is growing evidence. It's not being reported on by the media. Mexico is having great success with ivermectin. Certain provinces in India are having great success with ivermectin. Where is the reporting on that? We've seen studies where 50 to 85 percent of lives could have been saved. It prevents that much death. Apply that percentage to the 600,000 Americans that lost their lives, which is why I believe the news media will never admit their complicity and why they will never admit they were wrong here. But it's not too late. Lives can be saved. We're still going to need early treatment, no matter how effective the vaccine is, no matter how effective、uh, immunity from having been infected is. Other people will get infected. Other people are going to need early treatment. So I am begging, I am imploring the media, pay attention to people like Dr. Corey, Dr. Peter McCulloch, the other doctors that have the courage and compassion to treat patients. It's not too late. We need to start and really robustly explore early treatment now. The- Last quarter of a century has, has seen、uh, enormous growth、uh, in the internet, and、uh, much of it's been positive, as we all know. But、uh, the result of、uh, this quarter century has been that it has allowed a handful of、um, internet big tech platforms to grow enormously large, enormously rich, and enormously powerful. To the point where they decide what is the news. They decide what information the public is going to get and what information is going to be blocked. And、uh, and and it's not just the Wuhan virus, which is an outrage, as as my colleagues have just described.、Um, we we could cite chapter and verse. Uh, time and time and time again, about these big platforms deciding what we will hear and what we can't hear. So let me just、uh, let me just help out by saying Senator Johnson is right, and I will cite a few examples. Google threatened to cut off several conservative websites, including the Federalist. How do they have the power to do that? How can they justify doing that? Companies restrict or terminate conservative users' accounts. And content on social media. Facebook announced it's suspending the account of a former president of the United States. That is too much power for them to decide who can and who cannot make news and be quoted. Twitter removed Twitter moved to censor any coronavirus coverage that they thought, in their judgment, might cause widespread panic. How does? A multi-rich, powerful internet platform get to make that decision, and I could go on and on and on. That's why I've joined with senators like Senator Blackburn in、uh, in trying to correct the two-third, the Section 230 gaps.
but also why I'm introducing legislation to, to make it clear that these large Internet tech platforms cannot discriminate based on their own opinions and based on what they think the public should and should not be allowed to hear. This is a serious, grave threat to freedom and the open exchange of ideas under our Constitution, and I'm glad to stand with these members on this task. Thank you all. As you can see, it, this is something that is going to span several committees here in the U.S. Senate. It is our job to get to the bottom of what happened and then to bring forward remedies like Senator Wicker has just laid out. Got a question? Thank you. So the EU and G7 have called for an investigation into um, whether or not this was a complete lobby. I'm wondering, do you think an international approach is the best way to investigate this going forward, or what would you recommend? I think the standing committees of the U.S. Senate should take the lead. We are pleased that our allies are also joining us and saying, this needs to be investigated. It is obvious that something was not right. It is of concern that the WHO decided that they were going to let the communist Chinese tell them when and how they could approach this lab and that we had to wait for months. And then also, um, I saw your release yesterday about firing Dr. Fauci. Can you just talk a little bit about that? Sure, I think that uh, it is appropriate that Dr. Fauci step aside from his responsibilities at the NIAID and that he make himself available to Congress to find out exactly how was he in cahoots with Mark Zuckerberg and Big Tech. Uh, what transpired there? Uh, did the American people hear some truth, but not the whole truth and nothing but the truth? Why was there not timeliness of uh, acknowledgement of concerns around the lab? Why was there not more of a concern around uh, Wuhan saying you cannot go anywhere else in China or the Chinese Communist Party saying you can go nowhere else in China if you're from Ube province or you're from Wuhan, but you can travel the globe everywhere but China. These are things that, now, look, we've got three and a half million people that have lost their life. Three and a half million people. We have hundreds of thousands of American families who have experienced loss of life in their families to loved ones, to friends. We have loss of livelihood for hundreds of millions. We have children, precious children, that have just experienced loss of learning for a year, loss of socialization that are showing emotional problems. And Dr. Fauci is funded by the U.S. taxpayer. And the taxpayer is saying, what did you do with our dollar? Thank you all so much.
deadline day for federal workers to receive their final COVID vaccine dose in order to meet the Biden administration's deadline of being fully vaccinated by November 22nd. But while that's happening, a federal appeals court put on hold the president's vaccine mandate for workers of large U.S. companies. So let's bring in Kansas Republican Senator Roger Marshall. He's a member of the Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor and Pensions. He's also one of the few physicians in the Senate. Uh, Senator, thank you so much for your time. Jackie, great to be with you. So, Senator, you've signed on to this effort to overturn the Biden administration's uh, rule for uh, this vaccine mandate, your opposition falling under the Congressional Review Act. So what is your reaction to this latest ruling from the court? Well, I think it's good news from the appeals court in Louisiana, and this is exactly why it's so important who we elect to, to be our president, so they can nominate conservative Supreme Court justices or federal court uh, judges in this case. So it's good news. I believe the federal government has till 5 p.m. today to give us their response, uh, and then we'll see where we go with this day, but it's a great first step. At the end of the day, this is going to end up at the Supreme Court, and we need the Supreme Court to do their job to protect our God-given constitutional rights, and we need them to protect uh, our, our future and to limit the powers of the federal government. So one of the big arguments that you make is that people with natural immunity should be able to turn down the vaccine and not be penalized for that. Uh, but this Biden administration order does allow for unvaccinated private sector workers, noting private sector because it's not the same with the federal mandate, uh, to instead undergo weekly testing if they forego the vaccine. Is, is that not enough of an allowance? Well, it's, certainly I don't think it is. I'm telling you, I could not get from my seats at the Chiefs game last night to the hot, the hot dog stand without five or six people grabbing me and saying, my gosh, this federal mandate, vaccine mandate is going to kill our company. Just the implementing of it will be a challenge. If you can imagine, you've got truck drivers all over the nation. And certainly those folks that felt like that were heroes just a year and a half ago, now they're being treated like, uh, you know, they got the scarlet letter on, on their uh, forehead, right? So we think it's very unfair. And the, uh, the testing just is not a good fix for us. But most importantly, I think most Americans, and I think most people, I'm not a, a constitutional lawyer, I'm a physician, but I still have read the Constitution. We think that this is a gross violation of our constitutional rights. Well, and, and you're vaccinated yourself, I know, and you've spoken about that. So is your, um, is your opposition more logistical then? And then also, do you have any concern that uh, the efforts that you're making would undermine confidence in the vaccine uh, among people who haven't received it when, when you've received it yourself? Right. So certainly I, I, uh, I support the vaccine, but I do not support the vaccine mandates. This virus impacts different people differently. I've taken care of thousands of women with viruses, and I've seen those viruses uh, have different reactions on each one of those women. This virus very dependent on what your age is, your underlying health care condition, and even the side effects from this virus seem to be very age-dependent as well. So it's more the, way more than logistics. I think mostly that this is an unconstitutional mandate that violates our personal rights. I'm doing everything that I can as a senator to stop it, uh, whether it's the, the Congressional Review Act or uh, the legislation we're trying to use uh, to stop the CR. We're willing to, to stop the funding of the federal government if they want to go forward with this mandate. So what do you believe the role of the federal government should be then in trying to encourage people to, uh, to get vaccinated without necessarily imposing some of these uh, requirements that you think are, are more constricting, especially considering that the, you know, the federal government has required vaccines for uh, hundreds of years in some capacities. I mean, the administration often touts uh, George Washington requiring vaccination against smallpox in 1777. That's something that, that they put out often. So what's your take on what the government should be doing at this point? Yeah, so I believe in the sanctity of the patient-physician relationship. So the federal government should be giving doctors and patients the data uh, that they need to know. They need to know what are the side effects from this particular vaccine. It is a new vaccine. There are reasons that people have legitimate concerns. Certainly, we do not understand the long-term side effects of, of this particular vaccine and this new technology. I think the worst thing the federal government could try to do, though, is, is to shove this down people's throat. Uh, this would be like trying to force us to take a new medicine as, as well. So I think the role of the federal government is to uh, give us good, good science, to follow the science. You know, and, and certainly in this case, I think it's even would acknowledge natural immunity, I think that they would be more believable. There's so much uh, data out there that would suggest that natural immunity is better than vaccination immunity, but they won't even acknowledge that. And certainly we need the federal government to be more consistent in what they are telling us.
，我们反对的是共产党，他给世界带来了恐惧，他们七十年来欺骗了全世界，威胁了中国人，这就是今天万东先生和我站在这里要成立一个基金会，不是为了哪个人，也不是为了哪个利益，是为了正义和人类生存生存基本的权利。维护这个权利的本质，唯一的方法就是勇气和无私，就是勇气。开救济与所有的老百姓的未来紧紧的捆绑在一起。同时，它是一个世界上公认的法治机构，捐款真的是超出想象。法治基金是中国人的法治，是中国人的未来。所有的钱都是捐给中国人的。Announced today that he is prepared to. He's starting this fund. He's going to fund it, and it's going to not only look to get information and help those victims in mainland China, but hold accountable those institutions in the West, specifically in New York City, in the city of London, and other financial capitals that have aided and abetted this reckless behavior. 我们反对的是共产党，他给世界带来了恐惧。他们七十年来欺骗了全世界，威胁了中国人。这就是今天万东先生和我站在这里要成立一个基金会，不是为了哪个人，也不是为了哪个利益，是为了正义和人类生存生存基本的权利。维护这个权利的本质，唯一的方法。就是勇气和无私，就是勇气和无私。一切都是刚刚开始，我只为十四亿中国人民的正义尊严而战。我就是希望中国人能有法治、民主和自由。干掉这个 CCP， 才能拯救全人类。种族灭绝罪，非法的政权，是一个国家级的集团性的谋杀。他们制造的恐惧，就是上天给我们的礼物。给我们这个民族带来了希望，给我们这个人种带来了尊严。树立中国人真正的形象
我们告诉每个人，很多是捐款都来自中国人。没有你们战友们的支持，怎么可能有昨天七二七这样的大游戏？任何给法治金捐款的，都是把命和安全百分之百的相信的保证。文贵只能为每个人所做的，就是灭掉共产党。欢迎大家回来。好的，大家好。首先，我们先欢迎我们这个新来的嘉宾啊。我们这里有如水，有我们美国小李、文科战友，还有 Agnes， 还有文革七雄啊。大家好，大家下午好。啊，那我们先请各位跟大家先打一个招呼，好不好？啊，先请如水先来好吗？女士优先。哎，大家好，我是如水，青藤好，小新好。文哥小文哥七行文科小李艾格丽斯大家好，那小李请您您好对好的呃那非常高兴啊参与到今天郭先生的这个呃幺幺二零的大三周年大直播那我是来自洛杉矶盘古农场的美国小李那所有的电视机前的这个战友们各位好然后包括屏幕前面的。啊，如水文科文革七雄艾格丽斯，还有青藤啊，小新，各位好，谢谢，谢谢。文科，呃，大家好，我是意大利文科，呃，非常荣幸能够参加这个这么一个重要的一个日子啊，咱们幺幺二零到现在呃已经呃，咱们这个爆料革命啊翻天覆地的变化，而且呃，咱们从七哥幺幺二零到现在。啊，我们整整体的各个农场啊，也也逐渐的呃完善的形成一种体制啊。我们各个农场的战友也呃逐渐的呃扩大。我们爆料革命这三年来啊，从这个幺幺二零到现在，呃，整个爆料革命新中国联邦呃有了一个翻天覆地的一个变化。所以说，我们呃现在今天来回味这一天，那么呃非这么重要的日子。呃，能够参与到这个直播当中，非常感谢大家也在一起，谢谢。谢谢。Agnes， 行。嗯，大家好，呃，全球的战友，呃、大家好，嗯、呃，我很荣幸啊、呃、来到这里，我是呃来自纽约香草山呃农场的上务院终身 Agnes， 嗯、呃，三年前的我似乎离这个幺幺二零非常遥远，嗯、呃。三年后的今天，没有想到居然坐在这个庆典的中心，非常荣幸能跟大家同框，谢谢。好的，文革七兄，屏幕前的全球战友们，大家好。呃，我们各位在屏幕里边的战友们，大家好。我是来自西班牙的文革七兄。时间过得太快了，一晃三年了。二零一八年四月二十号，这是一个。
对全球爆料革命的战友，对中国人、全世界人一个重大的日子。我们今天三年以后，我们又见面了，非常荣幸的能和大家同框。我是抱着一个学习的态度，呃，又又见到大家，非常高兴，谢谢。好的，谢谢。呃，小新你来了。嗯，是。好吧，提问吗？还是我来是这样子啊。我们大家今天是一个非常特殊的日子啊。一个我们都知道幺幺二零对我们意味着什么？三年前发生了很大的事情，包括法治基金、法治社会的成立啊。今天一天的节目呢，班东先生也跟我们分享了很多的内容，包括他在法治基金所做的事情、所经历的，看到包括爆料革命过去的所有的这个回顾。那我想先请各位先谈谈今天看到今天的节目，包括今天当天呃。当我们这个十一月二十号，今天您的心情是什么样的？您的感受又是怎么样的？啊，那还是按刚才的顺序，先请如水前来。呃，我今天其实一直都挺激动的，然后呃，觉着呃，当然现在还没看到那个班农先生给七哥，一直觉着哎呀，要给七哥还有那个班农先生那个一起同光，心情就特别激动，然后就是。一天其实都处于那种心心情砰砰跳的那个时间。其实像以前每次就是也参加过大直播，大家都说：“哎呀，如水你挺淡定的。”其实每一次我心里都是特别紧张，然后表面上嗯装作很淡定的样子，呃，真的非非常激动，非常期待。谢谢。好的，谢谢小李。好的，那我谈一点这个自己的这个感想哈、啊。实际上呢，呃，我是觉得。三周年，首先让我想到了，就是这里边很多同框的战友也都参与了今年的六四啊，这个一周年的建国的庆典在纽约。首先，我是觉得如果没有法治基金、法治社会的这个支持的话，啊，我们就没有这样的机会来相聚在纽约啊。包括如水、冷葛七雄、文科、艾格里森，还有这个呃静城啊等等这些同框的战友，当然还有很多呃没有在这个这个这个屏幕前的战友们啊。所以说，我觉得真的是要非常非常的感谢，在三年前啊、呃，郭先生跟这个班农先生，呃，有这样的一个智慧，有这样的一个勇气，有这样的一个决心来去成立这样一个呃，这个可以说是灭共的基金，对吧？那么，那么而且呢，说实话，在这个过程当中哈、啊，尤其是呃，自从有了这个基金之后呢，真的是我听到了非常非常多的这个呃，就是。战友们的这种捐款的感人的故事，当然刚才之前的屏幕当中呢，也都分享了哈，包括战友们的这个呃留言，包括战友们的这个给法治基金捐款的时候的自己的一种表达。那这里边呢，我也是想举几个真实的例子啊，举几个真实的例子，比如说啊，我就知道的我们农场的一位墙内的战友哈，突、啊、然有一天呢啊，这个私信到我这边啊，可以说他呃，我知道其实他这个生活上就是一个很普通的一个战友。但是当他说出来他要捐款，说捐款这个可以说，我就具体金额不说哈，但是很很显然是一个非常大额的。对于强烈的一个战友要捐款五位数以上美金的这么样一个给法治基金，我当时真的觉得，哎呀，对战友们对强烈战友的这种对于爆料革命、对于法治基金、法治社会的这种爱。但是呢，与此同时，战友们也都知道哈，就是说从强烈现在的话，这个人民币。非常非常难出来，那很显然他要是捐款的一定是美金，所以呢，呃，因为金额金额呢又很大，但是呢，我就是从我个人的角度吧，我就是也是呃去提醒他也要注意安全，但与此同时的话呢，也是在想尽全力去帮助他，最后呢可以说呃帮助他一共分了五四次到五次吧，啊帮他完成了这个心愿，真的就是作为普普通通的一位强烈的战友。
拿出这么巨，可以说对于他来说是一种巨额的资金，可想而知，对于法治基金、法治社会，对于爆料革命的这种爱啊，真的是让我让我这个，实话说，让我这个墙外的在美国的战友都有些时候都是真的是自愧不如啊。包括呢，我我可以很负责任的讲，包括我本人在内啊，就是刚才在上一期这个，就是刚才这个班农先生跟郭先生的那个同框的里边啊，我就亲自帮助刚才的那个那个。直播的直播的那个同框的那些战友里边的啊，某些战友也帮助他们捐过款，真的是非常非常的让人值得尊敬。那么与此同时的话呢，呃，战友们也都知道哈、啊，在这个每次这个呃，就是当用到法治基金、法治社会的钱的时候，那么作为我美国小李来说，我相信对于作为每一位战友来说哈、啊，尤其是这个呃这个各个农场来说，都是非常非常的呃小心翼翼，同时也是非常的谨慎。那么我就是拿自己的例子来说的话呢，呃，就是今年的六四的时候呢，非常有幸来去负责战友们的餐饮。那很显然，这个部分的资金呢，全部都是来自于啊法治基金、法治社会。所以当接到、当从联盟接到这笔钱的时候，我真的是觉得心里面沉甸甸的感觉，真的是沉甸甸的感觉。因为呃，每一分钱啊、呃，都是来自于战友们对于爆料革命的支持。那么。作为我现在有这个就是受可以说受联盟的委托来支配这笔钱的时候，我真的是实话实说，比比花自己的钱还要小心啊，比花自己的钱还要小心。呃，举个简单的例子，就是当我们当我去订餐的时候啊，那有些餐饭店的话呢，那他是如果是刷信用卡的话，他是要再额外收三到四个点。那么我觉得这笔钱完全可以省下来啊，完全可以通过。去这个呃付这个配这个 cash 的方式或者其他的方式来去省下来，那么哪怕自己麻烦一点，那么战友们那么一分钱都要用在真真正正的灭共的事业上。那么很显然，那为了为了在这个方面可以节约一些吧，或者说是可以可以节省一些，那么亲自去这个呃去这个银行去取这个现金啊，取这个现金来去支付给这个支付给这个饭店。我觉得其实都是这些点点滴滴的事情。但是我是觉得，面对于法治基金，面对于法治社会战友们的这些捐款，我们真的是需要珍惜每一笔钱啊！无论是啊、呃、这个呃，我我们每一位战友也好，还是农场的这个负责人也好，真的是这样啊！我可能谈的比较多啊，有点激动，所以先到先先先到此截止，谢谢。非常感谢你的分享啊，这是切实的经历。我觉得其实我们可以推荐小李到法治基金管钱了，这样的话我们至少可以省个百分之三、百分之四的，对吧？<笑>好的，请文科。啊、呃，谢谢啊。呃，今天啊，我们来回顾这海航啊，呃，就是七哥二零一七年啊爆料海航及王岐山啊，以及从此拉开了这个爆料革命的这个序幕，盗国贼。啊，揭露这个盗国贼的这个亿万的这个虚假的这个帝国黑幕，让高盛啊，还有这些其他的一些评估机构啊，然后重新评估了海航的股权关系以及这些信用的这个评级。从此呢，陈峰啊、呃、也说这个二零这个陈峰说是郭先生百分之一万是假的啊，并起诉了咱们郭先生啊啊说诽谤。那么然后呢，后来又我记得也是紧急的又撤诉。当然了，郭先生肯定是一己之力对对一国。到了二零一八年七月，这个王健非正常死亡，我们大家一起一起这这这个跟着这个呃郭先生的这个怎怎么样去，当时是怎么样去解这个呃分析这个王健怎么死的啊？看郭先生这些啊、呃
像谍战片一样的这一个经历的，就去暗访啊这些视频啊，我们都非常的一个呃，就是激动的一些心情嘛，就是。当当当时也是，就是说每个人呢，像包括我自己啊，我都觉得不可思议啊。后面后面郭先生又把所有的当时的一个呃王建之死的所有的录像，所有的这个设备啊，都拿到手的时候发出来那张照片的时候，我们我们就是呃非常的敬佩郭先生啊，这个力量后面的力量实在太强大了。那到了那个二呃这个二零一八年这个幺幺二零的时候，七哥开新闻发布会，告知了这整个呃世人。中共存在的这个对世界的这么一个威胁啊，中共利用蓝金黄渗透了全世界，利用经济超限战啊，摧毁了整个西方。那么记得七哥说过，恒大连海航的十十分之一都不到。那么这每一天增长上亿美元的这个庞然大物，从二零一九年开始啊，呃，抛售资产自救到二零二零年，海航的国资委啊，这个海南国资委啊，接收了这个呃破产重组啊。到二零一七呃二零二一年，王岐山被监控啊，陈峰被抓这个落幕，爆料革命这四年正是海航倒下的这四年。那么这四年印证了七哥说的共产党的假骗恶，正如幺幺二零发布会告诉大家，告诉我们，告诉全世界，世界唯有灭共才有未来，对不对？谢谢。好啊，谢谢文战友的分享，谢谢文战友的分享。哦，我我我个人也是非常有感触，就是现在想一想，三年前当时文王王健先生现呃去世意外死亡的时候，那时候的调查，我还记得那时候凯利去，然后那个蝴蝶都记忆犹新，然后这四年过程，然后见证了我们新中国联邦人还有暴乱革命的成长，所以非常感谢您的分享。好啊、呃，那个艾格丽斯医生，您请。谢谢，特别感谢前面这几位战友的分享。呃，我看到这我这个画框里面，我们呃六个画框，我就特别感慨。嗯，三年前的十二十一月二十号，我还记得当时在这会场上，那郭先生跟啊安龙先生的呃那个画面固定的那个握手和拥抱，还记得那个讲台前的那那束花，就觉得恍如隔世。这三年发生了什么？看看画面里的我们，嗯，看到美国小美国小李向我推荐他这个农场的患病的战友，然后我还有如水。给我的战友呃到处张罗药物，还有青藤呃捐出他自己那个收集的药物，我就想这我们能够走到今天三年发生了什么？就是我们这些战友能够联合在一起，像个网络互助，才能才能让我们越走越强大。谢谢。好的，非常感谢分享。那个呃那个，其实 Agnes 在我们这个爆料革命中做了很多事情，尤其这个疫在疫苗在病毒方面做了很多的工作，在我们 MOS 整个这个医疗组也做了很多的工作。我们在这里也真的是非常感谢他。呃，刚才您说的那点，我们每个人都做出自己的献奉吧，做出我们自己能应做的那份努力。我们相信我们的那个喜马拉雅很很快就会到来。啊，文革，请您分享一下您的感受，谢谢。文革没有声音。好，文革，你的麦没别开。现在怎么样？现在就是有声音吗？谢谢。谢谢青藤啊，不好意思。呃，今天是个大日子，为什么是个大日子呢？因为呃，三年以前我们在七哥的倡导下成立了法治基金。这法治基金的成立，对我们全球所有的战友，对所有的华人。可以说是五千年
华夏文明有史以来第一次成立了，就是为了中国人争争取这个法治、民主和自由的这么一个公益性的组织，在中国历史上，在人类历史上是没有出现过的。想想我们中华文明五千年的历史，第一次，而且是在呃民主和法治、自由高度发达的西方社会，美丽兼合中国成立了这么一个组织，并且由我们的大师班农先生作为。法治基金的发起人和主席，这是一个惊天地泣鬼神的这么一个事件，所以说这是第一点。第二点，我就觉得七哥当时说了一句话，就是我当时还觉着没有这么这么这么严重吧，说这个呃盗国贼、中共对这个所有人的威胁，对每一个人的威胁马上会到来。啊，三年以后，我们今天看到这个已经成为既定的事实了，也就是说。中共病毒疫苗已经对我们所有的全球的，不管你是黑人、白人，不管你是老板还是打工吧，不管你是什么人，都已经对我们每一个人造成了威胁。所以说，七哥的远见卓识是令我非常敬佩的。我们所有的战友应该都是一样的心情。所以今天是一个特别的重要的大日子，我非常高兴，也非常兴奋的能够站在这里和全球的战友们、兄弟姐妹们聊两句。非常感谢大家，谢谢。好的，非常感谢啊。啊、呃，那个，那因为七哥他们和班农先生还在开会，可能还没还要一会儿再回来，那我们就一块儿在这儿聊一聊。我想刚才文革说到了，我们法治基金是一个真的是一个历史性的，七哥有这样的远见卓识。其实说到实处的话呢，法治基金就是把所有的我们的资资金力量都汇集到一起，来帮助更多的中中国人。那么也可以看到，在过去法治基金起到的一个关键性的作用。那我就想请请问一下各位，大家觉得我们在这个爆料革命中，我们的这个法治基金？我们的这个啊、呃，这个财富资源或者我们的基金的这个支持有多么关键，或者说有起了多大的作用，在我们现在对抗 CCP 的这场战斗中啊、呃，请如水先来好吗？嗯，啊，现在听到了。呃，那个法治基金，我记得那个七哥呃曾经说过，呃，法治基金实际上它也是一个呃公益的基金，呃，它是未来能够拯救、能够解救咱们中国人的。呃，能够让中国进行一个就是和平革命，或者说和平变革的一个非常合法的机构。呃，因为这所以说就是说法治基金，它也可以说是叫一个建国基金。呃，它是一个应该是一个沟通东西方，就是链链接东西方这个精英的一个桥梁。呃，也可以说是我们中国老百姓的希望，是建立这个法治中国的一个非常公一个公共的平台。呃，我认为它也是以法灭共的平台。呃，因为在中国是没有法律可言的，不管你是普通的老百姓，呃，或者是你是一些知名的人士，呃，你就像现在看到很多老百姓被奴役，一些知名人士或者是共产党内部的人士，他都被消，就是被消失，呃，被死亡是没有法律可言的，所以我觉得它本身也是一个以法灭共的平台，呃，就是现在也凝聚着我们广大的战友，让大家更认识到法治的重要性，同时呢，我觉得它还在。呃，实施着一个人才救援的计划。呃，在这个在这两年，不管是病毒疫苗，在这个过程中，呃，拯救了很多的人。其实包括就是我们现在所说那个蛇妖炎、九子妖，我觉得他当时也是被咱们法治基金呃拯救的。那就是其他像七哥说的，已经拯救了更多更多的人，还是非常非常重要的。谢谢。好的，小李，您是好的，那我谈谈钱比较敏感，所以。让您来谈谈这个我们钱的重要性起的作用。<笑>好的，好的。实际上，呃，我我这个谈一点自己浅显的感受哈。那首先，咱们这个就是有中国有句俗话叫做
呃有什么别有病，没什么别没钱啊。所以说，其实际上对于我们，尤其是对于我们，无论我相信，无论是爆料革命也好，还是呃咱们作为普通的老百姓啊，在墙内在墙外生活也好，这个是很重要的。而且与此同时的话呢，就让我想起什么呢？让我想起来这个，在这个。呃，解放之前哈，所谓的解放就是中共解放的之前的话，这个呃，当时呃，可以说第一第一夫人吧，啊，这样我们也都知道，就宋美龄是吧？她从她从当时的这个中国大陆来美国来啊，到各个州也好啊，包括跟美国政府各个去到各个州去演讲也好，实际上它很重要的一个目的啊，很重要的一个目的就是干什么？就是募资嘛，对吧？那他募了资之后是干什么呢？那他很显然是把这些钱。他也是为了要去把这，就是要想要想去跟这个当时的这个在国内的这个支持，可以说支持这个国民党的这些抗争也好，那很显然一定要有资金的积累才可以。那很显然，我觉得从某些角度来讲，我我真的是觉得这在这个里边，当时三年前郭先生跟跟半农先生成立的这个，其实跟当时的这个呃跟宋美龄在这边募资，其实有异曲同工之妙啊。当然，我觉得。很显然，比当时更就是更略略胜一筹。为什么呢？因为他只是通过演讲，对吧？那我们这边呢是实际上是通过成立 C 3 C 4这种基金，利用美国的这种可以说非常非常完善的这样的一种法律的制度啊，来去合理合法的去把资金汇聚起来。那很显然，这样的话会比当时的这种呃，在呃一九四十年代的时候，就上个世纪四十年代。宋美龄到这边来演讲的时候的这种状态会，呃，可以说效果更好，而且力量更大，而且可以凝聚更多的人，可以发挥更强的力量。所以我觉得在这个方面真的是，呃，可以说是前无古人后无来者的一种行动。而且刚才我也提到，就是可以说没有法治基金、法治社会，没有战友们的这些捐款，我们是不可能在今年的六四啊，可以举办那么成功的啊，在第一百零二层也好。举办那么成功的这种呃新中国联邦建国一周年的这种活动，真的是可以说呃，而且当时我还非常清楚的记得啊，早哥还邀请了这个大额的法治基金的捐款者啊来去呃介绍自己的心路历程。我真的是觉得可以就是可以说，当当然我也是有幸参与到这个里边。那么很显然也跟这些战友们也都甚至当面聊过。可以说从他们的身上，他们有那么就在在法治基金、法治社会成立的。刚刚就初始阶段，他们就有这样的一种觉悟，就有这样的一种行动力，而且可以说，呃，也是非常大额的这种捐款，真的是对于他们对于这种爆料革命的信心和这种支持的话，也是学习到从他们身上学习到很多，对，从他们身上学习到很多。所以在这个方面，我真的是觉得，呃，反日基金、反日社会在这个方面可以说起到了非常非常重要的作用。而且呢，我、哦、除了这个以外的话呢，我觉得。呃，也是与此同时，作为各个农场来讲，也是凝聚了战友们的这种力量啊。为什么，对吧？为什么我们在在去吸收战友们加入到农场的时候，一个非常重要的先决条件就是看他是不是真正的捐过款，对吧？什么时候捐的款？我觉得这个就像郭先生当时说的，我依然非常清晰的记得，就是郭先生在在这个反日基金、反日社会成立初期的时候，就跟战友们说过，把你们的捐款的凭证留好，留好，留好，对吧？好，重要的事情说三遍，但我觉得郭先生至少说了十遍以上，在每一次的这个直播当中都会提到。为什么？实际上现在来看，我相信战友们都已经得到答案，对吧？已经得到答案。当然，我相信未来还有更多的
答案等待郭先生跟我们去揭晓。但是很显然，现在得到的，我相信真的是战友们得到了自己心中的答案，而且真的是再次的去感谢法治基金、法治社会可以给我们提供这样的一个平台。啊，我就先谈到这里，谢谢。非常感谢，那个文科。呃，我感觉就是咱们现在是在跟共产，我们是目的最终的一个目标是要灭共。那么灭共嘛，就是相当于是一个战争嘛，兵马啊未呃兵马未出，粮草要先行。那么法治基金呢，相当于是我们的粮草。那么呃，而且是中咱们中国人啊，其实呃一直就是独裁到现在啊，各个朝代没有真正法治基金是第一个啊，让我们中国人能够呃。在西方的这个法律制度下，在一个完善的一个监管体制下，我们中国人真正有了一个自己中国人自己能够说呃做主的一个基金，对吧？真的为是是为我们中国每一个平民啊去服务的一个基金。哇，我们是在中国，大家也一一直有听到过这些呃新闻啊，这些嘛红十字基金啊，对吧？呃，什么郭美美的这些事件哈、啊，所有的你在中国捐的款，对吧？都不知道去了哪里。最后啊，都是被这些官员啊包了小三啊，养了小老婆，然后呃到处的挥霍啊。我们所有呃很多事情发生，这这么多事情发生发生过，我们也很痛心，因为我们现在对中国的所有的捐款，我们现在啊都是嗯非常的失望啊，因为最终他在这个独裁体制下，没有没有一个公开透明的一个监督体制下啊，没有一个完善的法律体制下，他所有的捐款最终。都是啊欺骗了老百姓，只有我们法治基金啊真正第一次带给中国人啊以法灭共啊，让法律真正的西方的这些民主社会啊有法律的这些监督体制下完有一个完善的一个基金，那么真正的去服务我们每一个中国人啊，为救助我们每一个华人啊，呃全世界的中国人去团结在一起，能够真正的第一次有了一个团结的力量。我们相信的一个力量，有个信任的一个力量。那么我们在这个法治基金的这个呃加持之下，我们各个农场也是茁壮的一个成长，我们的灭共的力量也是茁壮的，不停的壮大。那么所有全世界的这些呃反对共产党的，那么我们都可以通过法治基金啊进行一个一些活动，对吧？嗯，那么我相信啊，我们法治基金未来也会。呃，越来越壮大啊！我们我们灭共的路也会越走越远。谢谢。好，非常感谢。那阿克莱斯，嗯，文科说的特别好。嗯，大家知道法治基金的确是现在现在显得越来越重要了。嗯，可能呃三年前刚成立的时候还没有这个深切的感受，现在觉得就是特别明显。嗯，的回想就是民国前期，呃，孙中山也在。海外大量募捐，大量集资，同时在精神上就号召呃华人民众，包括海外的华侨，就是呃帮助一起就是推翻呃清王朝。他当时的所提出的这些口号、这些手段、这些措施、这些金融方面，跟我们今天郭先生呃这样深远的谋划策略手段根本无法相比，我觉得真是小巫见大巫。那时候在那样的历史变革下，他都能够成功推翻清王朝。像今天我们这样的准备，不管从物质上、精神上，还是从呃国际社会环境上面，我觉得我们都占了绝对的优势。所以，嗯，有这样的伟人能够参加这样的嗯伟大的这个这么一场嗯
就是爆料革命，真的是三生有幸。嗯，所以这联想联想到我们现在这个这个法治基金那么多呃。包括墙内的这些非常有困难把资金就是输送出来的这些战友们都在拼命的呃就是募捐，嗯，大家就是觉得好像自己能够有一点点呃小的贡献就能够为就是我们伟大的事业做出一点点就是推动它往前进一步，就是每个人发挥自己的能量做出自己一点的贡献，我觉得这一天非常非常近，这个可能性变得越来越就是。开始变大，在眼前好像马上要变成现实。本来是一个模糊的印象化，现在我觉得是一个完完完全全的一个写实主义的一个美丽的画卷。谢谢。感谢文革。好了，战友们都说的特别好，特别棒啊！啊，我就不再累述了。就是我们我们都知道，我们青藤战友是我们一个才子。我想我没有太多要表达的，我希望。想听听青藤战友您的这个从您的角度的看法，非常阅文气象。我感觉这个现在反转了，他是主持了，行，没问题啊、呃。我我各位战友都说的非常好，其实我真的不敢当什么才子不才子，我完全但、呃、当不上。我们战友里头有太多的人才，我是觉得刚才各位分享的都这样。我们法治基金真的，首先第一个不光是汇聚的一个实力，更重要的是我们看到的是一种投票。每一个捐款的人其实就是投了一票，投给新中国联邦，投给我们要反对共产党，这是一个投票。还有一个就是说，我们投的这个就是这个钱，就是消灭共产党的一个子弹。因为在过去，我们我觉得文贵先生他高的地方就在于，我要消灭共产党以什么样的方式？他看到了本质，我要用财力，又用我们的实力去推翻共产党，而而要减少最少的对中国人的伤害，不要去流血，不要有那么多的啊、呃、对中国人带来伤害。所以我觉得这个时候就有显得我们法治基金的重要性。其实刚才艾格里斯医生提了，就是提到了一些呃，我法治基金的重要性。我们可以看到过去的整个这个疫苗灾难、病毒灾难，其实我们法治基金在后头应该是做了很多的大量的工作。文贵先生也有提到过，有很多的这个游说团队啊，在欧洲啊，在美国啊，去游说这些呃团体来反对疫苗啊，反对这个这个新闻压制。所以我觉得在这方面呢，我们的这。整个的法治基金和法治社会真的是做到了很多的工作，非常重要的工作，不光是拯救中国人，而且是拯救，可以说是全世界的人民。这个这是我的理一点点浅薄的理解。啊，好的，非常感谢各位的分享。那小新，您来，你的问题。我有哦，我我我有问题。<笑>好，行啊，我的问题啊，谢谢谢谢大家。我觉得在跟青年哥学学到很多，就是我们刚才在就是在等待的过程还有聊天，就是我觉得这个。我可以先分享一下啊，我还没问题。对，就是啊，我们在聊天有很多人，我觉得这个捐的不仅仅是钱，也是捐的是信任，甚至捐的是啊，比如说捐命，很多人国内的人因为捐钱也被被喝茶，甚至被被拘禁啊。就是我们在聊的时候，很多在美国的战友因为捐钱，然后自己的银行账户也被封锁。所以我觉得我们在捐款的过程中，其实就是跟这个邪恶势力的一个一个对抗和 CCP 的一个对抗。对，那哦，我的问题呢，就是啊，因为这个一一幺幺二零不仅仅只是说这个法治基金和法治社会的成立，还有呢，就是这个王健呃之死的一个新闻发布会。那我们看在呃二零一七年那时候，文贵先生刚开始播爆料啊，六幺六七幺七还有八幺八九幺九都非常的、呃，到现在都是深入人心。然后在这个过去的这三年中，王健先生他不仅去世了，然后这个海航也也现在面临破产。那现在那个恒大。恒大，然后还有呃，就各种各样的房地产也要相继爆雷，所以我我的问题呢是想问一下大家，对这个目前这个国内的这个经济形势，还有这个啊、呃、海航，还有这个啊、呃、房地产的一个看法，对啊，入水战友您请。
嗯，还是我先说，我觉得下次可以从呃文革那边先开始了，呃，可以调整一下顺序。呃，其实那个在小西说之前，就是啊，你王健的事情，我觉着他是其实就是一个呈现了一个不折不扣的这个 CCP 他那个凶残的绞肉机的本性。就再说到中国的经济，七哥已经说了很多。就是刚才，其实我想补充一点，就是呃，大家说那个捐法治基金的啊，呃，因为那个大家说了之后，后来我就有一点感想，那我就小心，我就差一点话题再说一下这个。呃，其实，在关于捐款这一块，呃，我在其实以前我也是真的是被呃从小被 CCP 洗脑的，呃，洗脑还是非常严重的。那么自从接触七哥之后，然后才豁然开朗，就是一下子才明白了很多事情。在之前呢，在国内就是呃，可以说我也是做了就是这种公益啊什么做了十几年的，呃，非常长的时间一直在那个或者一些草根公益组织里面。那也当时我们也进行了很多捐款什么的，呃，开始的时候就是捐的还是比较频繁，后来慢慢听到一些东西了，呃，就不太敢捐款了，真的就是那种信任就没有了。但当时被洗脑还是非常相信共产党的，觉得上面的人不知道他下面的邪恶和黑暗。呃，然后就把自己努力做的事情就变成我去做事情，呃，就是做一些实质性的一些事情，做一些实质性活动，或者呃搞一些募捐给那些孩子或者什么。其实后来才知道，那些东西根本也到不了孩子手里，你手里就是你到了很多物资还是在其他那些的手里。后来所以就是说，呃，接触七哥之后，然后到法治经济这一块，我特别能够理解其他那些战友，就像那个小李说的，他们捐不出来钱，也是在想方设法的来捐款。呃，其实我们农场也有很多这种战友，呃，就是找我，然后他们实在难以汇钱，就好几个人就是凑在一起，再找一个第三方想办法来，就是转到这边农场，然后农场再帮他们分别的呃捐给各个战友。我我觉得他们真的是绞尽脑汁、费尽心力的，呃，然后确实有战友，他们那个捐款啊，比他们投资的要多，他们捐款的金额要大于他们那个投资咱们就是其他的，就比如说借款或者。呃，就像前面我其实也有谁说过，比他们其他的投资都要多，就是、说他把更多的钱呃是用在捐款上面的。那其实小李刚才说，就是呃七哥一直让很多战友就是要留好凭证什么的，呃是有很多战友确实是留好凭证，但是有很多战友呃反正我是这么认为的啊，其实就没有再去留那个凭证，因为觉得我捐了就是捐了，我没有想过再因为这个捐款。我还要得到什么利益或者怎么样？我就是纯粹的捐款，我就是纯粹的去帮助他们。确实有很多很多的战这样的战友，嗯，是非常感谢他们的。我们农场也有，我觉得我们农场有特别多的，呃，特别认真的在努力做着好多奉献的战友。嗯，他们现在在墙内真的很不容易，面临着就是病毒啊、疫苗的肆虐，呃，而且那个你你们说的其实就是经济的崩塌或者是那种金融的。呃，我强烈的很很多朋友感触特别特别明显，他们生活是特别特别不容易，但是现在他们还在努力着进行捐款，因为有的人已经让我帮着捐好几次款了，特别感谢他们，谢谢。好的，谢谢您的分享。啊、谢谢入水战友的分享，对，也也感谢您这个帮助无数强烈的战友来进行一个捐款，你你我每次跟您发信息都是秒回，就是非常感谢您的这个对为战友的这个默默付出。啊，好啊，那美国小李战友啊，嗯，麻烦您分享一下，就是关于王健之死，还有现在国内经济啊的未来的一个形势的看法。好，谢谢。好的，好的，那我谈一点自己的这个浅显的理解哈、啊。首先，其实我觉得刚才小军提到的，呃，就是呃，也是让我历历在目的是什么？就是那那只蝴蝶啊，那只蝴蝶。呃，其实我们中国人有句俗话叫啊、呃，人在做天在看，对吧？那么回想到其实王健之死。
呃，其实包括郭先生的爆料，我们其实也可以推断出一样，对吧？王健当时一块去法国的普罗旺斯的时候，谁在谁跟在身边？其实都是很多都是王岐山的这个这个派的人，对吧？那现在我就是反问一下这个各位战友，对吧？现在王岐山呢，对不对？所以说实际上这就是这就是我又想起郭先生当时说的这个呃郭泰给他写的这个纸条，呃郭先生每天在念是说是说什么？就是。人要相信轮回啊，所以说那很显然，当时那既然是这个，既然是这个中共，或者既然是王岐山对于王健下了手，那么很显然要要相信轮回。那么现在轮到王岐山了，对吧？而且呢，我觉得当时实际上王健之死，用郭先生话说，就是实际上是给了很多很多，包括刚才就是上一期这个导哥聊到的，对吧？作为就像王健这样的人。都都有，这都都是那样的下场，对不对？你再牛，你能牛得过王健吗？你再有钱，你能有的钱过这个王岐山吗？对不对？你能有他位高权重吗？对不对？再想想当时，可能很就是郭先生在爆料的时候，我很多很多的，包括墙内的这个体制内的人还都不相信，说啊马云、马化腾、什么王健林啊，还有很多很多的这个所谓的啊所谓的这个石玉柱、柳传志是吧？什么马化腾什么什么。南那是就北柳南南马是吧？所以就这些这些人，就是当时都觉得，哎呀，可能是一个可以。我相信，其实刚才我提到的所有这些人，也都知道郭先生在提到他们啊。我指的是在三年前的时候，王健之死的时候，对吧？但是很显然，他们觉得啊，这个跟我没有什么，就是说什么男人就跟我跟我没有什么关系，是吧？这个离我还离我还还还远着呢。但是实际上现在呢，三年之后，现在是什么情况，对不对？所以说，真的是我觉得，如果就像小哥刚才讲了，如果是说当时的王健之死，这个对于对于党内，无论是这个自己做生意的也好，还是体制内的人也好，可以说是敲醒了一个非常响亮的一个一个一个一个钟声，或者是打了一个非常响亮的耳光。那么在那个时候，如果真的是觉醒的话，如果真的是。呃，想有所这个呃动作的话，实际上是完完全全来不及的，对吧？完完全全来不及的。那么继续回答刚才前提到的问题，那现在呢？现在的经济是一种什么样的状况，对吧？呃，这个这个各个各大的可以说是呃带动强内的所谓的这个中共的 GDP 的一个三家引擎三价引擎之一的地产房地产是一个什么样的情况？我相信战友们也都比我了解，对吧？恒大已经是就是。不要说，不要说是是是是这个再去卖楼了，他就就基本上是棺材板都已经定上了，对吧？已经是离死不远了。再再想想其他的什么呃很多很多的房地产公司，像什么战友们都耳熟能详，像什么绿地集团啊，什么龙，哎，还有什么泛海国际啊，对吧？包括我这个，因为我战友们知道之前之前这个在讲那的时候，我在北京生活，那泛海的楼盘是非常非常的这个豪华，也包括。这个在在东四环边的那都是豪宅中的豪宅，那当时随随便便几一套就是几千万的，对吧？那现在是一种什么样的状态，对吧？包括这个呃，还有很知名的很多房地产公司，什么棕榈泉啊等等这系列的，都是可以说都是这个好的，他们的实对目前的实际情况都是这样。OK， 非常感谢小李。非常非常感谢小李啊，小李谈起经济问题，真的是可以这个一直持续下去，非常感谢啊。那好的，我们请文文文科文科，因为是这样子的，有一个消息要跟大家说一下，非常的可能因为七哥那边跟班东先生在一直在开会
呃，可能呃，今天呢，大家可能见不了大家，就是在不能同框。但是呢，呃，因为我们后面还有一组嘉宾，所以呢，可能就是我们就时间又有限。那么我们现在还有三分钟，我可以就是我们可以回答问题，也可以每一位战友可以，如果想跟七哥、想跟班农先生留在这里留几句话，他们在，因为你们知道七哥有个习惯，就是开会的时候也会戴着耳机听看，所以我相信你们说的每一句话，七哥和班农先生都能够听到看到。就这个，所以我想请各位，呃，大概一个人一分钟或者呃三十秒吧，三十秒，请大家留大概说一下你们的想说的话，对文对文贵先生，对半农先生都可以。好的，那就先从呃这回从文革开始，好不好？谢谢。好的，谢谢大家，谢谢大家。呃，我想就是点问七哥一个问题，就是说王建之死和海航的倒下。是否引起了这个世界局部政治力量的一个变化？好的，谢谢青藤。好的，这个问题我们会留给文贵先生回来之后，我会替您问这个问题。那您对班农先生要谢谢有有什么要说的吗？他作为法治基金和法治社会、呃、对法治基金的主席和成立人。啊、呃，我我是觉得，我觉得呃，班农先生跟文贵先生两位呃。为了我们，呃，班农先生为了我们，他完全不是，呃，咱们这个中国人哈，但是他为了我们中国老百姓啊，呐喊，为我们中国的所有的华人去呐喊，呃，付出了，啊，这四年来，我们其实每一个华人都非常的感动啊，因为我们第一次在我的印象里啊，第一次有这么一位美国人替我们的啊，呃，自由民主法治去呐喊，为我们每一个华人去做这么多事情。呃，真的非常的感动，所以说我我其他其他真的没办法去表达我的所有的这种用语言来表达，我只能说深深的感谢祝福，对祝福咱们班农先生每天都是健健康康的，谢谢。好的，我们可以深切的感觉到您的那个感情啊，那 Agnes 请您三十秒。好的，哦，因为今天呃二零一八年的十一月二十号是从海航王健的那个。死开始的，所以我就觉得像王健这样的所谓的中国精英能有能有那样的下场，所以现在所谓中国自认为是精英的那些人，他们自己都应该心里有数了。还有就是我对班农先生有有一个问题，也不算是问题了，因为呃在二零二二年川普总统大选的时候，川普总统成为中共下毒的重点的下毒对象，那么现在在这个关键时刻，班农先生会不会成为这个中共的这个使坏的重点对象？所以我就想提醒班农先生，如果是现在那么多社社交活动的话，他的这个预防性这个病毒用药是不是应该考虑加量或者是联合用药？谢谢。好的，我们会推荐班农先生直接联系您，您给他多出点方子。好的，文文哥。好的，这谢谢战友们啊，我就是有一个呃小问题想问一下班农先生。毫无疑问，我们一起一定会消灭中国共产党，但是我们要实现的法治、民主和自由。这三项对于我们所有的爆料革命战友，甚至是所有的华人来讲，我们是否哪一个是最基础的？大家要追追寻的，才能够是我们能一起达到，还是当然需要时间？还是说我们呃法治、民主、自由这三项哪一项是最基本的？大家要做到的，如何做？这是我的问题。谢谢。好的，非常感谢，非常感谢文革。那个如水。嗯，好的，那个呃，我有两个问题想那个问班总先生的，就是呃，首先感谢那个七哥班总先生，还有战斗士多年如一日同这个 CCP 还有那个邪恶势力做斗争
，然后拯救我们中国和全世界的老百姓，拯救人类社会。那么我想问的第一个问题是，呃，比如说梵蒂冈的力量，因为以前七哥也经常说的，梵蒂冈的力量它和 CCP 在勾兑。那么在现在疫情蔓延的情况下，那全世界都面临着这个疫情还有病毒这样的危险。那么梵蒂冈作为一个，它本来。呃，应该是人类的一个非常重要的，可以说是精神圣地。他接下来他会怎么做呢？他会起到一个什么样的作用呢？而他做的这些东做的这些事情，在历史上会留下什么样的记录呢？嗯，我希望能那个班农先生可以谈一下。第二个问题，呃，就是想问，就是这这个因为这个 CCP 它长期的作恶而导致的，就是可能即将到来的一个呃排华反华的这个浪潮，咱们的法治基金将会起到什么样的作用？谢谢。好，非常感谢啊，小李，最后三十秒。啊，闭麦，你的声音没开，现在可以吗？听得到吗？听到。好的，好的。那我有两个问题，第一个问题就是，呃、啊，佛州的这个呃共和党的胜利，对于我们灭共来说的意义是什么？啊，因为班农先生很显然是美国的政治大师，所以想听听他的独特的见解。那么第二个问题呢，就是之前郭先生在直播当中曾经提到过，啊，这个班农的女儿曾经是毕业于美国的西点军校，那么在未来的新中国联邦的雇佣军当中，他也是作为顾问。那么在这个方面啊，有没有一些什么可以分享给战友们的啊，关于未来的新中国联邦雇佣军的一些啊事情？谢谢。好的，非常感谢你来总结一下。嗯，好好，谢谢各位今天前辈的分享，就是我也学到了非常多。今天来到现场也非常非常的兴奋啊！我们还有大概十分钟左右，一会儿班东先生还有啊文贵先生会加入我们的直播，那就感谢今天所有战友的的参与，很多在欧洲战友可能都没睡好觉，所以战友们辛苦了啊！谢谢大家，我们一会儿再见。好的，非常感谢各位。好，谢谢。谢谢。
板上，英雄故事必备后在船上。我们是勇士的民族，不屈的血在身上流淌，神圣的母语放声高喊，我还不能一死在呀。If Tank Man came back today, if we knew who Tank Man was, and if he came to America, to Wall Street, he would be. I want to thank her. Please take your seats. Let's let's relax and enjoy ourselves. Trade, Huawei, all of it, on Guo Media, with my co-host, the one, the only Miles Quack, Stephen K. Bannon, Miles Quack. Today, what happened in Osaka? By the Himalaya Society, the Himalaya Organization, to actually confront, combat, and eventually take down the CCP. This Upper East Side in New York, Midtown Manhattan. It's an obscenity. It's an obscenity that they've been able to steal that money. Today is about recklessness, inaccountability. The Chinese Communist Party and the senior leadership of the CCP have acted financially recklessly.
Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay. Uh, welcome back. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I feel I'm very lucky today because I have a two beautiful ladies with host of the, the program is me to, together, right? So, uh, Miles only have Mr. Bannon with him. Okay. Uh, welcome for the new guests. So, uh, I will let everyone say hello to our audience first. So we'll start from Prince. Hello, Mr. Bannon. Hello, Mr. Miles Guo. Uh, my name is Prince. I'm very honored to be here today. Sarah. This is Prince. Yeah. Ah, oh, Prince. <laughs> Young uh, you, you are muted. Sarah, you are you are muted. You can hear her voice. He 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 we can hear you, Chiqi. Fifi, you Okay, Hi, I'm Nana, and hi, Miles and Mr. Van. I'm so happy to see see you guys. Okay, okay, maybe it's is. It, can I say something? Sure, of course. <laughs> You're the host. So, um, so honored to be here, Mr. Van and uh, Mr. Guo Miles, and I'm Rachel. And I don't know, uh, Mr. Van, if you remember me, that I was once uh, in your war room and was speaking to you about the evil and um, uh, evilness of the CCP. So it's, it's my great pleasure to be the host for this particular Hello. section. So thank you so much. And welcome all the guests on, here on. today. We love having you on War Room. Thank you. Okay, uh, Hello, of course. Can you guys hear me now? Yes, yeah. we can hear you now. Okay, great. Uh, uh, thank you, everyone. My name is Sarah, and uh, today is very honored to be here with uh, Mr. Vanna and the Miles School, and uh, with all our brother and sisters. Thank you. Thank you. Can I be Hello, 大家好,郭先生好, hello, Mr. Vanna. So it's a super honor, super happy to be here today. Thank you. It's great. So we actually, um, it's a wonderful, sorry, if I ask you a, a redundant question because I, I wasn't able to listen to the program, but I know we have uh, threw a lot of question at you, but we still have a lot. Absolutely. Because I, I understood uh, from my previous host, Xiaoxin, so she briefed me that we talked a lot about history. We talked about the three years ago, what's happened, but we wanted to probably focusing the section more on the future. Absolutely. Um, more on the future of the new federal state of China. So, um, and I first wanted to check with, uh, first, do we yeah. want to go with the question from the guests first, or do we? We can go, go start okay. with the guests. Sure. Yeah. So, maybe we ask the guests to bring uh, your question first. So, Prince, are you ready? Hold yes, on, hold on, please. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, everybody. I want to see. Prince is from the DC now. It's purchased in the SEC. As little Sarah is from Canada. It's the 300 years old Fei Fei. It's from Shanghai, now it's Los Angeles. It's the it's Nana. It's from the Dubai. 
is a Richard from Canada. It's Qingteng, you know, is from the uh, New York. So that's the young generation, new state people. This is all the handsome, new, beautiful girls. New, new China, new Chinese. New China, new Chinese. So now I say search Steve Bannon 525 is need to quickly go. So now we have no more time. So we don't need to translate to Chinese. They just ask directly one by one is the English question. Search give you an answer by English. After this, we are translate. Okay. So thank you, everybody. Prince first. Thank you. Okay. Thank, thank you, Mr. Bennett. Thank you, uh, the host. Thank you, Mr. Mao Guo. So my question is, speaking of young people, um, you know, we have a lot of young talents here at the new federal state of China. And I would like to ask Mr. Bennett, what would you like to say to the younger generations of the new Chinese people? Specifically, you know, what do you think the young generation of Chinese people should strive to learn? What kind of talents do we need to make the new federal state of China thrive and prosper in the future? Do we need more lawyers? Do we need more accountants? Do we need more historians? What kind of talents do you think that we need uh, for the new federal state of China? Thank you, Mr. Bannon. Well, we definitely don't need more lawyers. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Listen, I think that the natural, I think the most important thing that we need is more entrepreneurs, right? More uh, and more scientists and people that know technology. You know, the future is going to be driven by technology. Uh, clearly, uh, the Chinese people have a great affinity for that. One of the things about the CCP is that they've taken, uh, they've, they've crushed the creativity and particularly the technological creativity away from the uh, Chinese people because all they've done is extract the value. So I think going forward for, for new China and the new Chinese is everything I see at, you know, G Fashion and Getter, uh, G News, GTV. We need entrepreneurs. Uh, we need, uh, people with entrepreneurial spirit, uh, people that know how to take risk, but how to mitigate those risks. And how not to quit. And so I think that it, the more I see uh, from the new federal state, the whistleblower movement, the rule of law, G News, GTV, uh, G Fashion is I think right now we need to build more entrepreneurial skills, uh, more uh, talents as far as understanding business and finance, marketing, uh, all those types of uh, uh, skills that can take technology and make them apply technology that can uh, can drive value creation and also open up uh for uh for you know more content more knowledge and i think that everything i've seen from the team at getter and all the other teams that we're headed in the right direction so i think it's just more of that and taking educated people that have gone to university uh and and make sure that they get access to the best universities and then mentor them mentor young people uh, and then get them into the different companies and even the companies that are growing in America and throughout the world, Canada, New Zealand, the West, uh, and show people that under the rule of law and, and property rights and people's ownership in that, uh, that you're, you're building, uh, great companies and you're building companies that people participate in with better wages and ownership in the companies and show that, uh, that real capitalism works. And I think if we continue to do that, uh, we're going to be on the the winning path. And, and and as an example, you know, a shiny example to everybody, what happens when the Chinese people are protected by the rule of law and, and protected by uh, freedom and democracy and liberty. Thank you so much, Mr. Bannon. Sarah. 
Okay. Hi, Mr. Bannon. Uh, my question is, uh, in Mao's growth recent uh, live stream, the, uh, he mentioned that the federal in new federal states of China means that we should try to be an ex- uh, inclusive country regardless of one's uh, national region or race. Uh, what do you make of uh, meaning of uh, federal in new federal states uh, of China? Please. Thank you. I think the federal part is very important because I think it shows that different than the way China is governed today, which is a centralized central committee that from the top down, remember, populism is from the bottom up and federalism means that each region comes together and it's inclusive and people are empowered at their local levels, right, all the way up uh, to the top. But it's not top down. It's not dictated through um uh, assertions by central authority or central power, but that the entrepreneurial spirit, right, in the in the in the populist spirit of, of the little guy and the new Chinese, they have a not just a stake in society, a, a economic stake, but that their rights are protected, and that it's by region, and that's I think the federal part of of the new federal state is very powerful, and I think that that will propel freedom and and liberty, and and actually unlock all the talents of the Chinese people, particularly uh, the young Chinese. Thank you so much. So I have a question related to this, uh, Mr. Bannon, because uh, Miles mentioned that uh, we're trying to build something that is international, truly international, and possibly not defined by the physical boundary. Um, so we, we understand we're going to uh, liberate you know, the, uh, the Chinese people. In, in the mainland of Hong Kong and taking down the CCP. But as a co-founder of the federal state, do you think that in the future that we will gather the world, um, uh, you know, the, the class people, um, all gathered under the banner of the federal, uh, new federal state of China? What do you think? Yes, I think that, that di- I think the diaspora of the Chinese people, remember what a quarter of a billion uh, Chinese, I think over 250 million Chinese have been basically forced to leave mainland China in the search for freedom. And I think that that's what the new federal state can do in a country by country basis as unite the diaspora, of the Chinese people to be really a counterbalance to the, uh, to the, uh, the mafia like uh, dictatorship of the CCP. And you can see as all these companies start to thrive and all the different aspects of it start to thrive and they take in the talents of everybody. Remember God in heaven gives everybody uh, when you're born, gives everybody different talents, right? That parable of Jesus about the talents. But you get the ability to uh, make your talents better and to improve and to be mentored and be kind of like craftsmen that you learn under uh, you learn under people that that know it and you learn and grow. But it's also international, and that's why I think the new federal state is a, is an alternative to the centralized power of Beijing, and it's certainly going to be to unite. The, uh, the, the, uh, Chinese in Canada and the United States in Europe and New Zealand, Australia, all over the world where the diaspora has been, um, you know, placed all over the world where people have gone, but the new federal state can give a central location kind of to make sure that your, your message is heard and that CCP knows that there's a counter and there's a counter in all the freedom loving countries throughout the world of where the Chinese people have thrived, whether you're a Canadian citizen, whether you're like some of the uh, Mr. Hua and the people in Spain in the United Kingdom, that it can unite. I eventually think that we do, and I know Miles has been saying this, that 
maybe uh, a central location, a geographic location where it can be a center of that, but it's dispersed throughout the world. But the new federal state knits everybody together in, in, uh, and knits them together under the rule of law and under, uh, and under the ability to have, uh, you know, freedom of dissent, freedom of speech, freedom of religion. And so I think that this is very powerful. You see every day with the new federal state. Remember, the new federal state's only a year and a half old. It's only 18 months old. And look, look, look at what's happened. Today we're commemorating the third anniversary of really the rule of law of the, of the great presentation we had that day at the Pierre Hotel. And look how much power, uh, that the rule of law foundation, rule of law society, the whistleblower movement, you've changed history. Right here today, you can hear the protest in this city and the protest is about anti-vaccine, right? And it's not that people are anti-vax, is that they're vaccine hesitant, right? Uh, and the reason they're vaccine hesitant is that the information hasn't been put out about exactly what happened in the Wuhan lab, what is this virus really about, and, and why uh, therapeutics, prophylactic therapeutics like hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or all these other attributes and what they can do. And so the whole world right now is, is questioning whether it's in Europe or in France or in Austria or the United States. There's a big protest here today about about American citizens who are uh, you know, uh, American born, right? Who are protesting the, the, these overreaching mandates to take your freedom away. So I think if you look at the new federal state and what it's been able to accomplish in 18 months and what the uh, whistleblower movement and what GNews and GTV and particularly the rule of law just in three years, remember it was three years ago today, we were at the Pierre hotel with just an idea and a concept. And you see how big it's gotten today to actually be able with scientific proof and evidence and data to say, hey, are, are these vaccines really the solution? And are these overreaching, overbearing mandates with mass mandates and, and mandates to vaccinate the kids, are they the proper thing to do? And you see in a free society, you have the ability to actually say, hey, I can protest that. And I, you have to you have to show me as a citizen the data and the evidence. And I think that that's what's very powerful. And I think that's what's very powerful about this movement. And it's only going to grow in power over time, particularly as it taps in to the natural talents of the Chinese people, and particularly those talents when it's protected by the rule of law. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you anymore. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Ben. And I'm, I'm sure you will be one of the, you're already the co-founder of the state, new federal state of China, so you will be honorary citizen anyway. And we probably, Peter Navarro is also our spokesperson, so absolutely we're going to gain more steam um, in, the, in the years and months ahead of us. So we'll continue to ask, uh, we will let the guests to ask questions first. So our next is Fei Fei. Uh, bring on your question for Mr. Bannon. Okay. Hello, Mr. Bannon. You are always my hero. So at the same time, I feel like, <laughs> or, uh, so at the same time, I feel that you are a person who has great vision uh, and wisdom. Uh, since uh, that while you are uh, making uh, American great again, you are also uh, playing a key role in uh, build a strong and great partner that is the new federal state of China. So uh, today you are with us, the Lao Baixing, and uh, uh, the you say as the uh, salt of the earth. So what you want to say to the CCP? And uh, what's your view of uh, the relationship with the CCP and uh, the United States? Thank you. But look, the CCP to me is the enemy, not just of the Chinese people, 
it's the enemy of the United States citizens, but it's also the uh, the enemy of of mankind. I mean, and you represent to me the the the, the very best in the example of the new Chinese. I remember your your I think it was your mother got a, a COVID, and you were so concerned about her. Everything you did, you put your life on hold to be there for her and to reach out. I remember at the time, you know, we were all of us were working together to help your mother. To me, that epitomizes the new China. It's love of family. It's a love of the traditional family. It's a love of your parents and your ancestors that came before you and everything that they did to make sure that you could have all the opportunities today. You know, the Chinese Communist Party, because it's a mafia, it's not a legitimate government, right? And it is suppressed and, 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 and tried to steal all the value from the Chinese people. And it doesn't care how many Chinese people die, right? It has that same attitude to the American people and to all mankind. They are atheists. They're materialist. They don't believe in faith. They don't believe in spiritual. They don't believe in God. Uh, and all they want is power, right? Temporal power on this earth at this time in the spirit of the Chinese people and is exemplified by your fight for your mother. You put your whole life on hold to make sure that your mother was taken care of. And I can tell you, my brother and sister had the, the, the CCP virus and Miles went out of his way. Immediately when I talked to Miles, Miles immediately had a couple of volunteers drive to like North Carolina to get my sister who had severe cancer to make sure she had hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and she got better in a couple of days. That's the spirit of the new China. The spirit of the new China is your example of just being there for your mother nonstop and nothing was more important in your life than to make sure that your mother was taken care of, right? Just like Miles, I made one phone call and a couple of volunteers from the new federal state drove all night drove like 20 hours to North Carolina to make sure that my sister got the medicine. And then my brother, Miles, overnighted it right away. It's that volunteerism. It's, it's that spirit of the new China and the new Chinese to say, hey, the family's the most important thing. My mother and father are the most important thing. And I will not. And think about it. Compare that to the Cultural Revolution. Compare that to what the CCP did in the 60s, where their whole focus was to destroy the family. The whole focus was to turn young people in China at the time against their parents right, against their teachers, right, against the village elders to break that 10,000 years of the traditional Chinese family. That should, what happened to you and your mother during the CCP virus and compare that back to the 1960s, the new Chinese put their parents first. They put their family first. They will do anything. And as long as we have that spirit and we protect that going forward, that's the rejuvenation of the Chinese people. That's the rejuvenation of the Chinese nation, that your family is first. Your parents are first. And in doing that, you make China great again, right? And so that, if we keep that spirit and keep protecting that spirit under the rule of law, you're clearly the Chinese people are going to take down the CCP because the new Chinese will not allow the Chinese Communist Party to come and destroy the family, to come and destroy your parents like they tried to during the Cultural Revolution. And you've seen that here in the United States. These protests we had in the summer of, of 2020, as we said, it was like, uh, Antifa and certain elements of BLM, right? It was like struggle sessions. They were there to kind of destroy the traditional uh, foundations of the family in the United States. We can't let that happen. That's the poison of the Chinese Communist Party, that atheistic, materialistic, Marxist poison that they try to spread throughout the world. That's why you are at the vanguard of stopping that. And the, and the efforts you make every day to protect your family, to, to particularly protect your parents and to honor your parents, goes back to the greatest traditions of the Chinese civilization.
Thank you. Thank you. And a few more. Thanks. Yeah, so, so I, I believe we are not only make America or Chinese great again, we are making the world great again. Thank you. That, that is the lesson. The great, the great lesson of Chinese civilization where the family, the traditional family structure, right, is the most important thing. Because if you get the family right, I mean, Miles is, is a perfect example of how he honored his mother when his mother passed away, right? How they had eight brothers, you know, eight brothers. And they all looked out for each other. And one of the things that, uh, that really moved me about Miles is it's the, it's the, uh, memory of his brother who was tortured and killed, right, by the Chinese Communist Party in Tiananmen Square during, the, during the, the, those dark times in China. That's the power. The power of new China and the new Chinese is the honoring of your parents, the honoring of your ancestors, the honoring of that, that very special thing that is the traditional family. And if we have that going forward, energized by the entrepreneurial spirit, energized by knowledge and understanding and wisdom, you're unstoppable. The Chinese Communist Party is going to be destroyed. It's just simply when is that going to happen, right? And as we can build this entrepreneurial spirit and this great spirit in the, in the new Chinese, that day is going to come sooner rather than later. Thank you. Thank you. No, no. no. Okay, so hi, Mr. Bannon. I have a question um, I would like you to answer. And um, I have been wondering because Miles always give us puzzles and it doesn't show us like what the, like the full picture. And, um, and he will like tell us, like give us one puzzle in a day, you know. And he says that we are going to build something that is so like, Nobody would even imagine what he's gonna gonna have. So it's not a country. It's not um, something more than that. And recently, I've been watching um, video clips about Elon Musk that uh, have been talking about the AI and how he's trying to stop it because it's kind of dangerous. And but we all know that it's not stopping anybody to to develop the AI technology. And he said. If we cannot fight, uh, fight it, we're going to join it. And so I think eventually it's going to have like human and AI maybe, uh, combined with the human in order to make sure the AI is not going to maybe overcome human body or destroy the humanity. So I'm just wondering because Mayo has been talking about their, um, he's going to build something so much bigger. And I know you guys are building national security. So, um, in, in your insight, what do you think? Um, has like the future of Omaios is going to build, uh, has something to do with it or it's going to be totally different from that. Thank you. Well, I, one thing is that I think when Miles does that is that it gets back to, um, uh, one of the great philosophers, uh, the West had Socrates and Socrates did not tell you the answer and he was not looking for you just to get the answer. It was the process of you getting the answer. It's called the Socratic method. They would give you a puzzle and you have to think it through yourself. You have to come together yourself. That's why I said earlier when somebody asked the greatest, uh, one of the things we should focus on, I said entrepreneurial spirit. Entrepreneurs have to figure things out. Those puzzles that Miles gives you sometimes is he wants you to figure it out yourself because in the process of figuring it out and thinking it through, you grow and you go to the next level because the challenge is five years from now and 10 years from now and 15 years from now right, are going to be different in the unique attributes of those problems 
but the process of solving it will always be the same. You'll have to learn and think through how to figure it out. You know, Miles and myself, we won't be here forever, right? You one day or take up the baton and you guys will be the leaders of this. And so the training, and that's what I said about craftsmanship and tradition is to learn how to think and not just to learn how to think, but to learn how to think and then learn how to do, learn how to action. And that's one of the things, think about it for a second. None of these companies existed a few years ago. Getter, GTV, Cheese News, G Fashion, right? The Whistleblower Society, the New Federal State, the, um, the H Coin, H Coin, uh, the Himalaya Exchange. None of it existed. It was all just out there kind of ideas. Now these are actual institutions and entities that are very young, right? But they're growing every day. If you go back and look at GTV and G News from his very first day and the kind of rudimentary, we were just talking when we did the, when we did the, uh, three years ago at the Pierre Hotel, it was pretty rudimentary because it was just coming together and we would do our three day broadcast for Chinese New Year's. It was rudimentary and look at today how sophisticated it is just a few years later. That is a process of learning and that is a process of learning together and acting together. And it gets more and more powerful as it goes on. Look, one of the great threats in front of us is to make sure technology does not overwhelm us. What we could not have any of these entities if we didn't learn how to actually understand technology and, and to leverage the technology to take us to the new level. Think of, uh, H-Coin and think of, uh, the Himalaya Exchange. Think of Getter. These are advanced technologies, blockchain, you know, artificial intelligence, but they always have to be under the control of man. One of the, one of the serious threats of the Chinese Communist Party is that they look at technology as a form of control, not a form of freedom. That's what the firewall is. That's what the social credit score is. That's very much what, that's why these protests are against the vaccine and the vaccine mandates. Because people think, hey, we maybe we let technology go too far. Maybe you're just clamping down on our personal freedom. So it's that balance. It's the ability to take artificial intelligence and to make sure that it's in the service of mankind, right? And that's very, very difficult. And so I think that's why Miles is always putting the challenges back, particularly the young people who are just now coming into the world for the first time, into the outer world. Think it through yourself. Here's a puzzle. You've got to be able to do it yourself You're, because it's like a baby. You've you got to learn to walk and learn to talk, right, and you accomplish more and more things. And that's what you see is happening. And that's one of the biggest challenges we have going forward globally as mankind is to make sure all these advanced technologies, particularly as they converge, advanced chip design, artificial intelligence, regenerative robotics, biotechnology, that they don't overwhelm mankind and really start to replace man, right? Because then we're going to be not just, we're going to give up the, China will give up the slavery of the Chinese Communist Party to the slavery of technology. And that can't happen. Every person is made in the image and likeness of God, right? And it's, it's incumbent upon man as God's representative to make sure that man not just creates technology, but controls technology and make sure that technology doesn't control us. It's, it's a, it's one of the greatest challenges we have. Right. So that's why I think that we're making huge progress and you see these institutions stood up, but it's, we always have to be on watch every day that the technology that we're using doesn't overwhelm us and doesn't control us. And particularly that we don't do what the Chinese Communist Party is doing, which is their purpose is to use technology to control people and to extract value from human beings to themselves. 
And that's why I think the big challenge with the new federal state and everything we're doing in your generation, right? And you're going to face it, particularly you uh, young Chinese are in your 20s. If you look at 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now, of the scope of technology has going to increase, the biggest challenge you're going to have is how to incorporate technology to increase people's freedom, to increase prosperity, and not let these devolve into tools of war or tools of control. And if you look out what the Chinese Communist Party's done in China, their principal way of controlling people is through technology, whether it's the firewall, social credit scores, all of it, and now the CCP virus. I mean, it's one of the things that, that Miles has always said is about uh, you, you, that he said a couple of years ago, social media is more powerful than nuclear weapons, right? And if you look at what happened even in the United States, the social media oligarchs were able to cut President Trump off and basically try to control the president by just shutting off uh, shutting off social media. So it is a major struggle, and it's one that only through prayer and uh, and, and and going back to your yourself of your spirituality and what you hold dear that we'll be able to control this. It'll be one of the single biggest uh, struggles you have. The last thing I want to say is look in the United States. We are probably the most advanced democracy in the world. And, and our democracy has been thousands of years in building from England and, and then in the American econ- colonies, our revolution, our civil war, all of it. And look how imperfect we are. I mean, we're at each other's throats now about a stolen elections and what happened with these machines and the technology and all of it, right? It's a struggle every day. It is a fight every day for freedom. It's a fight every day for democracy. It's a fight every day for the rule of law. And so that struggle is all before you, right? But that's why I think in these puzzles and thinking through yourselves, you'll feel you'll get stronger. You'll be more confident of your judgment. You'll be more confident in your abilities. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is a It'll great way. Have a drink. Miss Vanda, thank you for such a great reminder. Because, as you mentioned, like it's a process that we need to train. And I, I couldn't agree with you anymore because I feel like if we lose that, it's it's going to be it's going to be the world that we're currently seeing. People waiting for the government to hand them a check uh, during the lockdown. So, so, so that's exactly why I think Miles had that uh, vision in mind because he told us, you know, the young people in New Federal State uh, China, you have to be ready. This is your call of duty because the wall between humanity never ends. I actually start watching the book that you recommended, uh, Homo Deus. It's scary. It is really scary because the technology is going to be there. But the evilness, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we take CCP right away. But if it's going to stay for a little bit longer, maybe two or three years, we really need to get, um, we really need to be on the watch all the time in terms of the technology being used otherwise to destroy humanity. So thank you very much for that reminder. Let, let, let me say one thing. And I think every young person in the new federal state ought to, ought to read that book, Homo Deus, because that stands for Latin, man is God. Man is not God, right? God is God, right? Miles always says and t- talks about, it, as we talk about in the Catholic Church, our rights don't come from any government. Our rights don't come from the American government, and our rights don't come from – your rights don't come from the Chinese government. Your rights come directly from God to you, right? They're indivisible from God to you, your rights as a human being. But we have to remember, and that's why I think Homo Deus is a warning, that we can't get the arrogance and the hubris, right, that we can turn into gods through technology. In the CCP, because they're not spiritual and they don't believe in God, they're atheistic and materialistic, right? They don't think there's any afterlife. They think it's just the here and now. 
that they're going to try to maximize. They're going to try to use technology to become gods, right? And that's going to be the constant fight that uh, young Chinese and young Americans are going to have in this kind of battle to make sure that technology is in the service of mankind, right? Not that technology is the master of mankind. Thank you. Thank you. So we go to... We go to our next guest. Actually, they just came in because they were having some uh, uh, technical difficulties. So maybe we let them to introduce them first and say hello to Mr. Bannon before they ask the question. Hello, Mr. Bannon. I'm yeah. Little Fox. Do you remember me? <laughs> yes, hello, very, much, very much, very much. Hello, Mr. Bannon, dear Miles, dear fellow fighters. Uh, thank you for having us here. Um, we got two questions. Uh, the first one goes to Mr. Ben. The second one uh, goes to both of you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> the first one is, um, we have always um, believed that the CCP and the evil power can only buy off the senior officials of corrupt governments worldwide, which is the case right now. And that the grassroots workers are 99.99% correct and faithful just as Miles says about CCP members. It's the same case. Uh, it's the same in the U.S. What do you think? Thank you. No, I think that's the, the, what we have. Remember, we have an economic system. It's not a conspiracy. It's the way the system works. And right now, and you can see this in Europe, in the United States, they have a, there's a system that the CCP is an actual central part of the world's economic system now. And that is based upon, as I say, the slave labor of Lao Beijing, the slave labor of China. That drives the entire world's economic system. It's made wages lower for all the workers in the world. And that value does not go to workers. It does not go to the Chinese workers. It does not go to the German workers or the American workers. It's basically skimmed off the top. That value is all accreted towards corrupt uh, finan financiers, global corporations, and these corrupt politicians, Right. That's the system that has to be broken, and it can be broken. You're seeing the United States right now. Where is it going to be broken? At the ballot box, where people have the right to vote. And that's why it's so uh, encouraging to see the young Chinese American citizens are starting to wake up to the fact that they can be a major power at the polls. They can be a major power in democracy. And that's why what's going to destroy the Chinese Communist Party is populism, is empowering. One man, one vote in China the ability of the Chinese people to govern themselves. And that's what's going to break the mafia in Beijing. And that's why fighters, and I'm glad you said fighters at the beginning, fighters in the new federal state. And the greatest thing that the new federal state, whistleblower movement, all of it, and, and, and every one of you, as a shining example, and to your host countries today, to show what the Chinese people, with the rule of law, right, with freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of assembly, right, consent of the governed, you're, you are upstanding and amazing citizens in your countries. And that's what's going to show the power of this. And we have to fight every day. But that that's all starting to crumble. These globalists right now, that's why they have to have these ridiculous mandates. That's why they have to have this control. Remember, the, the world uh, economic system didn't change the Chinese Communist Party, as everybody said, you know, all the leaders told us, to be more liberal Democrats and to give more rights to the Chinese people. They, in fact, went the opposite. They took rights away. They built a technology firewall so you couldn't get any access to the world's information and the truth. And they set up a social credit score so only those people that kowtow to the Chinese Communist Party can get ahead in China. That's the exact opposite of the system that has to be in place and will be put in place. And it will be put in place because of your example.
very kind of thing Thank to you. smile. <laughs> we don't Thank do you, this, Lee. I worry you kill me. Um. What we currently see, even in so-called democracies, uh, is still extremely threatening to the country and its people after buying off the senior officials. In Germany, it is basically the chancellor, because the chancellor, a few governors, and uh, some ministers who have to who have to say. And when it comes to voting, the member of parliament come out to put our show. Last year, the German parliament surrendered its parliamentary power to the government, just like the Enabling Act of 1933, um, the act establishing Hitler as dictator of Nazi Germany. Nowadays, um, when German people protest, the military police and special agents are deployed. The people are not given the right to, vo to voice. Even if it is a democratic, democratically elected government, even if the election is not fraudulent, the people can basically be slaughtered at will after these four years of elections. How will this kind of problem be solved in our new federal state of China? Thank you. That's what I think the struggle of oh. democracy is. And I, think, <laughs> and, but, and I think you're seeing it right now is that Merkel essentially left office, right? She, she's left office, I think, kind of in disgrace. Right. As, as her failed, her failed efforts, right. To open the borders and to, and to, you know, have this huge migrant crisis that she triggered, I think turned the German people off and her party left, lost power. What I think you see, have to see in the future. And look, Germany is going to go through, I believe, a lockdown and a vaccine mandate, very much what Austria is doing right now. So it's going to be a very tough struggle, but. I think you're seeing if you combine all the different parties in Germany, alternative for Deutschland and these other parties, I think you're starting to see a vast majority of the German people awaken to the fact that things have to be changed. But Germany's got a very tough struggle ahead of it, particularly over the next three or four months. I, I, I believe that one of the fears is they're going to follow Austria, which Austria is saying a total lockdown. First, they're going to lock down all unvaccinated people. Now they're going to lock down everybody. And they said on February 1st, they're going to have mandatory vaccines for all the citizens. I think that that's going to fail. And I think that's going to trigger. I believe Germany will try to go along those lines. I think that's going to fail, too, because people are going to awaken to the fact that if you want to live as free men and women, you can't just kowtow to total dictatorial control by, by these central governments. And I think but it all in each country is different. Right. Each country is different. But I think you're seeing people fight back right now, whether there's protests in the streets here in America this huge protest in Germany, the protests in France. And I think at the end of the day, democracy is going to win. Knowledge and rationality is going to win. And I'm not saying the struggle is not going to be hard. And this is my point. When the Chinese Communist Party is destroyed, you're also going to have your struggle with democracy. It's not democracy is a process and is a process of continually engagement. And it's tough. It'd be much easier for all of you to, to get on with your lives and not have to worry about taking down the Chinese Communist Party. Right. But you're dedicated to a duty. You feel you have a duty to your ancestors. You think you have a duty, feel you have a duty to China and to the Chinese people to, 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 to take this on. Just like as German citizens, you have a duty to sit there and confront the, the totalitarian or authoritarian rule. And to me, the strongest thing we have is democracy, the strongest thing we have at the ballot box. You see it in the United States. We're winning now more elections than we've ever won. 
75% of the Chinese American citizens in New York are voting uh, with uh, Trump Republicans and as Republicans. So I, I couldn't be more enthusiastic, particularly see we're at the very early stages of this. I mean, Miles has only been out of China since what, 2016? He really only became onto the American scene in 2017 with the warning to the West. Uh, we're here for the third anniversary of 20 November, which really set up the rule of law society. It's just three years, only 18 months in the new federal state. All of these are very, very young institutions, right? But already with, with Getter and G News and GTV and all the other companies, you're, you're building, you know, platforms that you can share ideas, share experiences and kind of pull your power every day. So I, I couldn't be more enthusiastic about if you look at it as a process, we're winning and we're winning on a massive scale. And the lies and misrepresentations of not just the Chinese Communist Party, but their partners everywhere, whether those partners are in Germany, the city of London, Wall Street, they're starting to crumble. And that's one of the reasons they're getting so reactionary. They're trying to shut things down. They're trying to go after the law people, put people in jail, have federal authorities investigate people. That shows their weakness, just like the firewall shows the weakness of the Chinese Communist Party. The social credit score, that shows their weakness. If they were strong and confident, they would allow the Chinese people to have full access to information. If they were strong and confident, they would say, yeah, let's vote in China because we're so good, 90% of the Chinese people will vote us into office and to keep us in power. They know that if the Chinese people had the right to vote, they'd be thrown out, right? So the more they try to crack down, it shows you, it shows to me their weakness and they're, they're petrified of a rising tide of new people that are empowered, knowledgeable, dedicated, and focused. Including more. Ask me, you ask me a question. I have a very simple answer. You must be follow the three route. God always win. Truth always win. Now three, new federal state always win. If you trust the three, you need to have confidence. Do you agree? I agree hundred percent. And he does it so 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 concisely. Sure, so that's right. I learned from my master. Is the chaos always try to gather? Is to touch the body? You know, very. You know, <laughs> I, I never my wife with me in the broadcast. I always think. When I have with my wife here is a touch body. Okay, now we first uh, ask next question. Uh, we need to pray for the globally 7.5 billion people, 1.4 billion Chinese, Xinjiang, Taiwan, Tibet, Hong Kong, and all the new first people, the family get safe, get peace, get God protector. We are then after you ask the question, then it's the third Steve Kimbano now. Need to see public for your committed guarantee. Him tell me before the show and uh, 30 minutes ago, say next time 11:20, him lose 50 pounds. That's a one thousand one times guarantee. Yeah. We will write it down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now promise, <laughs>
Today I have to pray more. I want God to talk to me. And my master Stephen King Bannon delivered last time 1,001 times committed guarantee lost 50 pounds. So I pray here. I want I listen this the master. <sighs> I next time we 11:20 we broke out. I don't want to listen to this. I, I feel thinner already. <laughs> <laughs> I no. You, next the eleven twenty, even you don't lose fifty pounds, I torture you, I salted you, I guarantee you. Lose I want to lose your face. I want to call you, call your father. You look at your son now. It's a one thousand years old style. It's so bad. You cannot do new Peter State co-founder. You look at the beautiful girls. You look at this man. Everybody. New, new China, new Chinese. Oh my God! I want a one thousand years old long life. Look at the beautiful girls, man. Well, good life. You, I need you 1,000 years, one, 2,000 years of long life. You know, this is a master. I only want you, mate. Lose you 50 pounds. Okay. Agree. So now you have another question. Then we are, it's a stop today, the broadcast. You, you know, we go to another meeting. Thank you. Every sister, brother, every behind, you know, the, we are globally, all the body is because prepared today, the, you know, the broadcast, the very hard work. 20 hours is no sleep. Uh, they just make, you know, today is 11.20, you know, this is a good memory day as it can wake up more of the people in anti-CCP. Uh, I really appreciate you, Master. You are the number one as Gui Lao and the white guy get more Chinese, love you, respect you, like you, more the long life, safety, healthy, that's very important. You new China, new people the asset, not yourself. That's, that's very important, sir. You need to understand. You look, everybody is watching you. It's a family style, brotherly, sisterly. That's very important. Even you can healthy. You can eat. We are, we are body. I can want you to eat. This is very important. We can sacrifice for you. I just want a long life, healthy security. You go to the court anytime. We are all the body nervous you. Every world measure you mask. How can I help Steve Bannon? Do you think we can go to projects? Do you think how can I help them? I can donate the money always. That's why never have the one American, one Western side of the country get same you, get more Chinese respect to you. Think your life, we life is one life. That's okay. the where you need to really appreciate this, take care of this, protect this. That's very important. You look at the richer and the Qingdong now is in the new office. Three years ago, we know new office, nobody here. Right. All the protesters in the outside say, Reaper Guo, crazy <laughs> Stephen Kimbano, you never can have 1120. This is the personal conference. Now everything happens. This is small, you know, mosquito. We big win. We 100% we can take down the, you know, vacation, the disaster, not happen anymore. And take down the CCP. And we build a trillion, you know, finance, the, you know, group. We are still, we can make we are human, go to next the central is a safety, peaceful, and have the freeze and the democracy and the freedom. Okay? Thank you. Please. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so <laughs> we have last question from Rachel. Yeah, we, we've came a long way. We, we really came a long way. So uh, the three years, and as you said, we're only one and a half years old as a new federal state of uh, China. So this question is about 
um, maybe the next three years. Although I, don't, I wanted to ask you about 30 years away, but it's too far away. So what do you think for the next three years, if we need the new federal state China, wanted to be a rising political power and to be recognized by the, on the world stage, what should we do more? Be yourself. Do exactly what you've done to get here today. Don't change because your example is like lived Christianity. You're living as free men and women and showing all the great strides you're making. It, it, it is the greatest uh, attack on the Chinese Communist Party. What you've accomplished, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. If we continue to grow and, and you put your natural talents and, and, and put your hands in God's uh, for God's will, we're going to win. So just do what we're doing every day. Commit yourself every day. Don't leave anything on the battlefield. I believe it all on the battlefield, 100%, and we're going to win. So just keep doing what you're doing every day. And I love the, the, the thing that you always say on the war room, because you always say be the force of multiply. So I think that's exactly what happened in the last three years. We lost people that doesn't belong here because they don't believe us in the, in the first place. But then we gained so many more brothers and sisters who really believe the democracy and freedom and the movement. So that's why we're here. So we're going to keep doing what we have been doing. And thank you so much. You're my hero. And I'm Shanghainese, by the way. I know you love Shanghai. So I would love to show you Shanghai one day. <laughs> Thank you. By, by the way, you. one last thing. You're a, great, you're a great inspiration, I can tell you, in War Room. Every time we have, uh, you, you know, you people on, you folks on as guests on the different special we do, it's such an inspiration to the American people. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's perfect. So yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Bell. Thank you. 咱后天见啊！星期三见，星期三见，星期三见。谢谢七哥。OK， 好的，那我们有四个目标啊，这个我们把这个四个目标其中一个最小的级别的人，最这个呃级别最低的啊，但是他是比较重要的，重要的就是今天的公安部的常务部长傅振华。嗯我们背后的其中一个黑手就是傅振华啊，傅振华这过去四年是权力之大，那真的是已经已经超过了天了。但这个时候我们就意识到，这个傅振华出事是早晚的事儿。当然，中国的共建法，孟建柱书记他也要依靠王岐山书记，他们是利益共同体。那傅振华还有孙立军副部长、孙立军局长，当然要依靠他们，是他们四个人左右了中国这几年来所有的政局，在过去的几年。中国根本没有政府，只有这几个人在管理着这个国家，是控制着这些国家。所有的中国的热点事件，所有网友们你关心的事件，哪个跟他没有关系呢？啊，哪个是没有呢？大家好好想一想，是我的爆料是真和假，大家不要在这讨论。就是真和假不是你们能决定的，也不是我能决定的。最后一定会有国家大审判，这一点不要怀疑。任何在这方面抱有幻想的人，那都是跟他们一样的疯狂。他们以为可以永远的控制权力，永远的控制媒体，永远的控制丑闻。再不行，你跑出去，我有国际红警组织可以抓你；再不行，我可以杀你。这些都是吓唬胆小的。当我们为了自己的生命和尊严，和为了我们起码的家人的安危而去不顾一切的时候，这些事情根本不会成为我们的阻力。郭文贵是一个被国际刑警组织通缉的。已经发出了这个红色通缉令的犯罪嫌疑人
。那么他所说这些话，你愿意信那是你的事儿，我们是不相信的。经查，孙立军从未真正树立理想信念，背弃两个维护，毫无四个意识，政治野心极度膨胀，政治品质极为恶劣，权力观、政绩观极度扭曲。妄议党中央大政方针，制造散布政治谣言，阳奉阴违，欺上瞒下，捞取政治资本，乘火做事，控制要害部门，严重破坏党的团结统一，严重危害政治安全。在抗击新冠肺炎疫情一线擅离职守，使用公安侦查手段对抗组织审查，大肆卖官鬻爵，安插亲信，布局人事，严重破坏公安政法系统。政治生态，长期沉溺于各种奢靡服务，毫无道德底线，大搞权色、钱色交易，极度贪婪，大肆进行权钱交易，非法收受巨额财物，且在党的十八大后不收敛、不收手，甚至变本加厉，情节特别严重，性质特别恶劣，影响极坏，应予严肃处理。经中央纪委常委会会议研究，并报中共中央批准，决定给予孙立军开除党籍处分，由国家监委给予其开除公职处分，终止其党的十九大代表资格，将其涉嫌犯罪问题移送检察机关依法审查起诉，所涉财物一并移送。全国政协社会和法制委员会副主任傅政华涉嫌严重违纪违法，目前正接受中央纪委国家监委纪律审查和监察调查。老娘看你儿子山头拿下了，赢了。Wang Jian, who's a co-founder of HNA, a Chinese conglomerate, has died in the south of France while on holiday. It appears to have been an accident, but this death comes at a very tricky time for HNA. The Chinese company has been on a blistering acquisition spree all over the world for about the last five years, and in doing so, it's built up huge debts. In 2017, the debts amounted to 94 billion U.S. dollars, and this has meant that HNA has been offloading plenty of its assets in recent months.、Uh, the assets of the company include huge names such as Deutsche Bank, where it owns nearly 10%, and Hilton Worldwide, the hotel group. Uh, so the death of Mr. Wang comes at a really difficult time. It's probably going to put a lot more pressure on Adam Tan, who is the CEO of the company, to continue sorting out the restructuring process.、Uh, the key thing about Mr. Wang was that he was there right from the very beginning. He was one of the tr two trusted lieutenants of Chen Feng. Who is really the talismanic leader of this company? And the fact that he is no longer there to guide the company、uh, could cause quite a few delays. It could cause quite a few problems with this rather delicate balancing act that HNA is going through at the moment.
，我们高歌唤醒沉睡的民族，我们奋进奔向崭新的纪元，我们耕耘开创责备后世的绿洲。新中国联邦波士顿五月花农场，一个团结友爱、互帮互助的大家庭。五月花的文化重视责任、行动、诚信和沟通，鼓励我们耐心服务每一位战友。我们会秉承五月花号的勇敢、坚强、团结、感恩的精神，为真不破，秉承五月花号公约的那种契约精神，不顾一切追求民主、法治、自由的信仰。只要 CCP 还在肆虐中国，还在危害全球，五月花的战友们就不会停止灭共的行动。感恩七哥，感恩法治基金，感恩法治社会，感恩爆料革命，感恩新中国联邦救同胞于水火，引正道归中华，换天地于一心。波士顿是一座迷人的城市，五月花农场向战友们发出邀请。我们欢迎更多的战友加入五月花，和我们成为相亲相爱的一家人。我们齐心协力，彼此坦诚，我们一起肩并肩、背靠背，传播爆料革命，建设新中国联邦。
定要全力以赴把中国人和共产党分开。六四不需要评价，六四没有任何人可以评价。在历史的长河中，必将出现一个伟大的、一个新的主正道主大家千万不要忘了香港。他给我们这个民族带来了希望，给我们这个人种带来了尊严。他的诞生有一个非常重要的使命，要灭掉共产党。这不是买卖，这是信仰，这是最伟大的一场革命。
Charles Guo is going to talk about at the end of his presentation something for the Chinese people and for the victims. He is setting up and going to establish a 100 million dollar fund called the Rule of Law Fund. And its principal focus is to assist the families, the victims, the friends of the missing, the imprisoned, those who died under mysterious circumstances regarding suicide or just happened to fall off 40-story buildings. And also those that had their assets stripped and impoverished their families. Miles Guo will announce today that he is prepared as he's starting this fund, he's going to fund it and it's going to not only look to get information and help those victims in mainland China but hold accountable those institutions in the west specifically in New York City in the city of London and other financial capitals that have aided and abetted this reckless behavior 这个带来的恐惧的原因就是因为我们懦弱、自私，他们侵蚀年来欺骗了全世界，威胁了中国人，才让中国共产党有今天的全世界的风头。我们因爆料革命、凝聚在一起，为实现新中国法治、民主和自
有几十年，他把中华人民主义，还让这些祖先变得满目疮痍。全世界投毒制造各种生化武器，我去他大爷的人类命运共同体！三代爆料，携手战友，行天道，振兴我中华同胞，掀起了面风浪潮，壮志冲天下，快乐国际，喵喵，别喵，野林子，掌声。Yeah.